Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's Monday, November 15th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. PulpMXShow.com to get all the sponsor deals and all the all the codes and everything. Read all about it. And uh, the app is coming any day now. I heard Friday. Pulp MX app Friday. So uh, coming in soon. If you're watching, you're not watching video yet. You're watching it soon. Very soon. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Looking forward to a good show tonight. Uh, we're going to do some MXGP recap. Talk a little bit of World Vet stuff still. We've got uh, some Silly Season stuff to talk about. Paris Supercross coming up. So we'll talk about that, preview that a little bit. i got a great in-studio guest, a guy who's super, super knowledgeable about the sport. So looking forward to having him in. Talking about stuff and uh, 702-586-7857. If you have something to add or whatever, uh, give us a call. 702-586-PULP. And uh, you can just do that and we'll get it in and we'll get it answered and everything else. And uh, so, yeah, really, really. Listen to me. Appreciate you guys listening, man. Uh, Lewis Phillips from MX Vice will be on. Lewis Phillips coming in uh, tonight all the way from England again. We've had him on a bunch. Uh, your feedback of uh, having Lewis on has been very strong, so we will continue to have him on, especially after an epic MXGP season. Um, Davey Coombs will be on. The 2022 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship schedule has dropped, and DC uh, is going to be on to talk about it. And I want to ask him, because he was on this show not that long ago, saying they're not going to Paula twice the next year. And the schedule came out, and they're going to Paula twice. So I'm going to ask Debbie about that. Uh, our buddy, friend of the show, the top privateer in the 2002 EA Sports Supercross Series, Nick Way, will be on. Love Nick Way. Love to talk to him about it. Everything that's going on with him. Of course, he's working with McAdoo and Cian Cirillo, and he's a full moto dad. And maybe we'll find out about my stand and, and what happened to my Works Connection stand. Uh, so lots to talk about. Uh, Nick Way, Davey Coombs, Lewis Phillips, all in studio. Don't forget, if you're going to shop on Amazon, go through the widget on pulpamex.com. Hit the widget, and uh, it, that takes you to Amazon. And we got a small slice of that. We'd really appreciate it. Whatever you purchase from Amazon really helps us out. Again, pulpamexshow.com for the codes and everything else. Uh, please go there and check it out. I want to thank the folks at motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines. We've got the Race Tech Rant tonight. Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. We've got the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. We have a special guest coming in for that. So look forward into that. We have the uh, motorsport.com tweet at Talon as well. Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, ORW Skosh, all on board with us. Uh, also, I want to thank the folks at uh, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Autosport, Get Data, Guts Racing. Love the guys at Guts Racing and uh, appreciate them coming on board. They, uh, they also sponsor this wrap-up show with the Pony Pod. So uh, please use the code PulpMX21 to save at Guts Racing, whether it's the Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam, whether it's Gripper Cover, whether it's custom co covers that you can make. Uh, a lot of the teams in the pits use Guts, and so should you. Uh, get data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, 
WUSA Ride Engineering, and Intense Cycles, all on board with us, as well as Manscaped and uh, and all of, and more and ORW. Of course, I mentioned that already. Uh, coming to you uh, in the co-host chair for the entire show tonight is a good friend of mine. He's a championship-winning mechanic for Dean Wilson at Monster Energy Pro Circuit, and uh, he's done a lot in the sport, uh, in the pits and out of the pits now with his role at Renthal. Uh, former pro racer, by the way, as well. The Bud's Creek 03 LCQ winner? No. Oh, sorry. Not not an LCQ. Heat. Yeah. Heat winner. Well, remember you had to, um, the top 10 didn't have to qualify. Yeah, Anybody yeah. else had yep, to. Yep. And they would have two qualifiers. So 03? I don't, whatever. Okay. It was the year of your muffler. That's 03. Okay, 03. Right. It was 03. Paul Parabinos, what's up, buddy? How are you? What's up, Steve? Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much uh, for having me. Yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, no thanks to Randy Valade at all. Zero thanks. No, we're not going to go too hard on him. Okay. But, um, yeah, Randy was supposed to come, and he couldn't. He had a great excuse, though, so we're not going to go too he, he hard did. on him. But, but, yeah, I give my good friends good, you know, a hard time. That's yeah. kind of just how, right. how we do it. Having <laughs> you and Randy in would be it would have been great. It yeah, been it would have been better. You know, but you, been you'll, better. you'll still be great. Uh, thank you for watching this, by the way. You can now watch this on Facebook Live, on RacerX Facebook page, and Pulp MX YouTube, of course, also on live video. So thank you to the, you people for that. Controlling the video, working everything behind the scenes. We are going to announce and drop some Pulp MX fantasy news later with this gentleman as well. Yep. Uh, Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello, Steven. No, don't. No, we're, we're, we're past that. Okay. We're past that. Okay. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for coming in. I'm happy to be here. Did you not get your new computer working with the video, though? I did not. So you're not, this now you're angry and sad? I sweet new M1 Mac that I got, um, and it, I can't get it to work with the ATEM software. And oh. It bums me out greatly. So it's a work in progress. We'll can, get there. Can we get Marks' seat up maybe four inches, five inches? All I got is a forehead. That's all you need. Okay. That's all, <laughs> That's you, all need. you need. That's all you, you need with me. <laughs> okay. Anything else, you're doing yourself uh, uh, no favors. <laughs> but you're kind of back, though. Maybe you should go. There you go. Is Sit up straight. Better? I mean, no, I'm just, I don't In care. Class? I'm just care. Now I got eyebrows okay. and, and eyeballs. Okay, wow. there we go. Don't know what's going on underneath, though. Uh, it's not, not, not much. Nothing <laughs> great. Um, well, it's got to be something going on because this chick is smoking hot. So... So you're saying somewhere in this region somewhere, he's got some magic. Something's got to be going on. <laughs> uh, also, taking your phone calls over there at 702-586-PULP, it's the Lone Wolf, Talon Taylor. What's up, buddy? Oh, How are you? I can't do it. You, good. You, yeah, you're not good, at, not you're good, not good at that. Stop no. that. What's up, bud? How are you? I'm here. It's Monday. Oh, boy. Thanks. Short show. He's tired. He is, right? I'm tired. I'm tired. I got, a, tired. I got a Starbucks today. We're feeling uh, good. You, uh, you butted him. You called him bud. Oh, well, where are you at with Bud? Because um, me personally and, and some of my close friends, I fucking hate it really? when someone calls me oh, Bud. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what you call like a an acquaintance that you run into every once in a while. Hey, what's up, Bud? Oh. It's almost a little disrespectful. Really? I think so. Oh. Where are we at with Bud, Marks? Nah, Bud's fine. Really? Yeah, Bud's, Bud's good. I, I think we're cool. Yeah. Huh. Don't like it. Okay. All right. All right, Bud. Insensitive. Um. All right. Well, remember that. If you're listening to this. Watching this and you see Parabinos. You, you bud me? We're not friends. <laughs> it's not, not going to work out. Uh, so please check that out. And again, Nick Way, Davey Coombs, Lewis Phillips. Last time you were in, we had Davey on also at that time. So uh, it just worked out this way. Usually it's AC. Usually it's AC. But now it's now, switched to Coombs. Now it's Davey. Yep. But I promise you not on purpose. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the 2022 schedule has dropped. So we got lots to talk about when it comes to that. MXGP, uh, you love it. Yeah, we can talk about that all night we're if you'd gonna, like. We're going to get into that. World Vet uh, Show, you listened a little bit? I did. I listened a little bit to the show on the way up here, on the drive up here, and, and, and it was great. I loved the passion in your voice. Yeah. And I agree with everything you said because I've been to Glen Helen. Okay. Can, so I get it. Is that me or you? Or what is that? That, that email. Is that me? 
I thought I turned my computer off. Okay, I don't know. Can we focus on the show, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want that noise. Okay, so uh, you don't go to Glen Helen. No, I don't go anymore. You used to go, and you spent a lot of hours there. And, and, and I actually used your name as an example. So I'm oh. talking about a little bit of fallout because I was told that someone at Glen Helen said that even if the event ran perfect, I wouldn't uh, say it because uh, I just don't like Glen Helen. And I'm like, hold on. I drive two and a half hours to go practice there, give them my money, and go practice there because I like the track. Not at World Vet time, but generally speaking, that's a fun track. It's not – if you leave by 11 or 12. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, um, you don't even go there. You've had experiences there where you're like, I don't want to go back. Yeah, like – well, obviously, I spent a lot of time there as a pro circuit mechanic, right? We'd go a lot. Uh, PC has a supercross track there, yeah. so we'd go a lot. Um, and I've ridden there myself, you know, post-mechanic career yeah. many times too. So I've ridden the track. I've seen it in many different conditions. And I'm not going there for the track anymore. So really, uh, there's just no reason for me to give money to Glen Hill anymore because every time I go, I'm disappointed. Yeah. There's just, you don't get the value for your for your money ever. Whether, it, whether it's the watering of the track, the flaggers. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah get yeah, some everything. flaggers on a Thursday for one. Um, I mean, I, w I tried to go there to for this uh, weekend. I think it was Swaps Vet Race. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll go. That's yep. a vet race, right? That'd be fun. So I show up on a Friday to learn the track. Is this the last time you went? This is the last okay. time I went. This was well over a year ago. Okay. So No, actually, I think the last time I went was for MXA's Advertiser Ride Day. Okay. But that was free. So, yeah, like I said, that's my that's my violation. Yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like it's worth the money to yeah. go there. Yeah. So the last time I went there, I paid to practice. And, again, they're, they're – Practice is supposed to start at 9. It didn't start till 10. They're grooming the track. They're putting this new line up in the REM that they're just carving through the trees the day of. And I go over there the first lap, and you take off, and it turns down the hill this way. So if you jump it straight, you're in the fucking woods. <laughs> and it's little dumb stuff like yeah. that that they just simply do yeah. not care for the people yeah. attending their, their facility. And I, I've had enough. Yep, yep. There's other places to ride. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, so a lot, of, a lot of World Vet talk. Our social stuff was busy with the Michael Alessi thing, right? Very, very it busy. It was very yes. busy with Mike hitting that guy. And that was gnarly. It was gnarly. I don't have an update on that guy. I reached out to a couple people never heard anything. Thing, so I don't know how that's going. Um, what did you guys say about that? Because I didn't see any of that in the show, I don't think, or, uh, or hear any of that in the well, show. Well, just I don't think it's Mike's fault, really. That guy shouldn't have been out there, though. Whoever put the race order together shouldn't have put So that 50, was a race. Yeah, shouldn't have put 50-year-old 125 guys, no matter how you know the bikes are slow. So yeah. don't put the slowest bikes out with the fastest guys on the track. That's, yeah, that's, see, that, that's just another example. That's my it, point. It's just that right. it's creating danger for no reason. Yep. Easily can be avoided yep. by putting some thought yep. into the race. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting to see. And my rant may or may not have something to do with this later, but the World Vet wrap-up. Um, so last week, our buddy Noof, he's a world champion, uh, came in. Well, yeah. That's, I'm, I have a little problem with the world thing, too. So did Max Steffens, yeah. Max, Rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> Max, Max had a lot of problem with that, too. You know, this is the world's best internet radio show. Okay. I can just do that. And I think... Uh, I can just do that. In that Elf movie, he went and got the world's best cup of coffee in New York. Right, right. So yeah. there we go. I can just do that. Um, <laughs> so uh, Noof, our buddy Noof was in, world champion, medals up, all that stuff. Uh, but he also, uh, right in front of you, Paul, this is their new Atlas Vision. It is a... Uh, it is a uh, Yeah, it is a, not a neck brace, but it's a compression collar. And our buddy Noof was giving one away last week, and we got a ton of emails for it. And I was going to ask you, Paul for an email number between one and the number of entries. But in still, instead, because it's Noof, because he's a world champion, he runs number 101 on his Cowie. Okay. Let's do email number 101. Sure. So thanks to the folks at Atlas, atlasbrace.com, code PulpMX to save. Uh, email 101 will be in touch. You win the Atlas compression collar 
from those guys. Uh, great company, great guys, and uh, yeah, we'll get you one. So, do you know the day I met? I shouldn't say I met Noof. I flew to Cal- I flew to Canada um, to race in Canada for Blackfoot Honda, and, yep. I, and I had to and I battled Noof in the whatever day it was. Yep. It's either Saturday or Friday qualifier. Yep. And he had a broken foot, I think, too. And he still beat me. I think I got second. And that's where you were like, wait. That's when I was like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't remember what happened the rest of the day. He probably beat me. I don't think I did very well. I was <laughs> five, six range maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that was the day I met Newf. Uh, so still talking about the World Vet. Um, lots to get into when it comes to that, of course, and, and the reaction to that. Lewis Phillips coming up here shortly. But uh, we have a gentleman who was at the World Vet. Uh, Chad, what's going on, man? You, were, you raced the World Vet? Yes, I did. Uh, thank you very much for having me on. Yeah. What's uh, what's um, what's so, your story? Real quick, it's gonna take me two two to three minutes, but I gotta tell you the backstory. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna crack up. Okay, <laughs> I on the Glen Helen website in June said looking at the World Vet race. I've only done one other race in my entire life. Uh, been riding for a while, but one other race. Okay, so, honey, I want to race the World Vet. She goes, okay. I got a KX250, a 2020 at the time. I go to my wife and say, honey, I can't do it on this bike. I need I need a 450. She goes, great. Go get what you want. I go down nice. to Burt's. Yeah. On the showroom, 20, brand new K, uh, uh, 450 KTM factory edition. Told the guy at Burt's, I'll take it. Put it on the truck. Get the truck. I said, honey, I can't do this without some sort of a trainer. And, you know, I did <laughs> oh. a racer's event. I need yeah. a trainer. Right. My wife, my, so my daughter comes and she goes, hey, this guy, Caleb Tennant, he trains Deegan. He does local training. Call him. I DM him. So I'm doing from June until the race. I bought a new bike. Yeah. I start training with Caleb. I go to, I live in Agora Hills and I hire a personal trainer. Damn. So I was, I, like two, it. I was two thirty. I, I was two thirty five in June. The day of the race, I was one ninety six. Wow. Work. Good, Good for work. you. I, yep. So I get the personal trainer guy goes to go get your blood work and shit. I need to make sure your testosterone levels aren't low. Sure enough, they're low. I get on TTR treatment for this fucking thing. Wow, so now, bro. I got a brand new bike. I'm not kidding you. I got a brand new bike. So I go riding. Caleb goes, you got to get the suspension done. Done. Go down three grand on suspension. Come home. I said, honey, we're ready to rip. Yeah. Show up to the race. I only sign up for Saturday. The wife says, you're doing one day. Don't ask me for any more. I said, I'm fine. I'm good. Okay. So now between the personal trainer, the bike, Caleb, the whole nine yards, I'm in 25 or 30 grand to ride this race. <laughs> okay. Mind you, I've never raced I have some, I have some thoughts on this, but go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. So, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I know how you feel about amateur racing and stuff, so I'm in for the bashing. So I, uh, back up one month, I go to an REM race. I said, hey, I want to race the REM race. Just to see a gate drop. I've never yeah. seen a gate drop. Yeah. I show up, I sign up for the beginner gate drops. I fucking wax these guys. <laughs> so I go back to the sign up thing. I said, hey, man, move me up to the novice class for Moto 2 so I can see where I stand. Puts me on the gate. I lead every lap. Guy gets me in the last lap. I said, fine, I'm a novice rider. Yeah. I sign up for the vet class, get to the race, go out in the first practice. And I go, wait, hold on a second. Why in the fuck is Alessi blowing past me in <laughs> yeah. practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not realizing I'm in the all-people all practice. You're just every practice was the all-people practice, yeah. Every practice, all-people. So I get out and I said, honey, very dangerous, not qualified for that type of practice. I'll go out and practice for. Okay, anyways, gate drops. There's 56 guys in my class. Gate drops. I'm in gate drop two. I end up getting fifth in my moto. So the guy comes back. He goes, great, you qualified for the main event which is a.k.a. Moto number two. Yeah. So if you were in the top 20 or Moto two, great. Go to Moto two. I'm sitting in the corral thing where they fucking corralled you in. Yeah. 
and I'm talking to these guys before my race. I said, hey, um, you know, first time here. He goes, oh, I've been racing 20 years. I go, oh, really? I go, five of us from Washington and five from Arizona, all our buddies come down and we race here every year. Yeah. I go, you've been racing 20 years in the novice class? He goes, no. He goes, I ride expert where I'm from. But we're racing down two classes because we heard there's a bunch of sandbaggers from California. Oh, my oh God. And I go, yeah, yeah. go, I go, oh, I go, well, that's kind of like a, a pussy thing to do. I like that. And so, so I go, so it turns silent at this point. I'm standing there and I go, yeah, I don't mean to offend you, but that's a pussy thing to do. Yeah. Gay drops. I ride Moto2. I end up 11th, right? Okay. So I'm done for the day, 11th overall. I tell my wife. Best thirty thousand I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> so I get eleven. I go back to my truck, load up, tell my wife, go home. I'll meet you guys at home. I get done and I start thinking about it. So I walk back up to the sign up booth and it's the heavy set girl that runs the race. I don't know her name. And she's in the little booth thing underneath the announcer channel. I said, Hey, um, I had a question, like, you know, there's some guys on the line said they purposely sand bad. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about this? She goes, Yeah, she goes, We checked during practice in the 40 plus practice and those 11 guys were about 12 seconds a lot faster and we didn't remove them because they had already signed up for the intermediate class and i go hold on a second so you were too fucking cheap to refund their money and instead you let them screw over all the people that were riding in the right class she goes yeah basically i said here's the deal i'm gonna go back to my truck and get you eleven hundred dollars and I want you to refund their money, and I want you to fix the si I want you to fix the finished results. I want my medal. Clank, 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 clank. I paid a lot of fucking money, and if you back the eleven people out, yeah. I won the race. Yeah. So I walk back up there with my eleven hundred dollars, and she refuses to do it. So I said, "Great." So this whole time, I'm not noticing. There's like three guys behind me. Okay. And I'm as I'm insulting these guys that sandbag, I'm not realizing the three guys behind me were part of the sandbagger crew. <laughs> so I walk back to my truck, and I'm just loading my stuff up, and I turn around, and the guy's like, hey, man, um, we don't appreciate you calling us pussies. And I said, oh, I, I, I was unaware. I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's not a personal attack. I'm just telling you to race two classes down is a pussy thing to do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And the guy starts inching like a little closer at this point as he's kind of insulting me. And I'm like, look, it's a pussy thing to do, but I'm over it. Why don't we go our separate ways? This guy winds up and takes this looping swing. <laughs> and I mean looping. Like you could have put a fucking post stamp on, on it. On a sundial so, on it. Oh, my yeah. goodness. On a fucking sundial. So listen. So, of course, I step back. I saw it come from all the way. He spins around, like spun himself around. Yeah. And lands right into my arms like we were taking a fucking wedding picture. <laughs> so I lock him up, and I got him in a rear naked choke. And this is right two rows from Bender's Row. So I got this guy in a rear naked choke. Oh, oh, he's gone. Oh. So I locked this guy up, and I said, hey, man. Back up. Like, like, I don't know what's going on here. I Just back up. So about five, ten seconds goes by, and this big, burly broad comes running out from behind a motorhome going, oh, my God, what's going on? What's going on? I go, listen, man, this, I called this guy a pussy. He swung on me, and now I got him in a choke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's going on. It's my husband. Right. It's my husband. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. I said, listen, I'm going to let him go. 
if he fucking swings on me, or I'm taking him down. That's it. I'll let him go. <laughs> I let him go. So his wife starts flipping out on the three guys. How yeah. dare you guys? You know, this poor guy. I can't believe you'd approach him. So they end up being, for me, let me pack my shit and leave. Anyways, I'm pulling out. Get ready to leave. I turn the corner to you know go out on vendors row. Yeah. They're all three standing there with his wife. I rolled down the windows and she's like, "Look, I want to apologize to you. My, that was so uncalled for." Blah blah blah. I look out. I rolled down the window. At this point, I'm pissed. I rolled down the window. I said, "Hey man, apologize to you guys. I hope you guys get home soon. I'll see you fucking pussies next year." <laughs> <laughs> Great and the story. worst part of the oh. worst part about it, Steve, I can't wait to fucking sign up again. Oh my god! So yeah, As I said, they Glenn Helen does not give a fuck about the integrity of this event. They don't but, care. They just want your money. And I witnessed it. I gave, when, I went up there with eleven hundred dollars cash, one hundred dollar bills. I, w- I was already in thirty grand. What's another eleven hundred? Yeah, gold medals up. Uh, yeah, I gave my wife. I said, honey. I'm spending another 1100 for a medal. She goes, well, if you rightfully won the race, go give her the fucking money and get your medal. Is it oh, great? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, they, they don't even care. take my 1100 bucks. I, I guarantee you those dudes were all in the top five or ten last year and the year before and all of that, and Glenn Helen is just too lazy to check their past results and be like, hey, Joe Bob, you have raced the novice three years in a row and gotten third and second and first. You can't race again. They don't care. That's it. Well, she told me that. She told me that. She goes, listen, we have a database that shows, like, with the transponder. I go, so you knowingly letting people. I go, but what? There was 56 people in the class. The other 46 people signed up into the right class. So I want to know where I really stand. Yeah, no, they don't care. I'm not an yeah. intermediate rider. I'm well aware of that. Right, right. But if, I, if I'm a number one novice rider, I want the fucking black. So when you <laughs> had this guy in a naked check chokehold, what were the other two oh, guys rear, doing? What rear chokehold? So the other two, well, I kind of backed up against my cab and I said, here, here, I told the guy, I said, listen, you guys might get me. I'm taking this fucking guy with me. And so this old man's squirming. This old man's like squirming around, but what he doesn't understand is that when you have someone in chokehold, the more you squirm, the tighter it gets. Uh Like he would have been better just to relax. Yeah. And so it went for about 20 seconds, and I just told the guy, I backed up against the cab of my truck. I said, hey, man, you guys need to get away from me, or I'm taking this guy's sausage out. Get away from me. I love it. And that's when the big burly broad came out. First time ever... First event, I rode one REM race. This is my first year there. Welcome to the world and vet, Chad. Welcome to the world I, vet. Catch I, the fever. I'm in. <laughs> I'm fucking 30 grand deep, and I'll drop another 30 grand next year to take the fucking win. I'm telling you. Uh, you'll get cheated so, out of it next year, too. Dude, don't. That, don't yeah, whatever, no, man. listen. I, I had a bunch of buddies that came down. They drove 36 hours with a, uh, they were younger guys. They were like 25 years old or 28 years old or whatever, and they just came down to ride the plus 25 which was only on uh saturday i think and back then okay. and they they just wanted to ride and they didn't care about the medals and like they were really good riders but they just wanted to ride so they literally signed up for like two classes each and just jumped in with older guys and i think one of them they pulled off on the last lap or maybe whatever just so they didn't like but glenn helen didn't fucking care these guys walk up they're 25 years yeah. old 27 years old and they're fucking fu- hey we'll take your money plus 30 no problem like we don't need to see a driver's license we don't care they don't care well, that girl that girl just smirked. I don't know her name, but apparently she said she was the one in charge. I don't know if her name's Jody. You're a heavier set older lady. 
And I just said, wait, but that's not the point of the event. The point of the Dude, event is yeah. to sign up in, in, in the but, class that you're capable of racing in okay, but, but, and race with the But, people. Chad, to be fair, Paul, <laughs> Chad's a little hardcore for this race. Yeah, the, I mean, this isn't the race you want to pick to, to – Go all in as you go as to, you take want that it. money and go to Loretta's. Yeah, to like do Loretta's. go to Loretta's, you'll get a, a, a legit fair fair shake at it. Yeah, I know it's in Tennessee, or but there's other races. Oh, if you I, want a fair I, shake at a race, like to where you get the value for your look, money, dude, that is not the you race. You just wanted a medal. Yeah, <laughs> I look. I just wanted to race, and I saw the world event, and I go, I'm in, honey. Right. And my wife's super cool. I mean, she Clearly. wants to go drop money on a purse. There's a give and take. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. I want an expensive purse. I'm like, I want the world vet. Deal done. I mean, so, I think the, you know. the the cachet of the World Vets at at I don't I'm not going to call it World Vet the Vet <laughs> race at Glen Helen is it's a chance to line up with a bunch of guys in your class yeah, right yeah. or or ride Glen Helen yeah like because both, typically both. vet races what you get right. five to ten guys yeah Where, so the hope is you're getting to race against forty yep so I Chad, mean I can, think so, there's Jack can you imagine flying in there or coming all the way from Italy or wherever or from Brazil or, or all these places and and you could roll up and there's all of that disaster going on outside of the gate drop. Look, the good thing is I live in Agora Hills. I live in Westlake Village, so it's only an hour and a half drive from me. Yeah. And so I, I, I would be livid. But I even told the lady, I said, hey, from a business standpoint, I don't know if you're gaining riders or losing riders, but if the race was fair, you know, more people are going to be attracted to that. But when the winning 11 guys win the race by 43 seconds, yeah, it's just like I, it's not even yeah. fun at that point. And, and, hey, listen, we had a guy, too, a Canadian guy that used to go down – and he would ride the novice class, and he put little tiny like fox heads for all of his wins at the World Vet. Yeah, on Big his jersey, him, yeah. on his jersey. And I was like, "Bro, this is your fifth year of novice. We got into it a little bit. You should move up." <laughs> I, I said, "You sh- you don't belong in novice anymore, dude. Like you need to move up." Like I rode novice when I first rode it. After- Wait a second, you rode novice? Yes. Because wait I- a second. Oh, okay. Well, weren't, let me weren't, get it. Weren't you an expert or a pro? Yes. Once a pro, always a pro. Okay, but listen. So I rode. I didn't know I'd race forever. My very first moto, I rode novice. I moved myself up. I got second. Mm. I buy, and I had a gap on third. I go and I went and moved myself up. I'm like, oh shit, because I didn't, I didn't race for. Two. You should you should be in the expert class or the pro class if you've been an expert. Mm, uh, I mean, I ride intermediate now. So yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, yeah. I, I just I I don't understand it, man. I don't. I, I don't get it. And, and but don't they don't care. It. They don't care. That's the bottom line. So. That's an they, awesome they story, definitely though. definitely don't, which is kind of kind of sucks. But, yeah, dude, that was my first chance, and I told the – yeah, so I got to leave him with my parting statement, which was, you know, I hope you guys get home safe, and I'll see you pussies next year. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'll just start riding out there more and put forth more effort. Yeah, and, that'd be great. You know, right. more gate drops, and I'm going to come back swinging. So so what number but, are you, Chad? Yeah. On your, What's the number on your KTM? Four, 45. So All right, if anybody cool, sees 45 at GH, don't mess with this dude. He'll put you Dude, in a fucking rear naked choke. <laughs> Especially if you're sandbagging two classes. Fuck yeah. that. That's, yeah. that's not cool, man. I love it. So, but they, thank you guys so much, All man. Right. And I got to meet I got to meet Kiefer the Tuesday before. I went out there to see the track and yeah. ride. And I got to meet Kiefer, and he was super cool. And I know I've been emailing you about maybe some, some advertising stuff, so I, I hope to link up with you and... Yeah. And tell you my story, man, and, and uh, wow, I'd love to just meet you and, and go over that with you. No problem, man. Thanks for the story. I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Medals up, man. Medals up, Chad. Medals up. It's not quite Vietnam Vic, but it's my story. I like it. That I is. love it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good show. Thank Bye. you.
<laughs> that guy was into it, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he almost sounded a little like Tony Lessie a little bit when he talks. But, man, I, uh, I like that he called them pussies. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll see you pussies next year. I don't like that he's going to go ride Glen Helen more right. and go back like with a vengeance like it's going to be any different. Right. There's uh, just going to be more people sandbagging. Speaking of uh, Glen Helen, John, you're from uh, New Zealand? Yeah, hi, Steve. How hey. things? Good. How are you, man? Good, good, good. So you've ridden you've ridden GH before? Turn down your radio. Turn down your radio, John. We keep, we're getting feedback. Yeah, yeah. A group of guys, a group of us guys, New Zealand, come from New Zealand, and we've all been there like three or four times now. Yep. And the issue we had with Glen Helen, so we arrived from New Zealand, having never ridden Glen Helen. <laughs> we go to Glen Helen, and the first year we we were there, we had. Uh, Tommy Searle, Gotti Paulin, Bob Rashef, all on the track. <laughs> we are learning that track. And, of course, these guys are flying around our ears. We come over and we stay with, um, we do the motocross heaven ones with Stephen yep. Elvin. Yep. You know Stephen? Yep. Hey. Yep. Yeah. We actually, yeah, yeah, we were at Glen Helen one time. We actually met you there one time, actually. That must have been the last year they raced there. And I think Baggett got third. Okay. Or something like that. We got a photograph with you and stuff like that. But we've been back. We absolutely love it. We were due to come back, and they love it. Was the only thing that basically stopped. Yeah. Well, we we actually like the track, but we don't like it when it gets too busy. So you don't go on Pro Thursday. You choose the days when you go, and half the time we go and we race the Saturdays on the rim track, and um, and just you know that's basically what suits most of us guys better. Sure. Sure. Um, Yeah. It's it's. did you think that the was the organization of the World Vet? How was that? No, it's not good. It's not good at all. <laughs> it never is. It, they all, they always, you know, like that guy said, it was a clusterfuck the other day, and that's yeah. um, last week, and that's that's pretty much a perfect perfect analogy of how it is. But the fact that they throw, they never split the classes. I, I can't understand. And all the tracks over here, we pretty much run A, B, C, depending on numbers, and then we often run a junior class as well. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps everybody safe. We were, we were due to go to Glen Helen on the Thursday that Anderson had a Kiwi guy do a Yui in front of him and break his foot. So, mm. you know, there's, a, there's another good reason why yeah. you don't run pros and, pros yeah, and novices together. Yeah, Paul, Paul what happened to the Rock? Whole, whole what happened to, Paul, what happened to KTM just saying, hey, nobody can ride Glen Helen? Like, they said that, and then now they're back. Remember that Anderson got hurt, Dino got hurt. They were like, "You can't, I, you can't go practice at Glen Helen." The thing with Glen Helen is, it's just it's a great place to test when you're at that level, right? Because yeah. it's a it's a gnarly, rough track. Typically, if you can get your bike to work good at Glen Helen, you can get it to work good anywhere because it's a very awkward, weird track. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, teams yeah, they just, just were like, they need somewhere rough to ride somewhere, and they just go out there. Go and, out there with the quads in the eighties. Yeah, I guess it'd be too hard to segregate practices on a Thursday. Too Way diff- too hard. Too difficult. Way too hard. Yeah. Uh, all right, John. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Anything hey, else? Hey, can I just can I yeah. just ask you, can I just ask you one more question? Sure. You know, like Moto GP. You know how everybody goes on how starts are so important, and it can be like milliseconds. You get your front wheel in the first corner, and you're better. Why why have we never gone to um, and they and they've, and they've done it in Moto GP because they reckon it's faster. So you actually kick down to change up instead of kicking up to change up. Meaning, do you reckon that? Do you reckon you like you 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 wonder you wonder what's what's in the future of the bikes and stuff like that? What's the next thing coming through? Do you reckon that ever that ever changed the gear shift around? I don't know. I never. I think no. I've. I think years ago somebody had a bike that that was different like that. It was like a three speed, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but that's no, a good question. I don't. I yeah. The only reason I can think that it wouldn't change is just because so many people grow up on dirt bikes doing it. Yeah, doing a that certain way, way right? right? It'd be very hard huh. for the rider to learn. Differently. What's the advantage of shifting oh, down to go up though? Like, is it quicker? Like, what is the why? Do you, well, you can yeah. rest your foot yeah. right on top of it. Oh yeah, and just be and in. just go like this instead yeah. of going yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, is it the foot to go yeah. up on the foot is slower to go down than to go down? I would think so. Oh, but I, it sounds oh, like it's yeah. a MotoGP thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't follow MotoGP very well. Uh, it is a, yeah. the, the MotoGP guys reckon it's it's slightly it's fa- quicker. It's faster. Hmm. Okay. So if yeah. you were saying if you were debating, you know, yeah, yeah. whether you get front wheel and head in the start, then maybe it's a difference between being first or second in the sure. first corner. Yeah, absolutely. Something uh, like that. So, all right. Thanks, John. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. That's cool, mate. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks uh, for letting us on. No problem. Thank all you. Uh, that's John from New Zealand. We got a question for Paul from Dalton. Uh, Dalton, what's up? What's your question for Paul Perbinos? Hey, Paul. How you doing, bud? Hello. My question is, how come Pro Circuit Team always has run the twin wall rental bar and has, no one's never tried the fat bar on the team? Um, I know Adam, Adam Cincerello tried the fat bar temporarily, and I noticed this season he's back on the twin wall. Um, really, when it when you speak specifically about Pro Circuit, it's it's Mitch Payton. He believes in the Renthal Twin Wall. Um, he has a saying also that uh, motocross bikes have crossbars, but with him, he he believes the Twin Wall is the strongest handlebar he can put on the bike, um, and he doesn't give his guys an option. Everyone everyone uses a Twin Wall PC. Oh, okay, I see. That's it, pretty much. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mitch Mitch says it. Yep. I need a crossbar, yep. and that's it. We use a crossbar. Right. All right. Well, y'all guys have an awesome show, and thank you for answering my question. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Uh, We got Lewis Phillips coming up here uh, shortly. Uh, Thomas. Thomas, what's up, man? You got future headlines on Jet? Yeah, for uh, 250 Supercross 2022. All right. Here we go. All right. We got got generational talent, lands the Supercross title in 2022, or Jet falls short and crashes into the mountain in 2022. No, I'll go first one. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's fast. Paul? Title? title. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a title contender for sure. Yeah, I could see him winning the title more. But so. does he win the title? I don't know. I don't even know who he has to race yet. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But I, I would, pick, right, right I would pick it more likely to win a title than crash into the mountain. Yes. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to our first guest here. Uh, this gentleman, um, of course, is a, uh, a long. He's been on our show a whole bunch, and we just had a very very exciting um, MXGP season. Paul, that by the way, if if Giuseppe's listening or any Malin or anybody, I paid for the final round, and I would like to get a refund. I was not able to watch it live. I got up at four thirty in the morning, and I was not able to watch it. And so, yeah, what is what was it, Paul? Uh, Nine euros or twelve euros? What, I, what, what did it? I don't know. Okay, I don't know what it was for the week. All right, Lewis ain't picking up, but hopefully, hopefully he does. Uh, we can try again, maybe in a little bit. Here. Um, I'll text him. All right, let's try. Let's let's try. Let's try Lewis Phillips again here, everybody. Um, so thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Great story by Chad, by the way. Love that story. Great radio, bros. Lewis Phillips is going to be brought to you when he comes on by over by Decal Works. They led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics around. Decal Works, officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Cowie, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Decal Works, proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team, as well as the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna off-road team. Decal MX, 
Decalmx.com uh, to uh, to learn more about that. And the best part of Decalmx is the code PulpMX gets you 20% off your custom graphics. So love these guys at Decalworks. They do a great job. They do a lot of work for the uh, for the teams out there, and they do really good. So uh, thanks to the folks at Decalworks for bringing you Lewis Phillips, who's not answering. But let's get to some more phone calls while we do that. Uh, Dustin is on three. What's that? He said he's not getting a call. Okay. All right. Let's try the, uh, yeah, FaceTime problem, I guess. I blame Marks. I totally blame Marks. Typical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul, we do have a question for you, though. He said uh, he can try to call you. Dustin, what's going on? Uh, what's your question for Paul Parabinos? Hey, Steve. Um, I actually uh, talked to you at uh, World Vet the other week, and um, I was the one that called in a couple weeks ago with the YZ252 stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And, and um, Paul, when uh, a couple weeks ago when I called in, and I asked what I should do, and you told me to uh, get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh yeah, because about uh, you, his two you were going to race the two stroke uh, at the uh, the event. Yeah, and I did, and yeah, I was like, yeah, uh, may not be too bad. And like, I'd never ridden it until that that morning. I've never ridden Glen Helen. I've been there, just never ridden it. And yeah, as soon as I went up, like, this is it, a horrible idea, dude. It, it's <laughs> tough, man. A two fifty two stroke at Glen Helen with the hills and everything. Yeah, like I mean, obviously. You know, you could make it work if you're a great rider. Uh, you know, but oh, yeah. it's, I mean, it's 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 tough. Yeah, dirt's there. There's no problem. A though. I'm not a great rider. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Part of the issue. Yeah. How'd you do? How'd you end up doing? Not well. I, I couldn't stay off the damn ground. Was a major issue. But it uh, was I went uh, thirty twenty seven. <laughs> Okay. So, all right. Yeah. It was like 40, 43 in the class, but you know. Still. Oh, that's all right. I mean, twenty seven out of forty three. I mean, it's you know, it ain't terrible. Right. Well, it was it was more of a. Uh, I remember a, a keeper was there. He said, "Pace yourself." So it was basically more just consistent laps, and everyone else was dropping out. Yeah, so. yeah, really, right? Yeah, just yeah, don't worry about yeah, stay off the ground, and then just put in consistent laps and try to do try to do something. That and way, yeah, right? that was the thing. It, it, yeah, because I got like thirty seventh pick or whatever, and because they're going off the signups, and the only thing I didn't see because I was just in my own world. If I would have looked all the way to the outside, I would have seen something that didn't have a gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that 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 happened. That happened at Glen Helen. Yep. Just let, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even, demon wasn't even aware of it. But yeah, just I say, um, yeah, appreciate the uh, the help on the weekend, Steve. And then Paul, just yeah, you're right. So I was going to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, t- I I told you to get your money back for a two stroke. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I said, what, what what should I do? And you said, uh, see if you can get your money back. Oh. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I uh, appreciate it. Lots of world vet talk still. But uh, let's get to our first guest here. He uh, He's calling in from all the way in England. Uh, brought to you by decalmx.com. It's uh, Lewis Phillips. What's up, Lewis? How are you, man? Yeah, all good now that I've got my phone working. I'm not sure what's yeah, we were, trying to fa- we were trying to FaceTime you, but maybe you, yeah, maybe you didn't pay your bill. I don't I don't know how that works. So, yeah. What's yeah, up, I mate? Get you right? Yeah. Hey, so welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on, Lewis. Um, if you see Giuseppe or David or even Malin, I paid for the final round to watch it and, and didn't work. The the button wasn't there to watch live. So can you try to get my Euros back? What, so you just couldn't watch it at all? Like even now you can't watch a replay? No, I can watch a replay. Yeah. Uh, the live bu- oh, live well, button didn't work for the final yeah. round for L- some live reason. Live button was Lewis. not there. 
Well, you know, it was only two riders tied on points, one way to go. It's not like that big a deal for the Yeah, team. yeah, yeah, really, right? <laughs> um, hey, man. Like they probably went home at that point. You know what? Like, obviously, uh, uh, anything can happen, and, and Fabret rode great, and Geyser had a good season, but the right guy won this title, didn't he? Hurlings made it happen at the final round. He rode great to, to, to win. Uh, Cotton pot passed uh, Febra. The right guy won this race and the championship, right? Right, Lewis? Yeah, yeah, the right guy won, and also it kind of played out how everyone, like, I don't want to say feared, but, like, obviously it was all very exciting, and, like, people were tied, and, like, it was the best scenario you could ever have. But deep down, every single person in the paddock was like, well, there's a very good chance that Jeffrey's just going to go 1-1 quite easily, and then it's game over at that point, and that kind of happened. Like, Fedra started ahead of him, so that made it a little bit interesting, but I think even still, like, deep down, everyone knew... The right. barring disaster that was going to happen, but the, you know the week the Saturday race he threw it away for some strange reason on the same track. So you're like, wait, you know, is something what's going on here? But I guess that's where people thought about that. Yeah, I just I felt like it, yeah, the right guy won. Kind of the outcome that should have happened and was always going to happen in the end. Like looking back on it now, it was all very exciting, but. Like, we should have seen this coming, I feel like. Yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah. That, that's what Jeffrey is, though, right? Like, that's why, I, I mean, that's why I'm a fan. I, it, you you know you're going to get the bad starts and the mistakes, but you also get those outright gnarly races from the back and the crazy speed. And and Geyser and Febra, good on them to stay pretty consistent all year to at least keep it close and take try to take advantage of the yeah. mistakes that seemingly Jeffrey makes every year. Yep. But he's he was good enough and fast enough to still overcome his mistakes. Um, Geyser's penalty. Where were you at on that, Lewis? What'd you think? Well, uh, well, well, you're going to get me started on this again. <laughs> I don't understand, right? This, literally, I need to talk to a rider about this. So Geyser said, and HRC said in their little statement thing, uh-huh. Geyser said himself, I didn't think that I made up any positions. I rejoined the track <laughs> where I was. It's like, but that's not the point. Like, if, if that's the rule here, then, like, tip over in a turn and then just cross the track until you get back, like, where you were. Like, you made a mistake. You still have to pay some sort of price Yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. You, you just, just, you just, you just can't just be like, like oh, you can't be like, oh, I'm third. I went off the track. Oh, I deserve to be back in third. I don't know why we yeah, see like, so much of that like, lately. I don't even understand how the HRC press guy isn't like, yeah, we should probably take that out. That doesn't really sound <laughs> too, uh, but too smart. But he didn't get the same penalty that Lupino got. So yeah, well, they couldn't, dude. It would ruin but, the but, entire but, title. But, but what... I yes, but I, I, I mean, I get it. Trust me. What's the difference between those two? Geyser fucked himself. He could have fixed it all by waiting, but Lupino also fucked him because they just put a penalty down for the same exact reason for a month earlier or something, right? And yep. it was 10 positions. So, like, I feel like their hands were tied. They were going to have every green and orange shirt pissed off at them if it was but, anything less than 10, I believe. And But it would kill the entire cachet of the season if it was 10, too. So, like, I feel like they just picked the middle. I think it was a, politi- I think was, um, it was a political penalty, honestly. The, pen- the penalty that Lupino got of the Nations was however many positions he gained plus an additional place. So they're effectively saying Geyser gained four positions plus an extra one because you did cut the track. Which is Which, wrong. like, he did not gain <laughs> yeah. four positions. He, he, yeah, he, he gained, like, 25. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that, that penalty was tough, man. But, I mean, it, it also, I mean, yes, it wasn't 10, but it knocked Geyser out of it. You know it, what I mean? It, it, yeah. still, it still did. Yeah. I mean, at least did. with five, maybe there's a little bit of a chance. But, that honestly, that was I, – I felt bad for the, whoever had to handle penalty down because your hands were tied and it – yeah, you – 
effectively knew your decision was going to ruin this three rider kind of dogfight. But again, KTM Tim said they were happy with it. T- what? KTM, yeah. KTM said they were happy with it. Like they didn't feel like it needed to be more or anything. They said like like pleased with it. Like, they didn't feel a need to appeal or anything like that. Tim could have fixed it himself by coming to a stop and letting the pack go. He probably still would have got the same position. I know it's easy to stay in hindsight, but yeah. But we've seen so many of these riders just take off when they, you know, I've seen Anderson do it. I've seen Savachi do it a lot. Like yeah. they just take off. Yeah, Anderson is degaff. He's grabbing gears when he's when he's off the track. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, what are you doing? At least if you're going to go off the track, like kind of slow down a little bit. I mean, like, when Savachi did it in whatever race that was, yeah, New Jersey, or New yeah. Jer- like he cut two lanes off. Yeah, that yeah. was like ridiculous. Mm. Um, Lewis, so were you worried about Dylan Wright's safety uh, when he was on Caroli in the last couple laps of Moto2 of Caroli's last ever GP? I'll tell you what, I, I am on the Dylan Wright train. Nice. Oh, good okay. to hear it. He's, good quite, to- he's quite good, isn't he? He's quite, he's he is quite good. all right. <laughs> well, okay, I was going to ask you about this later, a little bit later on, but, uh, I mean, has, has he done enough to get a decent ride? Um. I spoke to him about it, and I, like, I said to him if he needs any advice on like whether a team shit or not, like to like send me a message and I'll tell him straight up. He has got interest. Like there are people who have asked to talk to him and like stuff like that. So not obviously like factory level, yeah, but yeah. like he belongs on a he's he should be like the number one rider on a satellite team. I think he's good enough for that. For I, sure. I, I agree. I just don't know. Yeah, if, if there's any spots open, right? We, we we've seen guys you know struggle to get spots, right? So. I think he's well, good to enough. Fair, to, I think he's good enough to be like, uh, like number two at standing construct or Hitachi KTM yeah, or yeah. I don't know if one one four does four fifties or not, but some team like that. Right, right. Pretty good after only doing a few GPs. I mean, that's a. I he was six fastest. In, honestly, uh, I think if he would have went and done, I think if he would have came and done five outdoor nationals, he would have probably gotten, you know, f- six to ten yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, it was well. Like, if it was a normal season with like normal injuries, that would have been a place at Manzavar instead of a tenth. Like, kind of got screwed by that as well because obviously people don't really recognise that no one got injured this year. Yeah. So they look at it like, well, it is the last round, but really the field of the last round was just as good as the first round. It was right. Uh, Strybos hung it up uh, this past weekend, as did Sean Simpson, Lewis. Both. Uh, Good dudes, uh, good established careers, GP winners. That was, uh, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I feel quite sad about Strybos, especially just because like, Strybos has basically been racing as long as I've been alive. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a very strange one for me. But he's got, he's got something big lined up for next year, but he won't tell me what it is. He says it's too big to tell me, well, which I'm, means what, what could it, it must be? be big. He said that there will be an announcement and it's going to be huge. So it's got to be, it's got to be something to do with a factory team because like, like running it or coach, being a coach team or trainer or something yeah. at a team. Yeah. Like team manager, maybe. I don't know. Like he, he literally, like I literally begged him and texted yep. him and like did everything I could to get him to tell me. Hmm. And he refused. He said there was a big announcement coming, but, but he said, he said it's a big announcement. And all I can tell you is that it means I'll be at every single GP next year. Uh, which, that's probably what like, it is then. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Well, both guys uh, deserve golf claps for sure. They had they had really really nice careers and everything else. Uh, I saw some interviews, uh, Lewis. I don't think uh, no, they were they were typed out. I didn't listen to your to your podcasts, but both Geyser and Febra seemed pretty classy about losing. Right? They both had good things, to, like not good things, but they were like, 
hey, congrats to Jeffrey, good season. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I was. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Both guys took it like the loss pretty well. Well, the only, there was only one little hiccup on that front. Um, after the second moto, Prado went up to Bevra behind the podium and went to shake his hand and like to say congrats on a good. Um, Fevra refused to shake his hand and called him an asshole. Yeah, so. yeah. Prado, <laughs> Prado, <laughs> Prado, Prado seems to be like the the eight hundred a little bit over here. Hey, yeah, he definitely I rides a we, wide bike. And, and plus, his comments like about when they when him and Jeffrey collided, like his comments were just asinine. Where he was like, "I just thought Jeffrey yeah, the finish line yeah, collision one, yeah." That was his fault. Yeah, I know, but he was like, I just, I don't know what, why Jeffrey would did that. Well, because he's racing. He's trying to win. Yeah. What do you mean? He's trying to win. It's actually quite funny <laughs> even hearing it again now, like a month or something like that. That's quite a funny comment. So not making any friends, Prado? No, but like, I even said to him, I was like, look, I'd hate to race you. And I can imagine you're a massive pain in the ass. But it's not like you're looking behind and like just yeah. trying to like shadow where the other guys are going. Like at the end of the day, you are a pain in the ass, and you're very annoying, but you're also just a very smart racer. And I was like, you can't really do anything about that other than like just let guys go. So, yeah. um, like, I don't think I don't think Prado does anything wrong other than just be ridiculously smart on a bike. Maybe the smartest rider in the world. I don't know, but right. I think that's a, I don't think that's a fault. I'm 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 with you, Lewis. Like I, I mean, not of course every rider out there would love to be the guy that can close down. On, at the checkered flag and be the best guy in shape, but it's not everyone's racecraft. And Prado is great at getting starts and leading laps, and he rides great when he's in the front. And I, I don't fault him for fighting for his position, but in some cases he does go, I think, a little over the line. But for, this is for me. This is Prado not... even um, oh, Prado even says to me uh, this year, he went, I don't know why everyone expects me to be able to fight with Hurlings and Bevera. He was like, look at me, I'm like seven years younger than them. I'm obviously not going to be on their level, like physically, fitness-wise. He was like, it's literally impossible for me to get there no matter how hard I try. He was like, this is kind of my lot. Like, I'm not going to be on that level. I can't be, so I've got to use my other special skills. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Prada will be a champion soon, right? I mean, I, I mean KTM I mean, does too with, the, with, yeah. the, with what they're doing, yeah, with where I, they're putting people. I, I, yeah. And yeah, like he is, he is absolutely a title contender in the future. Right, right. So... I mean, yeah, I guess you can't really say that about Michael Essi. Uh, maybe one year or so, but I do feel like Prado, like he had the wind taken over after that crash, obviously, and he was this different guy after that crash. Yeah, he was hurt. But before yeah. then, he was in the mix and, you know, winning yeah, motos winning and races, stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like he's right there. But Yeah, like ignoring the fact that he wiped hurlings out in the middle of the air, that moto was phenomenal. Like he rode right. ridiculous. Like, that was the best he's ever ridden by far. And I honestly, obviously hurlings won the title, best guy won, but if like not actually there his um and not picked up the injuries from that i think it might i don't know he might, he might even be the champion right now i think there's a chance anyway a little chance yeah absolutely i, I would agree with that for sure lewis phillips like on the show lewis phillips brought to you by decalmx.com pulp mx code to save with the folks at decalmx uh lewis give us give us your two surprises that you didn't see coming and your two disappointments that you either class uh any anything else when it comes to the uh, gp season um, well, I don't know if you put this down as a surprise or a disappointment. I'll go surprise. I was surprised how ordinary Geyser was, like, from the second round on. I don't know if that's a disappointment. I'm not really disappointed about it. I'm more surprised. Surprise, so I'll yeah. go back, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, he was really good at the first round. Like, yeah. like, phenomenal. Best he's ever ridden. Really good at the second round. And then, like, truthfully... 
Hurlings and Feverer were both faster, and probably so was Prado when he was healthy, and the same goes for Caroli. Like, like everyone was talking about the penalty and stuff like that, but I just didn't think Geyser had it to win the championship either way. But especially when you look at Hurlings, obviously, and Feverer was riding way better than Geyser was, um, especially the last uh, six rounds or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I was quite surprised that he didn't have like, that extra little bit more, you know? Um, surprise. Uh, another surprise. I'm surprised how many scoop tires we had on hardback track. <laughs> yeah. people like that. They're running a Trentino now. <laughs> yeah, it, this is like the year of the scoop. It is. That's unreal. <laughs> um, yeah, because I um, you know, even said to a rider, I was like, I feel like we're getting to the point where scoops are just going to be used everywhere. And they were like, no, no. And I was like, well, you're using it at Trentino for like... Where's the line? Yeah. Like, if you're going to use it at Trentino in La Capelle, then it pretty much means you're going to be used everywhere. Like, you're not really getting any more hard pack than that. Um, what uh, Disappointment? Uh, let's see. Uh, Yago Gertz was a disappointment. Yes. I don't really know. Yeah, I what did you say? Yago. Oh, Yago, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and actually, I'll put the whole MSC class as a whole in there because it wasn't the most thrilling at any point. Um, but yeah, you know, Yago was... Um, yeah, weird. Like, even I spoke to Yamaha, I spoke to his suspension guy. I, like, I tried very hard to get to the bottom of something. And they all just kind of looked at me and went, it's Yago, you don't really find out much. And I was like, well, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. He almost seems um, a bit like Baggett to me. It's like, you don't know when the best Yago is going to show up, and you don't know when, like, he's going to flounder. It's right. just, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, like, I don't think you can go into next year and think that Yago is, like, true contender for the title against Vial because I don't think you really know what you're getting. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Which is weird because last year you knew what you were getting. Last year he was like very good and very quite consistent. Like he crashed a lot, but yeah. um, as far as his speed goes, he was consistent and that just wasn't there this year. Um, let's see, one more disappointment. Um, I'll go with, um, well, I better go, for, I guess I better go with a uh, comrade keep it MX just because it was another confusing season. Um, <laughs> not really much he has, about it he has so much speed, it seems, but it just never seems to translate into great results. Well, not even great results. It never seems to translate to, like, just good results. Good or results. Rarely, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of really like, he'll even tell you what a problem is, but it just doesn't really... But he goes there. fast. Like, he qualifies well. Like, he goes so fast. Yeah, it just changes, doesn't it? Like changes with the wind. Like we'll go to Mantua, for instance, on a Sunday, and he'll just he just won't have it in any way, shape, or form. Like does not have it at all. And then three days later on a Wednesday, suddenly he's the fastest one there, and he's like the best rider in the world. And it's like, well, we've literally had two days. We're on the same track, the same weather. Like yeah. there's literally no explanation for it. And I think that's where people are at now. They're just like, you know what? Just let it be. He is a baggit. If you want to put a baggit label on someone, <laughs> you probably go for him. Lower lows, but and maybe higher highs, but still. Right. Um, yeah, similar. Um, so, you, okay. I was going to say, do you think Geyser made a concerted effort this year to not let Jeffrey's speed push him past his comfort zone? Because obviously he was really good at the first two rounds, but also Jeffrey was coming in a little bit unprepared, and I think he was consciously – telling himself, hey, I'm going to warm myself up into this series a little bit, take my time to get started where Geyser was ready to go. And I think obviously his collarbone injury at the end of the year kind of hurt his his run at the end. But to me, he never really pushed 
outside of his comfort zone as, as much as he's historically done in the past where he just eats shit. Yeah, I wonder as well if that's to do with, like, obviously the last two years he's won a championship by effectively being the last man standing. Yeah. So I wonder if he was kind of rel- hoping that that strategy would come into it at some point, um, which obviously it didn't. But even so, like, I kept saying it over and over with, like, a couple of rounds to go. Like, consistency is not winning this title now. Like, it's effectively a two-round race for the championship. Yeah. Like, you need to win. Like, a third place isn't going to get it done. And I thought I just didn't see like I saw an extra bit of intensity from Hurling the same from Fevra but from Geyser it was just like apart from that very last moto it was just like he was kind of I don't know doing laps almost like at a very solid comfortable speed but it just wasn't like I don't think it wasn't Geyser I guess yeah so for next year the uh, Carly's going to Gas Gas right that's the yeah. Prado will be on a, on a gas gas. And, of course, Cowie's going over to Ice One. That'll be interesting to see. Um, so I got yeah. a question about that, Lewis, based on – I mean, uh, we're, we're going to support Ice One Cowie. Um, Auntie's a great friend of mine. I think he runs a amazing program. Um, but I think there's a lot for them to kind of take on and, and learn this year, right? Like typically they've been a factory services team, which means they get suspension yeah. shipped to them. They get engines shipped to them. Now they're full – full you know full development yeah, team yourself, right, right yeah. like they develop their engine they develop their suspension so they have all the, the those two very important pieces and they have full autonomy to do whatever they want i know the cool thing for anti and, and cowie now is they no longer have to kind of approach the rider that is verified through ktm to approach you know right, what i mean right, like hey yeah, like yeah, yeah. this guy is going to go here now if anti wants to go and try to buy jeffrey hurlings or buy buy yeah. Tim Geiser, he yeah. can. Yeah. He absolutely can. And they're a well-funded team, right? Kimi Raikkonen knows the team. So I think that's exciting for them. But, uh, Lewis, my question is, how do you think they're going to, yeah, in-house s- suspension and motor, and, and will they be as good as MX Esca was this year with, with Roman and, you know, the KRT team? That's definitely something that, like, people have been um, talking about in the paddock, like whether Ice One will be able to kind of, like grab the ball by the horns a little bit, like technically speaking. Um, I think everyone expected them to kind of like just take all of the KRT staff, but it sounds like they've only taken Febra's race mechanic and Febra's practice mechanic, which is obviously going to be by request of Roman. Yeah, like right. that would have been in a deal somewhere. So there's definitely raised eyebrows at that because like Vincent Kawasaki, obviously like you know him well, like he's one of the smartest people out there. Like, yeah, Vince is he awesome. A, he would be an asset. If you're going to start a Kawasaki team, like you want him there, kind of. But, um, yeah, he. I think it, they might have spoken to him, but I think he might have turned it down. Um, but yeah, yeah, he definitely spoke, yeah. Yeah, they don't really have like, the, the people who are coming with the history with Kawasaki. So I don't know how that's going to go. And I've, as a lot of people in the paddock are kind of on the same page where like, it's definitely like raised eyebrows, definitely, because when the Kawasaki deal kind of leaked, everyone was like, oh, okay, they'll just take the KLT staff, uh, plug yeah. and play, and yeah. it'll all work out. Yeah. But they're kind of, they're really marching to the beat of their own drum a little bit. Well, I guess USA, that's where USA comes in, right? Where it's like, hey, it's what we're doing, it's what we're learning, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Maybe, so. but honestly, I don't think they communicate as much as you think. No, no I, don't, I don't think so. So, I mean, but I, I think the, the common denominator here is anti. He's, he's, very passionate, extremely driven, well funded. I think he's gonna. He will absolutely force their team to be as to be good. Yes, yeah, yeah. like the guy leaves no stone unturned. Right. 
Um, so, but that'll be interesting because indeed, like, yeah, Vince, I worked with Vince at PC. He's extremely smart. And I think you could see the difference he made in that team this year. Like mm -hmm. he, th this was the first year that Vince had full autonomy of, oh, that, really? of that team. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think their bike got better. Their engine was better. Their suspension was better. I think, um, Roman was better himself. Yeah. So yeah. that he made, uh, an, an impact. I mean, right. They were tied going I know, into the last mode of the year. I know when the KRT guys, when there was USGPs and the KRT guys came over to work with the USA guys. Some of the USA guys, this is with the Salliers. Mm -hmm. Some of the USA guys were like not that stoked on their bikes. Like they're like, yeah, these guys like they don't like their bikes aren't really that good. They're not. Doing, yeah. They're not really doing the right things. They're not. I think you know they weren't stoked on it. Yeah. No. I I think you're correct. I think years and years ago, um, the GP scene was a little bit behind. I think US scene as far yeah. as like talent level. Uh, rider speed, bikes, everything. But I, I do think in the last five years that's changed. Right. Um, I, now I believe GP bikes, when it comes to a motocross track, are probably probably the best on the planet, but better than our U.S. bikes. And I think their riders, uh, we've seen it now many of times, the well, talent level over there the, is, is superior. The, I, I don't want to say superior, but it's it's raised very high. We're going to get into that later with JT. Okay, let's get into my it. Tweet, because my, those, my tweet angered some people. So Those guys are so good. Right. And they only race motocross, right? Like we can't. Even I don't think we can expect our guys to be as good as them. On their bikes move anymore. on braking bumps. That's odd. That's odd to watch when their bikes go up and down. Yeah, on braking yeah. bumps. I mean, yeah, they have different <laughs> different components than what we're using over here. Different rules. So um, it has become. I, oh. I I put a tweet out before too, and I and you even text me. You're like, that's gonna piss people off. I do feel the MXGP series is the premier motocross series in the world. Right. And I'll, I'll tell Davey that. I, I disagree with on that, later. only in the sense that Roxon comes here, Moosegen comes here. But they come here for Supercross. They it doesn't matter. They don't come here for US racing moto. moto. They're still racing moto. Yeah, but they're here matter. for... Yeah. Ken Roxon beat Jeffrey Hurlings, came here. Marvin Moosegen, two-time MX2 title, comes but, here. But what's more important to win, the 450 US title or the MXGP title? What's more important? What do you mean? I think they're the same. I, yeah. I disagree. Yeah. I think you make more money to win it. It doesn't title. matter what you make more money because obviously you pay, Supercross takes all the money. The money yeah, Supercross takes the money. Throw the money away. That doesn't matter because there's only one title well, to win. So, over so there. you think a 12 race series on one continent is more important to win than an 18 race series around the globe? Absolutely. I disagree. No, no, no. The same. I said they're the same. They're, 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 they're the same. Same level. Like okay. whatever. No, um, I, I disagree. I think you have to stay healthier for 18 races. You race all over the world. Um,. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you on tracks and preparation. Right? That's a whole. It's a, a world. It's a world championship. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you can't look at the guys come here. You know, they, they yeah, the, but the top guys want to come here outside of a few exceptions. I don't disagree for that. Right. My only, my only, yeah, retaliation to that is they don't come here for motocross. Um, no, they don't. Uh, Lewis, couple things before we let you go. Uh, good thing Honda moved Fernandez up. That was good thing that that. <laughs> That really, hey, he, he that pretty was good. Great. I he, mean, no, 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 he did he okay. He did better but, than I but, thought. But, like, you know, if you're thinking about, like, hey, we need another Honda in there. That you was, know? Lewis, was <laughs> that really have anything to do about the title, or was that something different? I feel like it did. I mean. Well, did, Honda put, like, this, this angered me as well. Honda put in their <laughs> press release when they announced that Fernandez was going up. They put, as a reward for his solid MX2 season. It's like he's ninth in the championship. Like, since then, it's a reward for being ninth in the championship. Getting a HRC yeah. 50 for two rounds. Yeah. Did like, he, no, that's not how it works. Did he um, fall in the standings by not racing those last two? No, I don't, uh, don't think so. I didn't look is, at points to know. Is Mitch Evans coming back ever? Don't ask yeah, me about Mitch Evans. Europe, I got no idea. No idea. What's that, Lewis? He landed in Europe today. 
To do what? Test again? All off season and then yeah, not race? Like start riding, start riding, and you know, just get back uh, into it. That's okay. a weird one to but, me. Yeah. Um, speaking of Fernandez, I think from what I hear, he'll be on a HRP 450 next year as well. Oh, okay. Hey, that's cool. I think yeah. he deserves it. Honestly, JT and I bench raced about this because I didn't, and I, even with Lewis, I was like, I was like, why are they doing this? Like, Fernandez isn't even going to qualify good enough to line up next to somebody. And, dude, yeah, he yeah. got fourth in a moto. He qualified top ten. He exceeded my expectations. I didn't think he would be that good, honestly. Um, Lewis, and last thing, too. So we also blow up the bikes if you just get second. That's what we do, too. We blow up bikes if you get second. I mean, the team's folding. I mean. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you lost the title. Let's blow the shit out of this bike. Like, uh Lewis, you'll notice that those videos went, uh, those videos, those videos disappeared quite quickly on um, Thursday morning because, hmm. um, yeah, Kawasaki were not happy that that was going around. Oh, good, but, good for them, good for them. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't even know if I should. Well, yeah. Uh, I think that was more of a. Oh, can you please take that down, Kawasaki? Are I, like, on me about it. I feel I like that was more of a MX Esca to Kawasaki thing. Is my hunch, and oh. yeah, when Roman put it. Kawasaki was likely like, hey, we're still paying you next year. Like, you're still yeah, a Cow yeah, guy, yeah. so uh, what the um, fuck? Uh, I got tagged 8,000 times in those videos, so Did I, you? I saw a lot of them, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And also, um, you've got to think that Fedra's teammate, or former teammate now, was uh, Monticelli, who is the ultimate passier in the world, not just motocross. So if he's involved and he's at the race, then it's probably going to result in some sort of party like you saw on Instagram. Right, right. So. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I guess you're right, Paul. Like, team's folding. We're done. I'm not saying it's correct. I'm just yeah. saying, uh, yeah, I, I think that's more of frustrations of the staff. Like, we busted our ass. Look how competitive we were. And you're taking your sport somewhere else. Uh, that's my hunch. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think it was that. Lewis, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. I know it's late there, early, I should say. Uh, so really appreciate you making time for us once again. Um, good stuff. Um, and uh, enjoy the off season. We'll see you in a couple weeks in Paris, right? Uh, Paris, because I'm straight to America. So yeah, Lewis, I'll see you in America in a couple of weeks. Well, you're coming here that early. Damn, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, doing, I'm full on hold of December. Full uh, program. All right. Yeah, well, we'll see it in and out burger then, I guess, bro. Like, you know, evil. Come and uh, come and visit, Lewis. Yeah, I will. Now, and that's part of the reason why why I wanted to come much earlier this time. Is normally I turn up for Anaheim one, and it's just so like race, race, race. I wanted to kind of, you know, yeah, enjoy it. Move you on around a bit, see people. All right, have well, a bit more chill time. So. Come up and uh, co-host the show for sure. One of these one of these weeks, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure that out. Okay, thanks, Lewis. Thanks for the time, man. Cheers, guys. All right, see see ya. Ya. That's Lewis Phillips, everybody. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Decal MX. Uh, also brought to you by Vortex Racing. The V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition, Paul. Uh, Vortex Racing, Dylan Ferrandez, Chad Reed, James Stewart winning championships with Vortex Racing sprockets. They're made from aerospace grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. And the V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Available in a wide range of, of bends. They have 7.8 bar. they got the oversized bar. Star Racing, using Vortex Racing sprockets for a number of years now. And absolutely crushing it when it comes to the races. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com if you want to save. Kyle at VortexRacing.com. And tell them you listen to Pulp. And uh, get a deal on bars and sprockets from the folks at Vortex. Let's welcome in our next guest of the show. Uh, the 2022 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship Series schedule was released, and uh, this man knows a thing or two about that. Plus, we'll probably do a little bit of bench racing. It's Davey Coombs. What's up, DC? How are you, man? 
Good, Steve. Just um, watching the first part of your show, and uh, I, I'm ready to take on Paul Parabinos over. Uh... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Davey. <laughs> no, I, I, I concur. Right now, Jeffrey Hurlings is um, the fastest motocross, pure motocross rider on the planet. On the planet. Say it. I like it. And he's got, you know, the way that Bure turned it up this year, and, and Geyser and, and Caroli. Um, they, they, they had a, a, a wonderful year. It was very exciting, very entertaining. But you have to remember, and I think Steve was trying to point this out, in America we do two forms of racing. We have two big series, and one is the biggest series of all, yep. which is Monster Energy AMA Supercross. The teams spend seven or eight months focused entirely on stadium racing and that's understandable you know that that's you know over the years it's traditionally you know you're in the cities you've got uh you know wintertime primetime tv you know saturday night shows and it, they've done a fantastic job with supercross in america uh but then in may everyone has to pivot they stop what they're doing they go back to their old settings and they start over for lucas oil pro motocross and that's just the world we live in. We, we, we follow in the wake of Supercross. Mm-hmm. And in Europe, the bike that Jeffrey Hurlings ended this season on, it'll be better when he starts next season on it. There is no back and forth. There is no, yep. we've got to get set for the whoops. We've got to you know, you know, hit all the clickers for indoor settings. And we, they don't practice Supercross for seven months. It's pure motocross over there, and that's a wonderful thing. Uh, you know, if you played hockey uh, half the year and soccer the other half the year, I know that's an imperfect match, but let's say, let's say cricket half the year and b- baseball half the year, you would struggle to be really good, like the world's best in one of them while also playing the other. And I think in the four-stroke era, it's just gotten more and more uh, specified, uh, more and more detailed on how they set up bikes. And um, lastly, they still race works bikes over there. We're still sort of, you know, we got we got a production rule, and that holds our guys in a certain spot sometimes. Should we ditch the production rule? No, Should we? I, no? I don't think so. I, 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 think I don't it, think so. No, I don't think so at all. I, I think it's been uh, since that came in in 1986. It brought costs down in yeah. some ways, but it also brought the cost of a basic bike up. Uh, in the four-stroke era, if you let those guys have just whatever they want. My God, they'd be on rocket ships, just <laughs> like that, they are in yeah. MXGP. That's what makes our our series good. I'm not I'm, so. I do believe the MXGP series is more prestigious to win than the U.S. Motocross series. I'm not going to flake on that, but I do believe what makes our series so great is that production rule and the fact that you can show up and race. You can't. MXGP is almost becoming like Formula One. You have to pay a bunch of money to get a wild card spot. You're going to be on equipment that is vastly superior. I'm sorry, inferior. Where you know you show up to a U.S. national, you can show up on a on a brand new 450 from the showroom floor, and if you're a good rider, you can go get top ten. I've said this many times. Travis Parker would never be a world champion because he wouldn't have got in. He wouldn't have got on a team. Nobody would hire him. He wouldn't have got a shot. Like that's, that's you know that's why it was in Europe. That's why I tried. That's why. Bob Moore went to Europe. No, but that's what what I mean now. But I mean now, like, there's no, like, you have to pay insane amounts to enter. You got to be on a team. You got to be on a proof team. You can't just show up and race. I mean, there's no purse money. It's different. It's just different. Well, and and that is, you know, all I want to say is, is I think that we have a different, 
system over here. We, we, we have two series that are equally uh, important to the manufacturers, although Supercross pays more. There's more events. Yep. Um, you know, the bonuses are the same. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I like what we've yeah, done. Yeah, that's not accurate with, anymore, Davey. Like, uh, I don't know. I, a, I lot don't, of these, not privy, a lot of these I'm OEMs are paying more money for a Supercross win than they are for a motocross win now. No, no, he's saying the well, motocross series bonuses and the MXGP bonuses. Right, Davey? That's what you're saying? The bonuses to win? I, I don't know. I don't know the, but I've never looked at a rider contract other than when I got two sets of gear from High Point Racing. But I don't know specifically. I um, assume that. I, I know that riders are pretty happy when they win an outdoor national. Oh, and I know they're pretty happy when they win a championship. But remember, you know, in America, the manufacturers have – 29 races they have to pay for so it makes sense that uh, the bonuses you know would be a little more for a 17 race series than a 12 race series yeah i, I yeah. look prado is still early in his career so we have yet to see what's going to happen with jorge prado he certainly seems like a world-renowned rider world-class rider a lot of mx2 guys struggle in mxgps so i don't put them on the same level as our guys right i i look at caroli and hurlings and everett's as the three guys that have never bothered to come to the USA, Everett's legacy completely changes if Tortelli and Alberton stay over there. They beat him. They beat him multiple years in a row, and then came the USA. Roxon and Marvin Muscan beat Hurlings, and who knows where Jeffrey's legacy is if they stay there. So to me, when we have you know Albi, Tortelli, uh, 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 Marvin, uh, and Ken, just to name four, I'm sure I'm missing a few, Leave, Purcell, yeah, Rattray, right, Purcell, yeah. they leave their series to come here. And I know, look, no, I've been to more GPs than any moto journalist uh, in the last 20 years. I mean, I've probably been to 8 to 12, right? So I have all the respect in the world for Antonio Caroli. He is an amazing rider. I saw him win Lomo yeah. over Hurlings one time. Like, yeah. you know, so I've seen Jeffrey put on world class rides. But to me, I question all of their win records and all of their legacies a little bit, not a lot, a little bit, because the USA has gotten these guys to come here. And so that's where I'm at when it comes to those two series. Hurlings, Caroli are fucking amazing riders, generational riders, and there's no doubt. But I, you, I can't look at their wins and their titles without saying, what about this guy and what about that guy that came to America? That's all. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree. I don't. I just feel... In the last five years, it has changed from what the legacy has been. Now we have put such a premium on Supercross, and those guys have gotten better. They have a lot of talent that have stayed There's, healthy and raced. They yeah. have raised their level, undoubtedly. They, and you can look at this nation's results. As, yeah, yeah. yeah. So There's, I, there is no doubt, Paul. And, and, and again, never, never forget that the one guy who did decide to cross the pond and just for the hell of it race a national, Jeffy Hurlings, and, and he won. And that's that was mightily impressive. It was it was that day in, in Iron Man, Iron and Man, yeah. you know, four years later, it's still wildly impressive. But one thing I do, I do want to add is, and maybe this is a question for you guys, or I wish I'd asked Lewis, is is that pipeline starting to dry up finally? Because Supercross in Europe has almost disappeared, and as a result, you're not seeing guys getting courted by the yeah. u.s teams pipeline anymore, to like here you mean to. yeah pipeline to here yeah is what you mean yeah, yeah the yeah, pipeline yeah. to yep. here and yep. i mean you, the, the lawrence brothers come over but you know and unfortunately the the uh, brian moreau had that 
horrific accident in Tampa. But, you know, with a, with a lack of feeder series in Europe like there used to be and, and lack of, you know, emphasis in the offseason on Supercross, a lot of those guys are focused entirely on motocross. And if you miss that window, and I guarantee you, Prado's already missed it. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah I agree. Probably, I agree. He's missed too, it. He waited too long. And, you know, it, 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 you have to come over here young and, and ready, and it's just not happening like it used to. And I think that's a testament to not only how tough it is in America, but how good it is in Europe as well. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, they focus on motocross. We focus on supercross and motocross. Um, but, David, we got to watch out. Paul, the, t- tell me about the guy you told me today. Okay, yeah, Davey. So I got an email from the guy who <laughs> runs the KTM Junior team in Europe, and he's telling me about a kid named Henry Dale. Did I say Henry? Yeah. Or Harry. Harry Harry Dale. Harry Dale. Harry Dale. Okay, I have not looked this kid up at all, so we're giving him a bunch of uh, publicity. I have no idea. But but he's eight years old, and he won the Dutch championship, the 65 Dutch championship, against 10- and 11-year-olds is what this guy told me. Harry Dale, Harry Dale. So (laughs) there is some talent out there, maybe. Um, Another Sandmaster, maybe, in in the works. Keep keep an eye open for (laughs) Harry Dale. Um, Yeah. Uh, Davey, so thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Obviously, this is great bench racing, and there's never a right answer, right? It's just bench yeah. racing at the and at the fun level. But so I do have to ask you though, Davey, you came on our show a few weeks ago or a month ago or whatever, and we talked about the schedule, and you were like, I don't think there's going to be two races at Paula next year because obviously the WW guys uh, asked for a year off, as you told us, and you know we had some COVID stuff and all that. But the schedule came out, and there are there is two Paulas on it. Um, but other than that, it's a it's it's a, it's a good schedule. It makes a lot of sense. We're going obviously to the great tracks that we traditionally go to. But does the Paula thing uh, rub you a little bit wrong way, Davey? As far as uh, getting two of them on, it's it's not ideal. And yep. you know you have you have to remember we're still kind of stuck in this COVID thing. We yeah. still have uh, you know looking at the winter and uh, what's happening over in Europe. You know, there are certain things up in the air. Now was not a good time to bring a new track on and say, hey, you know, we really like you to, uh, you know, be the anchor at the end of the series or, or, or be the opener or whatever. And uh, for the teams, the Palo race is, you know, two Palo races mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's close. Yep. It's yeah. easy. And we also, and Paul, you probably uh, know this firsthand. We decided that we were going to put as much space between Supercross and Motocross as possible. So we're no longer starting the third week in May. We're starting Memorial Day weekend. And that put Hangtown in a bit of a bind in that there was already something booked yeah. at um, at the Prairie City uh, OHRV Park or whatever it's called. And, and we gave them a chance to, to try that or go at the end of the series, and they decided to go second. So we actually talked to a couple of the team managers, and they were stoked that, you know, after the last Supercross in Salt Lake City, they were going to have three full weeks. Yeah. And yeah. Not, you don't have to go up to hand And then go to a local you know, race. Early. And, yeah, and, and the race is in your backyard. So just everyone just – it's one of those things we learned in COVID that, um, you know, we got to cater to the teams of what they want. As far as a new place goes, man, I talked to Junior at WW Ranch – uh, he, he just didn't feel like it was uh, time to get back on the schedule. Uh, Tim Cotter went and visited Swan in oh. Texas. He went to Three Palms in Texas. Uh, I spoke to Clayton Miller at length. Uh, I am headed to the Carolinas on Thursday. I'm already looking for 2023, and um, 
uh, even the two two is going to take me down and show me a, a property that he's looking at. Oh, um, we're not we're not locked into this. It's just that given where we are or where we were, I should say, in 2020 with two red buds. Uh, two Loretta Lynn's and, and just barely keeping everything afloat. Mm-hmm. This year, we had 12 excellent races at 11 great facilities. Um, I don't think Red Bud ever had a bigger crowd, I, it, unless it was the designations. Uh, Spring Creek, uh, Hangtown was thrilled at their uh, September crowd, even though you know they were worried to death that, that uh, they weren't going to draw. But you know, we had good, compelling racing, great crowds. Uh, we don't want to pick a new place that's not ready, that's not, you know, sort of up to par, but we also don't expect Red Bud from day one at a new track. And, yeah. you know, that's something that in the past, I think that maybe we, uh, you know, put a little too much pressure on a promoter to get the facility online. And, and, and you know, when you get one hot day or one muddy day, mm-hmm. and, you know, WW Ranch got both between the MXGP and, and the Nationals. Uh, you you don't want to put someone in the hole when they're starting out. And yeah. so knowing all that and the places I've gone to visit and, and lots of people come up with great suggestions. I've been checking out a place called Hemmons up in Maine. It's it's up there a ways, but, man, the track looks great. It's an interesting idea, but, of course, Southwick is up there. Um, and and uh, Stu Baylor, of all people, helped me uh, locate a place out in the Midwest, and I'm not going to stop looking. But I, I, I do like the 12 races we have. And for 2022 to start and finish in Pala, it's not ideal for all the fans, but the industry loves it. The uh, the schedule, is it me or did the schedule come out really early this year? And if so, was that a goal, a particular goal of MX Sports and yourself? Or like what? Or what, we, is this we a normal just, time? We were, just, we were just ready to hit send. Okay. And, and you know, we, we um, you know, one of the things that, that happens every year is that the Rumors start going. People start calling. People want to know when to get the hotels. Yeah, yeah. And we just we decided that once uh, Infront and Redbud decided on the date of the designations at Redbud, that we would sort of work backwards from mm-hmm. there. Okay. Uh, Roger DeCoster asked us to try and run into September again because he thought that that would have helped Team USA uh, instead of having it six weeks later, like it was in 2018. To have it right up against it, and that way maybe maybe an Eli Tomac you know looks at the designations next year as a swan song. Yeah, uh, you know maybe it makes it easier for France to choose Dylan Ferrandis because he's not going to be out you know partying in the Bahamas or wherever yeah. he, he went afterwards, and, and maybe it gets Ken Roxon on the German team. And, yeah. and we want we want Red Bud, the, the 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 motocross of nations there in 2022 to be epic. And we want our guys to win. Yep. And uh, so it, it, that's the way it works. And, and once we knew we had a schedule, Steve, that there was not going to be an addition at the end, uh, we decided to let everyone know so they could start planning. Uh, 50th year, too, of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series. 50 years. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. It, it, technically. Uh, oh, okay. you know, it's it's kind of like, like the bicentennial. Uh, you know, the series started in 72, and if you put your – math helmet on uh the 50th year was actually 2021 but because we were sort of hamstrung by you know not being able to do all things like have open pits and the 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 things we could do in normal times we just kind of decided to do it like the bicentennial 1776 to 1976 right 
It says it says two hundred, but it's actually two hundred and one. Sure, sure. So, oh, that works. <laughs> yeah. So we're celebrating fifty years of American motocross. Right, right. Uh, when you go to set the schedule and you set up the races, do you have tracks that either you've worked with in the past or that you've never worked with? Do you have tracks that are saying like, I, I will take a national like right now, like and 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 for whatever reason, parking, uh, flow of the schedule, location, or simply track quality. Like you're not ready to commit to them, but is there like a bit of a I don't want to say a line, but are there tracks out there that are like, hey Davey, I'm ready, I'm ready, and you're like, okay, just you know, just wait. Like how how is and does that get awkward slash weird? Because you know all well, these people, right? So I I do I do, but to be honest, there are not a lot of facilities that are the size and and have the amenities that you need for that you need yeah, yeah. you know you, you have to bring you have to have a TV compound you have to have a Media. I mean, we all pull our hair out over you know how bad the Wi-Fi can be at some of these places. Yep. And it, it gets better by the year, but it also gets better in your house to the point where you don't even notice it. So when you go on the road and you know you're out at you know Unadilla and, and or Millville and your phone doesn't work, it, it can be very frustrating. And we get all that. But let me back up to your. I think what your question was is we know Washougal has a date mm-hmm. actually let's start dead center in the middle red bud red bud has a date. yeah it's the middle of the country uh it's it's traditionally uh july 4th weekend it's the the centerpiece of the series it's it's a it's a wonderful event and man they 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 work hard and they work year-round tim and amy and their crew up there and so that's where we start we we know the teams want to start out in california and they would usually prefer to end in California because, you know, they immediately turn around and get ready for Supercross or they're coming right out of Supercross. So that kind of locks you in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so we try to come from California to the east. And no matter what, though, there's going to come a point where you got to touch two of the far corners of the country. Actually, three, if you count California. you got to get to Southwick. And, and then you got to get to Washougal. Yep. Washougal has a traditional date. Southwick would love to iron down uh, the last weekend in June, but as it works out, it's it's better to put them after Redbud, given you know the 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 lay of you know. Also, people don't want to do twelve races in a row. You got to give them breaks, yeah. especially with outdoor motocross. So you add all that up, and the one thing you cannot change: Washougal is out there by itself. Millville is in the very northern part of the country, and Southwick is up there. And Southwick doesn't want to run next to Unadilla and vice versa. Sure, it hurts yeah. the crowd because mm-hmm. they're, only, they're only three hours away. It was the same problem we had with High Point and Steel City, and now to some extent that we have with High Point and Bud's Creek. So you do all that, and you figure it out. And no, it's not going to be a start in California, go to Southwick, yeah, come, back, come back, and hit, yeah. 10, hit 10 places in a row. Uh, it, it just doesn't ever work out that way. Um, and, you know, someone will, you know, get on Google Maps and figure out a better travel pattern. But then you got to go sell that to Washougal, who will say, our date is the last week in July, and it's incredibly successful. Why would you stick us yeah. in early June? These are your yeah. partners. And, and yeah, these are the partners you're working with. Yeah. They're, they're like yeah. franchises. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and They need to be successful, know, too. Yeah, and, and, and I'm very, very uh, uh, proud of the fact that the, the 11 tracks we are working with right now, all 11 of them were glad to be back. They, they, they love what they're doing. They had great years 
in 2021 or yeah 2021 after you know fairly bad 2020s for everyone uh but you know as you guys have talked about in here you know the whole industry sort of has turned a corner in the last year and a half and you know you, you hate to think of it as a silver lining in a, in a global uh pandemic but the fact that people got in touch with getting back outdoors and doing the things they love doing with their families as kids and and now doing it with their kids uh, it, it bodes really well for the motorcycle industry and in the side-by-side industry and the camping industry and the e-mountain bike industry. And, and uh, so, you know, yeah. uh, we've, been, we've been lucky. We've got great partners, great fellow promoters. Um, nothing's perfect, but we won't stop trying. I wrote this in my uh, Racer X observations column. The last couple of years I've written it, written it like, I like Paula track. I don't, you know, it's not great to watch to see from, but I think it's a tough test for the riders. Absolutely. I think it is a national track. The parking is, is all fixed. You know what I mean? That was a disaster year one, Davey, as you'll admit. It's way better. It's fine now. No issues, no worries. Getting in and out of the facility. So everything about the facility to me is on par with, uh, you know, the pro race. A national. A national yeah. to me, in my eyes. However, Davey, as you know and as you've heard, uh, there's a strong Glen Helen contingent out there. Uh, series has come to Glen Helen. It's left. It's come back. It's left again. I, I just raced the World Vets there, and, and some of those people at Glen Helen aren't too happy with things I had to say, and that's fine. I'll, 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 I'll talk to them anytime. But do you see any way, Davey, that the series ever goes back to Glen Helen like I'm sure you hear about from Southern California fans? I hope not. <laughs> Paul, Paul votes no. <laughs> well, well, first of all, I, I'm glad that, that, that you had a better experience at any amateur race we ever had uh, because, <laughs> man, you gave it to them with both barrels. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care. I, I, it's deserved. Like, it's I, deserved, Davey. There's an implicit – there's a value to yeah. going to a race and sp- spending your money. And you get that when you go to an AMA race or an amateur sports race. You get I, that. The rules are enforced. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, I'll, I'm on Team I, Steve here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm – I just know how hard it is to be a promoter. You want everything to go right, and you take your eye off this, and that goes wrong, and you take your eye off that, and this goes wrong. And so I have empathy, uh, and I, I have a feeling that they'll take the criticism they got and, and put it to good use uh, for next year. I, I, I certainly would. But beyond that, you know, I don't know why people keep sort of relitigating uh, <laughs> what happened right. with, with the Glen Helen National. Uh, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, we had a, a different philosophy, uh, and when you know when Mr. Feldkamp decided back in 2010 that he did not want to be part of the series anymore, he, he literally canceled the race and sent out a fax. Remember those? Uh, he sent out a fax and said that uh, he was going to be a GP promoter, and that was fine. Yeah, we, yeah. we 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 had to scramble, and we found another place. It wasn't ideal, but it was in Southern California. Yeah. Um, and then it, it happened again. And, and this time, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of, a lot of uh, conspiracy theories, I guess. Uh, it all came down to um, being part of a series and, and honoring the, the, the needs of the series, like the amount of people that would be uh, allowed in the gate with hard cards. Uh, as compared to putting a cap on it and saying anyone else had to pay. Uh, when you have hundreds of media and television uh, crew people and 
uh, you know, all the asterisks or the Alpenstar's mobile medics, so although back then I think it was still asterisk. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we have a responsibility to get the people who put the show on into the venue. And, and they, they have a different philosophy and a different, you know, view of it. And whenever we couldn't get it to where they, they wanted, you know, because they wanted to revisit the contract after they said, yes, we'll do it, and we put the schedule out. Mm-hmm. And then 18 days later, they said, wait a minute, we've, we've got issues. And those issues were not the price of the sanction fee. They weren't the date. Uh, everyone was relatively happy with the, the, the last Glen Helen National. Uh-huh. Uh, but they said that, that they weren't, and they want to be taken off the schedule. And after literally 34 emails back and forth <laughs> trying to narrow down this, this difference in the amount of passes cards, yeah. that, w- that would be honored, um, it was obvious that we were in an impasse. NBC wanted to schedule, and yeah. they said, okay, forget it. And we said, okay, forget it. And uh, I haven't talked to him since. I do, uh, I do think the Glen Helen track is a better track than Paula. But as I said, Paula is great. I, Paula's fine. Yeah. Paula's the, great. The Glen yeah. Helen track is an exceptional track. Yep. It, is, it, is, it uh, is extremely challenging. It's spectacular. It's got great big hills. But they, uh, they, and, can't go and, 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 they can't go and sell their own VIP zone when Davey <laughs> contracts a, 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 a about, brand to hey, say, hey, we're going to be the VIP sponsor for the series. How about WP- no, well, not Glen Helen, how about WP- We're going to sell our own. How about WPS, uh, you know, the, the official presenting gear sponsor, and then they show up and there's Troy Lee banners everywhere. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like dude, you have to be part of the series still. Right, like, right. like uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I'm, I get I'm, it. I'm going to stop yeah. talking. It's, it's been the it's been the cause of of a lot of grief and whatnot. But Glen Helen is still there. They're, they're still having massive crowds. They're still yeah. having their their big events, and 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 we're having uh, you know a, a banner. Well, we had a banner season, and we made it through COVID, and and yep. we're looking forward to this coming year. And uh, you know how we got there, uh, man. That was four years ago, and and the people who know they actually know. Uh, and and you know what change would I have to take? Uh, it would take a wholesale change in philosophy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, from one side or the other. Yeah. Uh, but what we do works for eleven well, other well, uh, yeah. tracks that are you know every, every bit as good. Not only does as, it work, Glen Helen. Not only does it work, Davey. Like Redbud, Millville, Lakewood. They love your. They love the terms or whatever terms that MX Sports has. They're happy to sign up. They've been partners for decades, and and, and MX Sports came in what? Oh nine? Did MX Sports take the Nationals over twenty ten? Whatever. Um, what? Technically oh nine, and so yeah, that, that's that. Yeah, that was you know, everyone. That was the other thing that people don't realize. They, they were like, oh well, the NPG should have won the bid, or yeah. you know, MX Sports. Neither people won the bid. Right. Jim France won the bid. Jim <laughs> France bought the whole thing, and then Jim France said. Will you, as a business, run motocross yeah. for us? And we said yes, as long as we can keep the same promoters. He said, I don't care what you do, but but I, I I'm going to focus on flat track and road racing. And everyone says that you guys, you know, can yeah. run the motocross right. series, and that's what we've been doing. And 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 uh, the I, I was even a member of the NPG. I was not an officer. Anything and and uh, but you wouldn't know that uh, with some of the things that are out there. Um, and part of that's because I I don't think um, when the the breakup with Glenn Helen happened out of the blue, I don't think that Bud 
really knew the circumstances of what was going on. He was going through some great personal um, crisis yeah. uh, and, and, and things that nobody should have to ever deal with. And, and, and when he was able to reengage, and he did, um, he, he didn't understand, I think, what was, what was happening. And, uh, but Lori did. And, and, and with the help of Tom White, we got past all that. We put all that behind us, yep. even though there was some, some, some really slanted things printed in a couple of the other magazines. And uh, it, it, we were all good. We were back to, we were back to Jake. And uh, we even let them have an MXGP race uh, while they're on the AMA schedule, which, you know, was never something that was um, allowed, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. after some of the issues that we had with Bud's Creek when they were having a national and a GP. And so, uh, you know, we, we did everything we could. We thought we were doing great. We announced the schedule. It was literally the same contract uh, with the years changed on it. And that reminds me of one other thing, and, and this is important. They wanted a five-year deal. Mm-hmm. The contract was a three-year deal because our contract with NBC was only for three more years. Right. right. But they wanted a five-year deal because they assumed that everyone else had five-year deals. No one did. Uh, the deals went to, you know, and that's the way a deal works. It goes until your TV contract ends. You don't want to have a contract with a sponsor or a track and say, yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this, and then not have – what you promise. Yeah. And so that's, that's where we were. And it, it, again, you know, it can't be easy to be Glen Helen. It can't be easy to be Fox Raceway at Palak because the whole industry's right there. I, I know yeah. the people at Feld will tell you the gnarliest events on the schedule are Anaheim and Anaheim <laughs> because the whole industry comes Cops, out and, yeah. you know, anyone yeah. who's ever been to a Supercross as a, a rider or an industry member and got a free pass, well, they want one of those this year, too. <laughs> yes, also. And, and for Anaheim 1, Anaheim 2, Anaheim 3, Anaheim forever. Um, and so I know it's hard, and, and, and they probably get hit up all the time with people that do you know events out there and, and people have ridden there and the, the, the thousands of friends that they've built over the years with REM and the two-stroke events and the W that world championship and you know that they have other successes but you know it it can't sort of shape the way you know a pro national would work and and the way our national works is you know we we got a lot of people to come and help support these teams that 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 film these races that set everything up that you know our vendors sponsors uh, it goes on and on and and that's that's what it comes down to I, i just I think that if Glen Helen could have their own race with their own sponsors and give points, that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't be part of the series. Yeah, I, I just you know you hear you hear you hear uh, all from you hear from Glen Helen people and, and things like that. MX Sports this and MX Sports that and MX Sports this. And I always say to them like, okay, if if MX Sports was so bad and they take all your money and all these things that are out there. Why does Redbud and Lakewood and Millville and Hangtown and and, and, and Unadilla, why do they keep signing up? Why, why do they keep signing up year after year? <laughs> why did Glenn Helen say they were going to be an MXGP promoter and have one MXGP? Two. They had two. They did have yeah, two. Yeah, they had two. But, yeah, yeah. but my point I, is, is I, like, obviously, this partnership is, is, is working for 10 tracks for 20 years now. <laughs> so. yeah, well, the, the, and, and hey, 
it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I could point to Muddy Creek. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sam, Sam Gammon uh, gave it hell for three years. Uh, yep. But he just didn't get the crowd that he felt that he needed, and he decided, you know, that's kind of a one-man gang uh, there in Tennessee. He decided, look, I, if I get one rain date, uh, it's going to sink me. And I, I'm, I think I'm better being a regional yep. and, yeah. and, and, and local promoter. And he's doing incredibly well down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, WW Ranch, it just didn't uh, work the way that the, the, the Junior Scarborough and, and his team wanted. And uh, we know from Supercross, Paul, you know this, you grew up there, that, that it's really tough to draw a crowd in Florida to a motorsports event that's yeah. not NASCAR. Yep. Um, and, 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 you know, Orlando, Tampa, uh, Jacksonville, all – I, I think uh, would be on the lower part of any schedule as far as turnout goes, whether it's Supercross mm-hmm. or sure. motocross. For sure, it's weird. And um, but but you know, as far as as far as what happened out there, it would take a, a whole big change in philosophy uh, and 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 understanding one side or the other. But I will say. I miss uh, working with Lori. I miss working with Jody because I learned a lot about Jody um, in in the weeks that would lead up to the Glen Helen event. Um, but they're you know, Glen Helen's a, a different duck, and oh and, yeah, uh, it's it's a great duck, but it's, yeah. it's its own duck. Just get some practice stickers for the World Vets next year. We'll be much better off. Um, A <laughs> couple things, Davey, before you go. Uh, actually, we've got a phone call for you for one from Ryan. Let's get to that. And then I have a, I have a way to fix the Nationals. Uh, I'll get to you in a second. Uh, Ryan, go ahead. What's your question for Davey Coombs? Hey, guys. Um, I just had a question. I know a lot of times, you know, on the message boards, everyone talks about, like, growing the sport, right? So what exactly does that mean as far as, like, what's the measuring stick? Are we talking about, like, Pro payout? Are we talking new about bike, bike sales, sales uh, attendance? You know, like does bike sales translate into the riders making more money and all that kind of stuff? So, you know, we've had it on. We've had the sport on every big TV network, right? And that's always kind of the topic of oh, we have to grow the sport, right? But do where do we see that kind of trickle down? And I feel like having Davey on, and obviously sure. Steve and Paul, that'd be a good some input from you guys. What do you think, Davey? Well, uh, thanks for the question, Ryan. Uh, I think that, uh, t- to Paul's point, bike sales are huge. I think uh, uh, the now people that come out to races, uh, whether they are participants or spectators, helps because that helps move the dial for the teams getting more sponsors, the riders getting paid more. Uh, the more bikes that are sold, the more likely uh, star racing is to hire six more good riders. Uh, you know, it, it all kind of ties in together, but I don't think there's any one thing that you can point at and say, this means growth other than, you know, the, the, the obvious, which is, like I said, bike sales, uh, you know, even TV numbers are a weird thing now because, uh, fewer and fewer people are watching TV and they haven't figured out how to measure the amount of people watching on devices as a sort of a, a Nielsen rating. And with, with everything becoming a la carte on television, like Peacock or MXGP-TV.com or the streaming service that, that, that Feld has, uh, that's not making the TV number go up. Uh, it, has, it has stayed flat, which is a good thing, uh, because less people are watching things on TV, but more people 
that are watching TV are watching motocross and supercross. Um, and then, you know, the, 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 the disparity in what the riders are making is a puzzle that Newton would have to try and solve because <laughs> I put, I've put everything I've thought about, like, what if we change the purse structure? Uh, well, then, then the Eli Tomacs who win are like, well, why am I not getting more than 20th place? Right. Well, you know, you, you know, every sport, you know, unless it's a, a league um, with a salary cap, has you know it's sort of you're out for yourself as an athlete and you sign the biggest contract you can and you know it it it, it's i wish that there was a way to say hey every rider you know gets x amount of money but that money's not there the 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 sad part or i guess the 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 truth that no one really looks at or says often but jason wygant will tell you all the time is Motocross and Supercross just aren't that big right now, and they've never been that big compared to car racing because everyone is familiar with cars. Everyone follows cars. Everyone likes cars. Is is football? You know, everyone you know is a football fan. Basketball, baseball. Those are all different types of sports. Motorsports racing is a passionate individual sport, and the best guys make the vast uh, share of the money. And, you know, I, 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 I Which, said I'd never seen yeah. a, a rider's contract. I don't know what, what Dylan Ferrandez's contract is or what his bonuses are, but he's doing pretty damn good. Uh, but how does that help Alex Ray? How does that help, you know, uh, the guy who just barely qualifies? It, it doesn't. Uh, it gives him something to shoot for, and but you know how do you how do you pay the the, yeah. the, the guy that's outside the points? Yeah, like like Ken Rocks and Eli Tomac, they don't care about the seven thousand dollars. They literally but, and don't they, care. They say that, but, yeah, they say that, and then you present a model and says, "Here's what we're going to do. You're only going to get this much, but the forty yeah, yeah. has yeah. this much." And they're like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, no, yeah, no. no, for sure. Yeah, Dave, no, Davey, yeah, yeah. I, I have a question. How? How come or how can't or why don't amount of entries dictate purse a little bit? Like, but I, and I, I'm, I'm coming from like old school, like, oh, if you're racing for money, right, it's 100% payback. Or why? Well, why? If, it, if it were 100% payback, it would be less. Okay. Well, great, <laughs> so, great answer. Great answer. <laughs> yeah. Great answer. Have, yeah. Um, it, it, it uh, you know, you have to remember, and this goes for Supercross too. And I, I, I don't know what the, the the rate is to race MXGP, but when when you look at the things that, that that come with being a participant, and not just the amount of money you're going to win, but the the uh, the Alpenstar's mobile medical unit, uh, Alpenstar sponsors it, but Feld and MX Sports pay for it. Uh, the um, impact uh, concussion study or um, uh, work that we do in the program that we had to set up. The entire USADA, WADA drug testing thing, that has to be paid for. The internet at the, you know, the track, yeah. all of the television production, all of the, I mean, I could go down through a laundry list, but it, it, it's not as simple as just saying, hey, we got 50 riders, each guy paid Three hundred dollars to be here, so we got a fifteen thousand dollars purse. Yeah, I don't think that's what we and, want. And Davey, also, let's not forget, MX Sports has to write a check to DMG 
to Jim we France. We have to write a and say, considerable, yeah. considerable and, check. <laughs> so when people kind of rail on, you know, MX Sports, I'm always like, hold on a second. Like, You're uninformed. Kind they got to write a check to DMG for a lot of money. Yeah, this is this is not this is not. You know, free. Yes. Uh, no one. No one. No one said here. You take this. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been. You know. And, and it's literally a year-round job running the series for my sister, for Roy Jansen, for Kevin. Uh, or I'm sorry, Jeff Canfield, for Tim Cotter, for Kelly in the office, and and you know we don't even do the licensing. That's done by DMG and yeah. AMA Pro Racing in Florida. Um, but you know all the stuff from 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 putting. The deals together to 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 take care of everything, to take care of everyone's right. entry. To it, it, it's 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 literally a full time job for a lot of people, uh, and yeah. and the 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 money for that comes from entries. Uh, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for the call. Well, we we awesome. we, we at thanks. Pulp Fantasy really appreciate entry lists being posted days before the race. <laughs> so thank you for the um, effort for whoever does that to post them days before because we appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we do. To uh, know who's racing. Davey, uh, a <laughs> couple things. For one, uh, the Jace Kessler thing that we spoke about on this show a few times, uh, you know, obviously the, the kid didn't get to race. It was a misunderstanding. Yeah, and, and, but you, and, 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 you, and you helped comped, it out. You helped it out. We, we, yeah, we, we, we comped his – I can tell you exactly what happened. Uh, and I did track this all. The I way know back. you were on this. You were on this, yeah. dude. <laughs> and and very, Steve, you just want to say real quick, uh, explain to the viewers, yeah. Listeners so Jace what, Kessler, what the deal was. Jace Kessler, we had him on our show. He told us he he couldn't ride the second moto at Ironman after placing twelfth in Moto One because he went 13th. to go get thirteenth. He went to go get his gloves. He asked an official, his mechanic asked an official to ride back to the truck because it's super far. And they said it was okay. He went to go get the gloves because Jace had gotten two left gloves and not one right one. And when he got back, when the mechanic got back with the gloves, they were told, you left the bike. This bike left the staging area, which is a rule. Yep. You can no longer race. And, you know, the kid was like, yeah, but we were told we could go. And it was a big cluster on who told what and who. And I got to say, like, some people would be like, ah, it's Jace Kessler. Like, screw the kid. He's a privateer. Davey, you were calling me, calling Jace, calling your officials. You were determined to yeah, try to I, it, figure this out. So it was, it was, it was not the way we do things. It was right. not the way any rider should be treated. And, and and you know, I having been a guy, I don't. When I go to the races, you probably, you guys probably both see this. I don't. Use pit vehicles. I, I, I go to the race. You walk all over the fucking place. I'm going to work out and I'm going to I'm going to get a, a feel for everything and, and try and get around. I know how far it is at Ironman to get from the starting gate yep. out to the end of Privateer Island and, and then get back. And, and when when Jace's mechanic or maybe Jace himself, he'd already picked a spot. He was already in at the gate, said, hey, I forgot my gloves and he asked an official the official he asked we finally tracked it all the way back was there just for the weekend because we had someone else that couldn't make it yeah and that guy did not realize that in an ama pro national or supercross once the bike goes into the gate it cannot leave once the once the they put the the banner down sort of the park for may or whatever they call it mm -hmm. And and we couldn't figure out who it was because it was sort of like a I didn't do it well, I didn't <laughs> right, do it right. I didn't do it and and then it finally we we figured out like like you know because Jeff Canfield said you can't do that it's in the rule book it's yeah. right here what, what am I supposed to do 
I personally would have said, uh, we're going to figure this out later, but the correct answer is let the guy race. Right. And it's very similar to what happened to, to um, oh, with Bobby Piazza, uh, or not Bobby Piazza, um, God, who was it at the... Uh, Oldenburg. Uh, Oldenburg. Oldenburg. At the Supercross. At the Supercross, yes. At the Supercross, where, where, where in, instead of saying, okay, if we figure out later that, that, that you switch bikes, you're in trouble, right. go to the gate, because you can't rerun the race. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and they should have they should have accommodated Jace. And once I figured it out, I, I felt bad because I was like, I don't know that somebody's, somebody's lying here. Yeah, it was. But they right, weren't. Yeah. No one no, was lying. Yeah, yeah. No one figured out that it wasn't an actual AMA official. It was a guy helping out wearing an official shirt. Not a, not a striped shirt, but, a, yeah. but an MX Sports staff shirt. The nicest guy in the world, and he would not have known that rule because he spends all his time all this time at GNCC Racing. It literally was the wrong guy to ask, but the answer isn't you asked the wrong guy. The answer is, sorry, get back on the gate. Yep. We'll get it sorted later. And, and right, so, so you comped his entry, which was cool. The best part of the whole story was Travis Delnecki was the alternate that got Jace's spot. And Del Nicky had picked Kessler in Pulp of Fantasy. <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh no. I'm Damn re- it. I'm replacing the guy that's getting me points. So, yeah, that, that, that's the best part of the story. So um, that was cool that we figured that out, that we tracked it down. Good job on, on that, Davey, for you. Because uh, I know Jason. No, was, th- yeah. Thank you. And he, he was a super nice kid. And we spoke a few times. And, and um, uh, it was obvious. And, and he said, man, I'd, I'd race barehanded. Yeah. And, and, and I realized that that wouldn't have been good either. But. I, you know, and, and, and the other thing is, you know, if Jason Thomas is down there, the fly guys are covered. If, 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 if Austin Hoover from Fox is down there, those yeah. guys are covered. If Alpin stars, you know, got their guy down there or Kenny from Fox or yeah. any, you know, but if you're a privateer and you grab the wrong gloves and you don't realize it to you on the starting gate and you're looking at running in your gear, you know, yeah, a, yeah. you know, a half mile, that was tone deaf, uh, and, and we are changing that rule uh, to make it. We, we don't want the bikes leaving, but what, what is someone going to change, you know, from yeah. leaving the bike? I mean, we're not doing tech inspection before the second moto. Yeah. It, you know, we want people down there on the gate and ready to go when it's time for the sighting lap. But all of this happened before the sighting lap, and there was plenty of time to sort it out, but but but. You know, yeah. Jace was new. He didn't know who was who. He didn't know the point. And then finally he showed me a picture of the guy, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. I know that. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and like I said, nicest guy in the world meant no harm, and, and uh, I'm glad we figured it out. And if I can ever uh, make it up to Jace, you know, I, we will. But what we'll try and do is just yeah. do better next time. Uh, one last thing before we let you go, Davey. So, you know, the Nets The nets are something I spoke about for a long time, and, and they come in, and it was a great invention. And, you know, I basically I saved Supercross with my idea, <laughs> and everybody and everybody loves it. So now I have an idea for the Nationals, oh, and, I, and I've talked about this on my show before. We have an issue with riders, you know, and we just saw this at the MXGP, getting pushed over the berm off the track, right? And they can't, they can't enter at a safe spot. Because there's banners there or billboards or whatever. We've seen it in, in uh, Lucas Oil Nationals as well. If I, you're talking about Lupino or Geyser, yeah, yeah. there was plenty of Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they cut it yeah. a little bit. But here's my idea. Here's my idea. And I, I know sponsors are important, and I know this. But on every spot that looks potentially dangerous for a rider to get pushed off, and shit happens. We know that riders, this happens. I proposed on my show uh, uh, you know, a, a month ago or so, 
put a thir- whatever f- number of feet you want to make it, 30, 40, whatever number of feet you want to make it, 20, make it an opening to get back onto the track with no banners, no, no billboards, no anything, an opening on the track. And if you get pushed off, we know that it happens. You have to enter at that next break in the banners. You have to go through that break in the banners, make it a bike width wide, you know, and you enter there. And no matter what, like, don't drive around the infield. Don't cut a corner off. Don't do any of that. You what get, if they're grabbing gears before they get to your your entrance to point? Stop and oh, come pull, back. Pulling in, pulling in El Hombre? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> listen, you have to enter at the first official entry point and whatever number of feet you want to make that go ahead. And so that way there's no there's no interpreting the rule. There's no looking at like how many people did he cut? How many people, you know, could he have got back on the track there? No, no, no. Every 30, 40 feet there is an opening and that is where the rider goes back into the track. No questions asked. You get back in there and you race from that position on because you know going off the track ultimately is the rider's fault. So you expect a, you expect a rider to use the verified entry point. Yes. Where we can't even expect them to stay on the track the whole moto. Verified entry point. Hold on. Okay. I like the idea, Steve. Uh, we do something similar, but we don't do it well enough. Uh, maybe instead of safety nets, if, if where those entry points are, and I wouldn't say 30 or 40 feet, that's not, that, that's 10 yards. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, 50 to 60 feet. Sure. And, but, but ask them to A, chop your throttle, uh, and then B, we should put some kind of uh, marker, you know, like in the, in the arrow, NFL, yeah. you have that, the, yeah, well, maybe not an arrow, but I mean, maybe it could be a Pulp MX Fantasy mm. logo, you know, like a... Now we're talking. This, it's, your, it's your idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, now, I mean, now we're talking. If you're going to... You save Supercross, you might as well save... Promo. Easy, Dave. <laughs> easy, Davey. His head's big enough. <laughs> yeah, could, and, and if you ever get around to it, could you come to Loretta Lynn's and save that? Too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to get him to Loretta's. He hasn't um, been there in years. Yeah, he nine, has no idea how great yeah. of a... 98, now. 98. Yeah, man, it is a different world than it was in yeah. 98. Um, but, Steve, yeah. think about this, all right? So so we do get, like, a an end zone pylon that is orange. It's on the infield, uh, in the, and, and, and where that is, where you can plainly see it because the, 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 the markers are yellow, the, mm-hmm. the corner barriers yeah. are yellow. But that that thing that you would sort of plant in the ground so you could see it, um, I, it's an interesting idea. Let me run it up the proverbial flagpole. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, right. cause I, 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 I hate when, when those things happen, when, I, I do too. when, yeah. when the banners decide an event, uh, you know, I, I, Paul, I get what you were saying about Geyser. Uh, but, but to say, well, he only gained four positions. No, he <laughs> gained 36 positions. Exactly. That's where he, that's where he would have been. And yep. Lupino was, what I did like about the Lapino penalty uh, is that um, they decided immediately and they announced it. So as a viewer, you know, Paul Malin yeah. and JT were able to say, hey, um, you know, he's got to get 17th. If he, if, he goes, if he goes, you know, further back than 7th, uh, Italy's going to lose this thing. And it's going to come back. I mean, it was, it was, it saved the race from being like just a, let's do it in a smoky room yeah. later. Yep. And, and, uh, and I like that, but, but that kind of thing has to happen right off the start. What, what does uh, bother me a little is so knowing that that happened at the destinations, why would they not have run 
ribbon or, or, or something, yeah. banners yeah. all up through there, repeater, because because it's just like Redbud when you come through the second turn at Redbud uh, or down, you know, when you come out of the first turn, it's plausible you could get pushed off and then just you know skip Join that lane mm-hmm. as, it, as it comes back, but but you know we we, we didn't see that. Um, you know the GP starts are a lot different. They're more of a a hairpin and uh, in, in, into a, a sharp corner. But yeah, I, I I think Lupino got off really well, but they handled it well. Uh, and Geyser, you know, I didn't want it to compromise or, or let the air out of the whole thing, but it, it kind of did. But not as much as when Fabir crashed in the second moto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Work on that. I like it. And then that way, there's no debate. There's no debating anything. There's hey, you did. Yep. You got back on in the entry point. You're good to go. You know, I, I like. I that. can't wait to watch them build these things, and they never get used. Well, then the that's rider, just how it works. Well, then the rider gets. You know, then you get DQ'd or you get something like you get a massive. Well, penalty. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that you know, we we were able to really uh, teach people how the wheels on the ground flag works. Yeah, and yeah, we did. That. We're still you know working on the the lights thing and and. Um, you know, there, there were times when guys, and, and I don't want to name names, but, you know, Adam Cincerello uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Ryan Villapoto, we'd, we'd get out on the, the, the water truck roads and just pin it. And, and um, yeah. you know, that, you know, there's, there's TV cables out there. There's, there's, there's Doc Bodner's fans. on a mule. <laughs> there's fans. There's, there's cameramen. Yeah. Uh, and we really had to work on, on getting people to slow down for their own good. And for the good of uh, yeah. you know everyone else, and and but it's a never-ending thing because you know that's the one thing that doesn't change about motorsports is the adrenaline, the yeah. the the eagerness to just do better, and, yeah. and you know we we see it all the time, and you know because we 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 have amateur races, we have GNCC races, we have we have all that stuff, and it carries with the guys right up to the pro ranks. You, I think you can uh, educate them and on a change. But I think if you make it easy, and, and you know, the Nets were an easy uh, thing for them to get used to because they saw a couple guys get their lives saved, uh, yeah. you know, including guys that weren't flying through the Nets but sitting under the Nets. Uh, um, I remember I was told and, the and Nets. It, I was told the Nets weren't going to work at one time. I was told it that. Kind of a, it is kind of a weird, ambitious idea, but <laughs> I admit it worked. The greatest um, thing about the Nets is when they save – the people that are staging for the race. Yeah, like Davey said. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. important. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine if that in the in that motor, that that final round of MXGP, if if Geyser goes over the side of the track and lands on hurlings and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then and then everyone in Europe would be like, we need the Mathis net. That's, we yes. need the oh, Mathis net. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah. Sometimes but, uh, shit, do, sometimes I, good. I like the idea, <laughs> the idea of getting some kind of pylon and, and putting them in, in places where it's obvious yep. that, that they might go out. It's 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 something we will consider. All right, well, that's I'll, I'll I'll tell everyone else and say, hey, what do you guys think? All right, sounds good. Well, hey, Davey, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Always a good interview. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, we will talk soon. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Davey. Cheers, right, Davey. No worries, Steve. See you, Paul. Thank right, you, guys. Uh, that's David Coombs, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, please check them out. Great bars and sprockets from the folks at Vortex, Paul. Uh, Firepower as well. Uh, for over 50 years' experience in industry, uh, Firepower commits to quality, value, and service your machine. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, they've got the great O and X ring chains, and they've got batteries that many privateers are using over the years. And they've won championships with Gopher Dunes and uh, our buddy A-Ray and Cade and those guys using Firepowerparts.com. We're going to commercial break right now. We'll be right back after this, everybody. 
Those who love motocross know Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with race tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of race tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at race tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified service with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandez and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order.
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. 
Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys who wear the Atlas Brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulpamex show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is PulpMX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. PulpMX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mechshow presented by Motorsport.com and the folks at Fly Racing and Decal Works all on board with us, uh, as well as some other great sponsors 
like uh, Off-Road Warehouse. They are bringing you the 7 o'clock hour. Proud to supporting guys uh, like Mumford and Shock this past year. March Banks and Phil, of course, as well, of the Club MX team. I think they're coming back to club for 2022. Uh, they've got stores in Temecula, San Diego, uh, Corona, Vegas. They're in uh, uh, um, uh, Phoenix now. They are in Georgia. So ORW, offroadwarehouse.com. Get your bike to the track in style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. The best part of the offroadwarehouse.com deal is the code PulpMX saves you money. So use the code PulpMX. It saves you money. Stop in and check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. Offroad Warehouse stores are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bed, accessories, and more. Uh, thanks to Davey Coombs for coming on board, and uh, also thanks to um, uh, our first guest, uh, Lewis Phillips, uh, Paul Parabinos from Rental, also in. Paul, um, we'll talk about some Rental product here in a little bit. But Do you think I could hit home runs with this bat? Is it more the equipment or the talent? Can we talk to Brett's about this? Because I feel good holding this bat. Um, what kind of ball is it? What's the distance to the outfield wall? Well, we're not playing at Fenway or anything. Isn't that a tough one to hit a home run at? No, actually, Fenway's pretty easy for a right Okay, batter. so we're, we're playing at Fenway then. Okay. No, still no. No? No. Man, I feel good holding this thing. Okay. I mean, you can. It's nice. Man, I can get Renthal to make some bats. There you go. You can make aluminum. It's just aluminum. Can't. No, we can't. It has to be wood in the pros. Yeah, it does. You may be able to hit one. Just like you can't have a carbon fiber handlebar in motocross. It, it's illegal on M at MXGP. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, uh, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates. For employment opportunities, first and only job boards, but specifically for um, uh, Motorcycle Industry. Job of the week this week, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Do you guys use this, Rental? We don't. I guess you don't have a U.S. really higher base. Yeah, it's just me it's and Dave and in the Kaizo. U.S. Kaizo. And, then, and everyone else is U.K. Uh, customer service at Yoshimira. Customer service inside sales rep. Full-time job, Chino, California. Yoshimira, a good company. They're R&D uh, R company of America in Chino, California. The leader in high-end motorcycle exhaust systems and accessories. They have an immediate position open for customer sales inside sales rep with industry experience required. The position will maintain, enhance, and be an integral part of Yoshimira's sales department. So if you want to get started in the industry, Yoshimura is a good company, and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, uh, go there. If you're a company out there who's listening to this and you're looking for employees, uh, we know it's not always easy these days to find people, but try MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Put your job up there. Maybe we'll read it on the show. Maybe you'll get a, a wide range of people listening to this show, and uh, you can fill that vacant spot. So thanks to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, speaking of jobs. I saw something on there about Pulp MX show producer. Did yeah, that's coming. Okay. Yeah. Was I not supposed to see that? Not supposed to see that yet. No. It's because I have the industry this gentleman, um, this gentleman, access. This gentleman will be responsible for directing the cameras. Yeah, that's what building I Building an app. Uh, all that. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. All that. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll be very, very important for that kind of stuff. And it is welcome. Um, speaking to, I Listen, <laughs> there's an extra aisle free. So. There is an extra uh, aisle free. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> uh, speaking right of jobs and speaking of uh, marks and speaking of all of that, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? There's no way Paul's hitting home runs. Hey, bro, have you picked that. this thing up? I feel good with it. I've I also have, had an entire I, bottle of wine. Yeah, <laughs> you're not, you not hitting home runs. He, he's not. Yeah, I agree. I went in a batting cage and turned it up to 85, I think. You dial it? Yeah. Okay. Is that what they throw in the majors? No, no, they throw they throw more than that. Okay, how do you do? Eighty five was tough, <laughs> tough, yeah. tough to make contact with. So, yeah, 
Um, All right, well, you can't even see it. It's the wine speaking. Let's okay. say that. Uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was not okay back there. Uh, JT Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Thanks for coming on. How was your ride day you went to? How was that? Oh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, that's the third one we've done uh, at the Waldo Motorsports facility there. So, uh, yeah, it was good. It's kind of, you know, the same situation, you know, c- consumer day, and uh, just everybody comes out and rides on Saturday, and then it's more like a dealer uh, engagement hospitality event mm-hmm. on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Do you have another one coming up? or? Uh, I don't for a while. Uh, that'll be my last one of the year. But, yeah, they have uh, another one in Texas, I believe, in December. Okay. That'll be at Damon and Weston uh, and Bob and the whole crew. Did, so did, you went to Waldo, JT? I did, yeah. So you got there. a chance to go visit your parents? and I did, yeah. yeah cool. cool. And, and I've been to that one every year. I mean, it's literally like less than 10 miles from where I grew up. Yeah, cool. So uh, the one in Texas, is that the pony will be there, and that's where we have a problem, where we had a problem with, with Bradshaw's bike? Uh, I guess it's going to be, I don't think it's at, uh, oh, okay. I don't know, to be honest. I know it's in Texas, but I don't know all the details. So I'm just going to shut up before I okay. say the wrong thing. All right. Fair enough. Fly racing, flyracing.com. Um, a couple things. We'll, we'll, let's go, let's go this, let's go MXGP, Pulp MX Fantasy, then the X brand tear off. So Can we're we X- MXGPing with J with JT. Yeah. Let's do MXGPing with JT. Let's all right, JT. We had Lewis Phillips on earlier. Obviously the, uh, we talked about the series wrapping up. And, you know, Jeffrey Hurling's fastest guy, deserves the title. He crushed it at the final race and all of that. Now, I want to bring up a tweet that I put out uh, midweek last week that okay. uh, was a little bit spicy, a little bit of a hot take, but I do believe it. Um, and we'll get this discussion going with you two guys who absolutely follow MXGP a lot. So my contention on my tweet was, I think that Hurling's, Geyser, and Febra are a, I saw off with Ferrandis, Tomac, and Roxon. Hurlings is probably the fastest rider out of those six guys. But then I, I would probably put Ferrandis and Roxon, maybe two, three, maybe Geyser four, maybe Ferrandis, or maybe um, uh, uh, Tomac after that, and then let's say uh, uh, Febra last. Febra won one GP this year, obviously very good year, nice rebound for him, and he's a past champion, but... So you know, you're saying so, those are the best six motocross sure. riders. Uh, the, those three guys had a, over a hundred point lead over fourth, which was Sewer, and in our series over here, those three guys had an eighty point lead over fourth okay. in the points over here. So going that far, do you guys agree with that, JT? Personally, I believe that for two distinct reasons, uh, I believe those guys, those three, are ahead of our guys in motocross right now. Um, reason number one. I believe that anytime you focus on one discipline, it doesn't matter what it is all the time year round, you're going to naturally get better at it. And, and as a second, a corollary to that, before I get to my second point, I think we are witnessing one of the best talent pools for MXGP that they've ever had and probably will ever have uh, with the, you know, the Hurlings and Febra, Cairoli still there. All of the MX2 guys that are, you know, the, the, peak of mx2 have moved into the class it's just a very unique time there right now and then my second point the reason why i think they're a little bit ahead having spent a much time over there lately i've gotten to see how specialized those guys have built their motorcycles for each track right and if you go to like turkey they will have a completely different chassis and engine setup and transmission and all these things that are specifically custom built for that turkey track and then if you went to the netherlands and when we're in the sand the next weekend or wamo in belgium 
the next weekend they would have a specific chassis and an engine package and a transmission and maybe a swing arm and all these things that were custom built for that specific racetrack. We don't have those options, right? So if you're comparing the speed that our guys go versus speed those guys go, I'm not saying it's our riders' fault. They, they don't have any control over that, but the speed that those guys are able to go on motorcycles that are custom built for specific racetracks, I think that's really challenging to deal with. And I think now that I've learned more, I'm starting to understand why we have such a difficult time beating these guys at Motocross the Nations because they have a distinct advantage. Like you can really custom tailor your motorcycle to be really, really good at any specific track where we don't, we have a, we have the same chassis and the same frame and we have limitations on what we can do within the engine and and a lot of things that they don't have. Um, and that's not rider really fault. That's just, that's rules and that's just different series and, and the characteristics of the series. So I think when you take all those things into account, just, you know, comparing them to comparing us, I think they can go faster right now. So you and, think Faber shows up on his bike at Unadilla against Kenny this year and, and, and beats him? Well, I, you're you're taking Kenny's best track. Well, I mean, um, I take any. I, I just, okay. yeah. I, Here, here's my analogy because I'm kind of more with JT. I think if you take all six riders and put them in the GP series and race 18 races, Fevra, Hurlings, and Geyser would score more points. I think if you all t- if you take all six guys and put them in our twelve round series, Fevra, Geyser, and Hurlings would score more points. Ah, that is that's insane. That's how I, I feel. When when I'm when those too. guys came over for USGPs, they got beat. Wh- which ones? None well, of these guys came no, over. None of these true. guys. No, not none of these guys. One. I, I, I watched. Her, I watched Tomac no, beat no, 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 Caroli. Yeah, and I watched. We're talking four or five years ago. But, okay, so so just so since then they've made tons of gains, yes. and our guys have made no gains. They've made gains. The last time Febro was here, so, he won. When was that? Glenn Helen. Like Glenn Helen. Uh, y- Yamaha. He was on a Yamaha. He won. No, to- Tomac. Yes. won. No, no. He beat not at Glenn West, Helen. Straight up. In. Okay, well, was Tomac there? Because Tomac literally has only lost like one or two motos in all the USGPs that he's ever done over here in America. One at one at WW, at WW, and then what happened at Charlotte? I think he won. I think he won too. Yeah, so I don't know how Febber beat Eli Tomac, who was contracted to ride the Monster GMX USGPs. So I don't know how that happens. I mean, Tomac Tomac had a very good moto. One out of the you know he qualifier didn't go very well. First moto didn't go very well, and then he won the second moto, I believe. Um, I, I just, it's just my observation from watching both series being at all the, you know, a, a ton of races. JT um, has been I, a lot I just of, think yeah. the, I just think the level of there's really high right now. And that doesn't mean that in two years, it doesn't change. Right. I just think right now those guys have been pretty healthy and they're, they are pushing each other to yeah. a really, really high level. And they're like feeding off of each other's pace. It, it's pretty impressive to, to watch in person. Years ago, it was never so many guys that had the opportunity to win. And that's why I think MXGP racing has been so exciting for the last three years. And, and you know, JT yeah, and I are both super fans. We both have the season package. We watch every single – I've watched 36 MXGP motos this year. Every single one, basically. And, and they're – when it comes to motocross, I, I'm not faulting our guys. It's important that we win supercross. Like, they can't be expected Feb- even to. February 1 in 2015, no Tomac. He beat Josh Grant and Cooper Webb. 
who Cooper Webb jumped up. He was a lights rider, I believe, and he jumped yeah. up. I'm just right. telling you, so, I mean, he okay. won. You're, you're okay. saying that he has, you know, well, okay, but to- these guys didn't no, win. No, no, no. I'm talking, he was here. I'm talking Eli Tomac, and he wasn't at this race, and I'm talking Ken Roxon, who hasn't done a GP, you know, maybe ever since he came over here. And then I'm talking. Oh, racing across the nations. How I'm talking about go? Dylan Ferrandez. So, yeah. Okay, so you guys are not on that on that belief no, at all. No, no, no. So like we can, I, we can't I am. Even, like, I can't even go with my discussion if no. you guys aren't going to say I that am. those three are No, wor- those six are the best. But yeah, yeah, those yeah. three on that side but, are, are... But no, you said those three would beat American guys over here and over there. They would. And I can't even, like... I can't even begin to have this discussion if that's what you think. Like, that's insane to say that. That's in, accurate. In Jeff, motocross, Jeffrey Hurlings is the best accurate. rider. Yeah, well, and he came over here and he won. You know, he's the best rider out of the six. Uh, uh, yeah. Totally, I agree with that. Yeah. But... You can't – Roman Febber, you said a little ago, Paul, that anyone can win. The Geyser and Hurlings took 90% of the wins over there. What do you mean anybody can win? You said anybody can win. You, you said that about the MXGP series. You said anybody can there's win. There's a lot of – lo- there's this. like six so, guys that have a chance to win, yes. Okay, but but only two won 90% of the races. Sewer won one. Uh, Prado won one Prado or two, one one right? And Febra won one, right? And Fe- somebody Febra else. tossed a few away. Febra tossed a few away. Okay, what, whatever. Won, the po- he should have won Turkey. The point is, is there's a 100-point gap in the series sure, between those three yeah, and fourth, yeah. and in our series, it was close. It was 80 points. I still so, I still agree so, with you that those three over there are very similar to our three over here. Yeah, but not if you say that those guys are going to come to America and beat our guys. They and, would. Like, like I, Okay, but that's fine. You, you have that opinion, but I can't even go with my step two. Okay, like, I can't even go my step two. What's step two? I can't, I can't, <laughs> even, I can't even go to step two sorry, if then. you can't give me that. Well, I can't I, lie. I thought we could all agree on that. And then I was going to go to my step two and see what you guys thought. But, I, I, I will but I'm out. I will say this. If, if our guys committed to racing pro motocross 12 months a year, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll retract my statement immediately. Immediately. Yeah, we're that's not, not even. Their, that's not their focus. And, and honestly, you want my real opinion? I think half the time they're just going through the motions outdoors. I really do. And, and I don't like that. I, it, it bums me out. Um, I mean, all of us grew up racing motocross. That's what we did. We didn't grow up racing supercross. We didn't spend weekends at the track racing supercross. We raced motocross, right? So that, and that's, that is the core of the sport. That's what, you know, everybody that's listening, they don't race supercross. You know, they ride motocross on the weekends. They, that's what their passion is. But that's not what the that's not what drives professional racing in America right now. That's not you know financially. That's not what drives it. It's just not. And I don't I and, don't want to hear from the U.S. fans that are going to argue w- with us when they've never traveled to Europe. They've never seen any of these guys ride in person. They've only seen them maybe once on TV or they signed up for the last race. Like you need to watch and go go watch Jeffrey Hurlings in person in the sand, please one time. I watched them. Ken Roxon beat him. Saw it. With my own eyes, oh, a German kid. years ago? Well, whatever. I'm just saying, ago. like, I'm just saying, like, Roxon. No, Roxon's, Roxon's one year older. Roxon's. I watched. Hey, Shea on Bentley any given. Carmike on an 85 okay. also. Straight okay. up beat him. Shea Bentley just passed him and beat him. If I mean, if that's what we're going to talk. You I'll know? give you this. In, two, in 1994. At any given GP or any given U.S. national, Ken Roxon can go 1-1. Absolutely. But over the course of a series, those three guys would score more points than him. I'm sorry. In, in general. Again, I can't even. What's wrong? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. just pulling on my cord here. All right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll we'll move on. Sure. Yeah, we'll move on. No, uh, we don't get to. Hear no. Part B. I, no, I, I, really I can't. Hear side two. I want to hear the <laughs> B too. side of the tape. I, I can't. I can't even start with either one of you. Why not? Because that's because you don't even agree with the simple premise that I assumed you would agree with. 
Like, Hurlings is the fastest guy in the world in motocross. Okay. And then, like, toss the rest up in the air out of those five guys, and, like, they're about equal. I don't think it's utter I mean, domination close. other than Hurlings. I think Hurlings is clearly the best motocross racer on earth right now. I, I don't I don't hold the other two in the same regard well, all no the time. Shit. Because, but Paul well, just I, said I, they would beat our guys. So I, I, think, I think they have a little bit of an edge right now, um, especially when you count the, the inconsistency by Tomac this year. Uh, he was all over the place. There were, there were motos like at Southwick, he's running around in ninth, and I have no idea what he's doing. Yeah, and a bit that, a bit of what the, we're saying is is a I would say a little um, disrespectful to Ferrandis how amazing he was this summer. That's fair. There were that's motos that's where Feber ran around in sixth or seventh also. Was Ab- there? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. There were, there were, earlier in the year when Feber turned it on near the end, but there were motos where Feber would go whatever. He wasn't a full championship contender early in the year. Like he wasn't full gnarly. He got he was top three in the. I want to say yeah, I want to say he was close the whole time. So, With, within 20 of the lead or 30 of the lead the whole time, I think. The whole time. I remember yeah. him getting plenty of sevens and eights. I don't know about that. I don't think so. I mean, okay. maybe if he crashed. Okay. Okay. Like, so, he definitely crashed a few early 15 on. 15 points at round one in one moto. 14 points in, in Matterly. Nine points in Italy at round three. Uh, yeah, those are crashes. Okay, those but, are crashes. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, so in over there, when the guys yeah. get seventh or eighth, it's like, oh, the field's so deep. Look at us. Look how gnarly it is. Okay. Over here, Tomac is seventh. It's, oh, I can't know what he was doing out there. I don't know why he was running around out there. Maybe the field is deeper yeah, here now. He's getting, because he's battling with Cody Shock when he gets seventh. That's the problem. But maybe the field is deeper over here now than it ever was. We just did you a – No, our field we is just, pretty, pretty we just deep did, over here, We but. just did a re-raceables from 01. Okay. Now, okay, long time ago, 19 years ago, Weege and I did. Yeah. And, like, Dowd is fifth, and he's 40-something years old at this point. And Lampson, who I love Lampson, he's beyond – he's on JT's team at this point. He's got sixth overall at Steel City. Like, those Dowd and Lampson in 01 are – you know, they are so, not even breaking the top 10 in 2021 in our USA Nationals. Okay, so – You can't, so you can't you? say that – you can't say that this year's outdoors is the deepest it's ever been. I will hang uh, up. I am not saying the deepest it's ever been, but certainly deeper than 01. Pretty deep. You know? It's pretty deep. What, what's – I know. I know. What, what's I'm, the second part of this? I don't I can't understand. even start. I can't even go. Because you know you're wrong. No, I – no, I – you fired. No, it's not my nipples. It's not that I know I'm wrong, but I can't even start with the – I don't know. You know? What, what is it? Is this where you have to, like, you don't have a lot of content, so you have to go with some outrageous take? <laughs> no. Do up his butthole. No, I, I, I absolutely not. Remember that okay. show I got to work the drops? But what? I don't know, Paul. Can I do it again? Paul just said a minute ago that, like, after hurlings, maybe they're all the same. So I don't know if Paul's flipping here or if I've. What he's do you rethinking, mean? Are you I, rethinking I, your stance? No, I said on any given. I said on any given weekend, Ken Roxon could show up and beat any of those guys. So would that make track. my theory right then that they're pretty close? They're all the kind of the same. I think I'm and putting think more. Va- I'm Geiser putting or? more validity in how good these guys are over the course of an, a huge series. I think that's harder than. I mean, we okay, have, but, we have but Supercross, right? But I'm not. I'm not breaking down an 18 race series so much as I'm saying like world talent wise and speed wise. Five of them are all pretty much the same. And I would put Feber yeah, as last. I, I can go sure. With oh, my God. Sure. Okay, we got somewhere. Go well, you, we got it. Question, you finally put it correctly. Was, right, we got it. But the, question, but the question was, Paul said he thinks that those guys would still beat him. That doesn't mean they're worlds apart. Paul just yes. said he thinks that those guys would still come out ahead. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Part two. Okay, get hit us with it. Okay. I, I'm excited to see what it's about. Okay. <laughs> Part two is, to me, 
Now, Prado is a little different case because he had some injuries. And didn't he have COVID earlier this year? Was he sick or was he just sick or something? I don't Yeah, I, I he don't had all remember. kinds of stuff. He, he had something he going had COVID, on. COVID and he definitely got hurt. Okay. Yeah, he got hurt. Near, but okay. So, but Sewer, Caroli, Coldenhoff. Sewer had Epstein Bar. Okay, but. Okay. The, go go to ahead. Me, go ahead. To me, the next group of USA guys are better. Better. I don't agree. AC, I, I don't. I don't agree. AC speed, Sexton speed. Well, Osborne. Yeah, guys, I mean, but, I mean, AC is very comparable but, but to that, Prado to me. Okay, but but my my thing is so. Let me finish. That's part two. Okay. Those guys are better than the guys I just mentioned because I know Koldenhoff. We saw him absolutely destroy MXDN. Nobody knows what the fuck happened to Koldenhoff in those weekends. So take those away. Okay. Because I'm just going on GP results and just what I saw of Glenn Koldenhoff. My 12 times I've been well, over there. he was on a KTM. Okay. Previous. He was on a factory bike, though. Yeah, so, sure. Okay, so Sexton, a healthy Osborne, and AC are faster than that next group of guys. However, my third point, as I put this on Twitter. Okay. My third point was I think, like, Jonas, TKO, uh, maybe Vlanderen are better than, like, Bogle and Hartraft. So this was the tweet. The tweet was... Jonas is definitely better than that. Jonas fucking goes fast. He goes fast. So (laughs) I was just looking at standings and results and stuff. So my point was, I think that the further back of the GP guys are faster than the further back of the American guys, but the very top end is higher in the U.S. Okay. That's where I'm at. I think the better way to look at it is if, if Jonas were to come and race our series, what place would he get? Or if, or if I think Jonas would get beat by the three guys we talked about and Sexton and AC. Consistently, Sexton. Well, just, just I mean, they got yeah. Everyone has to stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, like, you can play me, that game. To me, forever. he would be a four. I know, but those guys aren't staying healthy. Is my question. Like those guys don't stay healthy. Very Adam often. just finished staying healthy. He was second in the points a year ago. Jonas, so he was second. Yes. I'm, I'm, how many series has he finished on a? Football? I don't know. I'm just saying. Two years ago, Adam was healthy. Outdoors know, all year long. I'm, so, I'm, but I'm asking a legitimate You question. can say right, maybe, injuries uh, are two, take, take injuries one away. Four. One out of four. Take injuries away because okay. they can happen to anybody anytime. Okay. Your your Jesus, Jeffrey Hurlings, good God, almost weeded himself you know, multiple times. Yeah. He missed the whole race because of injuries. Yes. So I, I don't count injuries because that happens in our sport to anybody outside of Carmichael. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so taking injuries away. Jonas gets beat by those five guys, but then like Jonas beats Bogle and Hartraft, and by, I think he beats uh, him by a lot by Cody Shock. He beats Cody Shock. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever amount yeah, you yeah, want to say. Yeah, you know, and AP probably is in that. Jo- Jonas AP's to me, in that Jonas mix. Jonas you know? to me is like a top six guy in the U.S. that flirts with the podium. Okay, I, I believe. I sure I could go with that. I mean, you know, but my whole point of my tweet, JT, my whole point of the tweet, JT, upper end, yes. Deeper up here, faster up here, but overall depth, better over there. Um, and so my tweet angered some fucking morons on Twitter, and I just wanted to talk to my two friends right, and see what they thought because there were some angry idiots yeah. on Twitter. That probably have never really watched GPs before. So I just wanted to see what you two thought. Yeah, the top, the top three over there and the top three over here are, are similar. Yep. But I don't with Jeffrey being the best. It's, with Jeffrey being the best. Sure. Deeper, yeah. It's Whatever. definitely deeper over there. Right. That's my point. Great point. Yep. Go if you look at the look at the end of the series this year, especially the end of the series, it was it was rough. 
But right. and that's there's, there's not that's not anybody's um, fault. That's but, just how series go. But Savachi, it was not it was you know, not shallow over there. It was freaking deep. Like MXGP at the end of the year was so brutally deep. Uh, Jonas, yeah, they didn't have many injuries. We did have injuries, and, and I'm not even putting injuries in. You know, I'm not even saying that because injuries happen to everybody. But Jonas got eighth in the points this year over there. Savachi got eighth in the points over here. Jonas beats yeah, Savachi. Jonas missed like the last every four time. Rounds. Okay, but Jonas beats Savachi every time. Every time is my point. Yeah. So yeah, at, yeah, at that level. At yeah. that yeah. level, those guys are better than our guys. So give me a – so we just saw Dylan Wright. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see Dylan Wright in the U.S. to compare, right? That would be good. But, but he has raced U.S. Nationals. So where do you think Dylan Wright would slot in in the U.S. Nationals? And then let's pick a guy from the U.S. that we would send to MXGPs. Where would he slot in? Well, Savachi. Where would Savachi slot in? I don't know. Tenth? Um, Savachi was like 8 to 12. Here. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's probably ten, 10 to, to 10, thirteen. There, yeah, maybe ten to thirteen. Maybe I don't know. That's hard. It is a hard. What does Cody Shock do over there? Shock was like, I, I mean, he rode great. Yeah, he rode fantastic. But uh, yeah, I think Cody Shock does he do as good as Dylan Wright? Did? I think Cody Shock does as good as Dylan Wright. I don't know that he Dylan does. only got one top ten. Yeah. And, you know, again, steep field. They didn't have any injuries. Dylan got one top ten. It was. It was tough. He got a ninth, end. and then he got a tenth. So, I guess two top tens. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, and But Dylan did have the sixth fastest time in one moto, right, I guess. Um, this is hard to bench. Right? I, so, I know, but I just wanted, you know, on Twitter, there was some angry Europeans. What were, what were they angry about? Like, what was their take? Yeah, just totally wrong. Just everything's wrong. <laughs> what did they think? What yeah, did they say? MXGP like? guys blow the Americans away. Look at look at oh, MXDN, yeah. which I'm like, right. okay, but I'm I, Ken is not American, and you know I'm not counting the Dylan Fernandez is an American, like so I'm not counting yeah, but American raced, riders. But he raced the race. He raced his nations. He was out. He Ken. He was. Didn't Fernandez win MX2 when he last time he went to his nations? Um, I don't know. Did he? I thought Red Buddy won. MX2, okay. did he not? Anyways, I, I, I'm not counting sure MXDN yeah. because be, I think people, these idiot people on Twitter thought that. Okay. Because I'm talking American-based riders. Or I just said American series or something, you know? That's all. Okay. You guys are smart enough to know what I'm talking about. If you want to talk about Americans, take Ken and put Ferrandis oh. on the MXGP <laughs> side, we can talk about that. We got Tomac. We got, yeah, America's got Tomac and AC and uh, Sexton. Our our motocross nation's performances are not helping. No, they're, they're not. not helping. They're not. We need to do better. But, but I'm looking I past want, that. I want I'm, to be better. I'm smart enough to look past those those results. I would like the U.S. to be better at destinations this year. It's coming back to Red Bud. We need to be better. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Can we be better? JT's going to hang himself. It's much worse. JT's no, never not. witnessed I'm, a win in person I'm past ever. It. <laughs> I'm ever. Past it. Trust me, I'm I'm way past that point of my life now. Especially since I've been over there so much, I. I'm starting to understand why we're getting beat. So, all right. So, we started with a lot of resist. Marks, we started with a lot of resistance. There was, yeah. A little and bit. now, well, they're we, all coming around. It has eased a little. No, bit. I'm not. I'm not really coming around. You I, just I still think you, we got you to there. Go ahead. I think their series for motocross right now is ahead of ours. Like as a total encompassing group of riders, I think. The MXGP class is a stronger class than the 450 motocross class we have. Now, our 250 class is much stronger than their MX2 class, but there's yeah. a lot going on there with age and all those things. But I think as a whole, I think they, they have us covered right now. But it, they got wash base. It, it's a world championship. We're a 
We're a national championship. Paul, who, what? who cares? That's like saying Glenn Helen. You, 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 what do you, you mean who cares? You just bagged on Glenn Helen for having a world titles. Yeah, absolutely. I'll continue to. Okay. So what, which is fine. Okay. But then you can't throw out that that's a world championship when three of the best riders in the world are over here and what? not racing that series. Like F1 is a world championship where all the best drivers are there. Like nobody in IndyCar would match up to those F1 guys. And they, no, know, they, would go to, they would go to F1 if they could. Right, I don't they would know. all go to I F1 under, if they could. Yeah, I don't know that part. Okay, but, but they, so F1 is undisputably the world championship of car racing. Car racing. Okay. Okay? Because so even the best Moto NASCAR GP drivers want to go to F1. Is that what you're they telling They couldn't me? go to F1. They're not good yeah. enough. They're Moto not G- good enough. MotoGP okay. is the same. No right. one in World Superbike or Moto2 right. or any – if they could go to MotoGP, they, they would go. They would go. But that is not the same. But our sport is different because we have such a strong U.S. series. No, no. But that's why you can't say it's a world championship, which is what you said but three minutes ago. But it because is. Because that implies all the best riders in the world are there, and that is not true. I agree uh, with Steve on that. I'll give you that, that all the best riders are not there, but it's still... Paul's, I, Paul's I, no, 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 up. no, because no, I, I'm no. still... Your shirt's my, up. Your shirt's up. What, what, what did I do? No, you my, comparison, my comparison is the U.S. series to the... To the other motocross series, the world championship. And but if this, if that was a true, if that was the end all be all world championship, Tomac, Roxon, Ferrandez, yeah, they'd all be all there. Those guys would be there. They yeah. would be there. So you can't say like, oh, it's a world like that doesn't okay. mean anything. Like, but in F one it does, and in MotoGP it does. I assume it does in MotoGP. So oh, then we can't. No, we don't sure have a true. We don't have a true world championship in our, no. in our sport. No, then is what you're saying. We don't. We, we do don't. not. No, but they do have wash base. <laughs> That's true. Right. Which counts not for a everywhere. Lot. I don't think, but yeah. Okay. So. All right, so, yeah, Marks? We learned nothing. Point for me. No, Thank fuck you. off, point for Steve. <laughs> point for me. <laughs> point for me. Point for me. Marks, make the noise. Uh, no, Marks, don't noise. you dare. Marks, make don't the noise. Don't you dare. We'll put, it to a, we'll put it to a vote. You're fired, Marks. Okay, bye. I'll hire you, Marks. Uh, uh, Talon, put it on uh, Twitter. Who won the debate? Uh, I don't even know. What the, What was the debate? Mathis, I'm not sure, Parabinos, and Thomas. Thank you. Yeah, fuck Steve Mathis. Yeah, so all I right. like that drop. Uh, uh, all right, you are a loon ball. Okay, uh, next thing, next what do we got? on the agenda. By the way, fly <laughs> racing, flyracing.com. Uh, please check those guys out and uh, support them. Go to motorsport.com and look at all the things that fly racing has. JT, uh, World Vets, my, that one kit was lit. A lot of comments about my lit kit. <laughs> I'm happy for you. That's that's great. Did it get muddy when the water main broke? That was the other set of gear. Oh, yeah, yeah, darn yeah. it. I'm not kidding you. Eric Phipps looked like he went to a fucking GNCC. He comes back to the truck, and they we're like, what? What happened? He is covered <laughs> in mud <laughs> at Glen Helen on oh. a November. <laughs> That's a, I wish I could say I'm surprised. That freaking straightaway. JT, are you racing the World Vets? Have you thought about it? No. Okay. Yeah, I thought about it. I'm definitely not, is the conclusion I came to. Okay, fair enough. JT, if you go to spectate, I will go with you, and we will carry around beers all day and laugh at everybody. I would definitely consider going to watch. That, that's <laughs> definitely in the cards. Uh, we could no just riding, mock so. Steve all day. I deserve it the way I ride. I deserve no, it. No, I, I think it would be fun to watch all those guys you know, get after it. I just have no interest in competing. You Move, move the event to a different track. I'll be there. I well, am there. Lock, stock, and barrel. Honestly, I just get some practice stickers, and I'll be there. Um Okay, uh, JT, we took a call earlier in the show from a gentleman who uh, was fighting with some 50-year-old uh, novices, and he put him in a chokehold. Was it took, Michael Wesley? The guy took a swing at him. He no. sounds like Tony when no. he talks. Um, all right, next next topic on the uh, on the agenda here for Jason Thomas. Pump Mex Fantasy. 
This is a good topic. Good topic. I good think we topic. can all agree on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, uh, JT, myself, Marks, all involved in Pulp Mex Fantasy. Truman. Uh, yep. I'm saying here, though. On the oh, line. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm getting back an idiot. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, you're second. not allowed. Yeah, fuck what? you. Yeah, you're not allowed. <laughs> Best watch oh, shit. After all the stuff you talked, you are not you allowed to Dan come back in. take my money? No, we're not taking your money. JT, I stooped to low it. levels to insult you to try to get you to pay. Like, I, didn't, I felt slimy saying those things, but I knew they would cut you are deep. You it would make me? a difference. You got me the year before. <laughs> I crumbled. He did, yeah. JT, motherfucking money. Okay, so uh, a couple things, Paul. Let's uh, let's talk about this stuff here. Yeah. So, Marks, can people see these? Yep. If you want to pull it uh, this way towards me, just a little bit. There you go. Check this out. We have. Okay. So, if people have played fantasy with us before, they understand that we issue national numbers based on a grand national championship, right? Old school. We don't have any of the any of the hardships that the AMA and whoever has in in declaring. National numbers as they do today, we do it old school, and the, it's combined supercross sorry, and motocross. The Twitter polls at fifty percent right now, right now for both of us, fifty percent. Who won the debate? Two votes. What's that mean? Twelve votes. Oh, like me and JT versus yeah. you. Okay. Thanks for the update. What was I saying? We have grand we have a grand national yeah. championship. Right. So um, we have you know we issue national numbers in the game, and the guy who is the best between supercross and motocross essentially scores the most points available in the game. We give him a red number one plate, and yeah. it's attached to his name, and it shows up as a it's attached to his avatar in the game, and it's kind of like a flex, right? It's like oh, this guy's really yeah. good. He's red number one. We haven't given a prize to that guy, and I think the guy who's won didn't win any prizes all year because right. typically you're paid. You win the Grand National Championship based on being consistent. You're not getting race wins, but you're there. Every single weekend, you're staying consistent. You're scoring a lot of points. So we wanted to somehow commemorate that guy. So now we're going to have trophies that we issue to the Grand National Champion every year. On the back is a Hall of Fame that shows who the Grand National Championship champion has been in the previous years. So we're going to send this to Vin Murphy. He was the red number one plate uh, guy for 2021. And we also have number one plates for each the Supercross Championship League and the Motocross Championship League. All right. So bringing, it, bringing the game up. Trying to make it more official. Um, and I Paul, wish we had a, those number one plates and hold it in front of you. I wish we had a... I wish we had a prize we can give these guys, but and maybe we will in the past. Obviously, these guys both won YZ. These guys both won brand new Yamahas, whoever won these. Yeah. But this guy who, who won the Grand National Championship, he's a, obviously an amazing player, really good player, had a good year, and he... I don't think he won a prize, so at least we're giving him something that um, I think yeah. sh- shows him that he did a great job. Pretty and, sweet. And again, I think it's just something uh, cool that we're adding to the game. Yeah, being the overall winner for Supercross and Motocross is damn hard. And Very hard. It's pretty cool. So yeah, I think that that's so that's we're gonna good. we'll send a trophy to the guy who wins every year. We already have the 2022 trophies made; they're over there, um, and we'll keep updating the Hall of Fame. And it's just something new. Yeah. And I think Mark says something new as well. Yeah, so for 2020... Good job on that, Paul. Thank you. Appreciate it. For 2022, uh, we're going to make some more changes uh, to the game. Um, no, there's not a drop round. Uh, we, we, we're not going to do that. But, Marks, why don't you explain a little bit on some of the things that we, we all discussed and we're going to impl- implement. So, so something that happens a lot is people forget to make a team. Yes, at least once. Oh, uh, yeah, more than that. You know, somebody's at a wedding or a wedding, or they slip in, or they don't have service, or you know, there's there's plenty of so reasons the, why. The day race, and they day, forgot. Day yeah, race. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna offer something. Um, 
where you can pay a little bit extra, kind of like experts where it's completely optional. And what it will do is if you happen to forget um, and you have this in, in the system, when lockout time comes, it's going to go through the system and check everybody that has purchased this extra um, Give, Mulligan. Drop, drop the name. Mulligan. I think Mulligan is a yeah. f- I don't like fitting the, I don't, name. I do not like Mulligan. We're going to stick with Mulligan. It's exactly what a Mulligan uh, is. It's not good. It's a I do-over. Like the oopsies. The oopsies. Oopsies. <laughs> the, the oopsies. Name, I don't like oopsies. Name, t- <laughs> name TBD. <laughs> I'm not down with oopsies. But what it's going to do is uh, if you have this option, Catchy. it's going to take what the riders that the experts have picked put them in a pool and create you a team out of those riders. Um, and if, if for some reason you don't have enough riders because you've picked guys that, you know, you had guys last week that they all have this week, uh, it will default back to guys that were in qualifying. So you, there's a little tick on the team page where you can say, only show me riders that rode qualifying. Uh, if you don't, if the experts don't have enough for you, then it will fall back to that as well. Uh, that way you don't miss around uh, if you're doing well in the championship or, you know, you're, you're running for prizes. Um, we did limit it to one. It, there will be options for one or three. We did limit it. Um, that way, you know, it doesn't pick a team every week for you if you if you purchase this. Yeah, yeah we feel like if you did just let it auto-pick for you for 17 rounds, you could actually end up doing Having a down. very yeah, good yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And that's not fair to right. the people that are putting yeah. effort in. But I, right. I still feel like it's a great option and it's fair for those that, yeah, sometimes life gets in the way of of being on your phone on a Saturday or Saturday night or whatever, right? And at least this key kind of can is a fail-safe to keep you in the hunt. Yeah, yeah we've had guys, uh, I think girls even, um, that were doing really well, uh, probably top 100, I would say, and missed a round. Yep. And they were begging for a drop round uh, just so that they could stay in the running because they yeah. were doing so well. And this was like well over halfway into the season. So if you want to have this little uh, this buffer, this cushion, something to fall back on if, if something happens and you miss a round, then this is the way to go. Um, this is, allows us to give, you know, give you something optional. Uh, it allows us to keep our price the same for the main game and give you something of value uh, somewhere else if you want. So I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think it'll help a lot of people. Keeps people in the mix, right? If they, if they have, yeah, some extenuating circumstances, but yet it doesn't penalize the people that are really paying attention every single weekend. Yeah. Yep. So I like it. And also uh, for this year, Motorsport.com, we did a whole shot contest for Washougal uh, last year. It was a pretty big success. Everybody liked it. Of course, Motorsport is the official whole shot uh, sponsor of the Outdoor Series. Uh, they are coming on in a bigger way, and we are doing 29 whole shot uh, contests. The winners will get Motorsport.com gift card. It'll be the same kind of rules as last year, where it'll go on time of entry, and you uh, we're going to do something for the series ending people as well if you end up winning that series. We're not keeping track of points, but we're going to keep track of how many people you get right during the year. Right, Marks? Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Right. So so basically, yep. it'd be like one point for each one you get right, yep. essentially. And then at the end, you're going to win a big dollar Motorsport.com gift card. Um, yeah, so the, you know, basically, that's uh, that's something new that we're going to do, separate from our game, separate from our series. You can play the whole shot challenge and not play the regular game, or vice versa. But it's uh, going to be free to play, and you can win motorsport yep. gift cards. Yep. So pretty cool little deal. Whole, Motorsport.com whole shot challenge, and then of course the mulligan or the oopsies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So basic game. Oopsies. Basic game isn't changing too much, <laughs> right? Because it's already complicated enough to learn. But hopefully, um, some added things that add some value and some excitement and, and keeps people interested the entire year or 20, in the hunt all year. 2022 sign-up, open, or app? Marks, what comes first? 
uh, signups for sure. Oh, right. Attaboy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I have a hard, I kind of have a hard deadline on that, so that that obviously has yeah. to take a little bit of presence. Mid December ish, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right so, in time right to buy right. buy entries for somebody for right. Christmas. Like, right. hey, right. here's my Christmas present for you, asshole. I'm gonna get you into this game that's extremely frustrating <laughs> that you can play every single weekend. I signed you up for thirty five bucks. You're good to go, and 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 yeah, enjoy your frustration on me. Yeah, what, um, a, what a friend. Yep. A friend. Yeah. That's what friends do. Well, I look forward to that. Pulp Mex Fantasy uh, doing that, helping out the game. We all thought it was a good idea uh, to do this, and I'm looking forward to seeing that that changes for sure, and I think it'll help some of you people that, you know, go to weddings and get hammered. Speaking of hammered, uh, let's do the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment, shall we? <laughs> it's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions for everywhere. Uh, the new Lucid Goggle is fantastic. I uh, wore them at the World Vet Championships. I mean, you just don't go 12-7 with regular goggles. You need the X-Brand Goggle Lucids. Pulp Show 21 is the code to save at xbrand.com. And uh, they got some new foam coming for the Lucids as well a little bit. So different things are happening. Uh, Freddie Norin, Kyle Chisholm, Surratt. So many privateers are choosing X-Brand because, uh, yeah, it's a goggle choice for those guys. So thanks to xbrand.com for everything. These are the X-Brand goggle tear-off uh, questions. And um, so, uh, sir? Sir? Sorry, Paul. All uh, right, talking to you. Yeah. You are? Corey Moser. <laughs> you are Corey Moser. He's in studio. So every time you say, hey, do you know that guy? You know me. I now. know him. I met him. Yeah. He's There's real. Moser. He's in studio. We've been crushing wine. I mean, New Paz, Pinky's. Cheers. Are, yeah, New Paz Metal's up. We yeah, got Pinky's up. Yeah, right. New, new, yeah. new house. We're in the mansion. We oh, figured man. we'd bougie the place up. We're drinking wine. JT, I don't know who this guy is, but he says he's Moser, and he's in studio. I've heard the name quite a bit. Um, send me a, should send me a photo. I got, I'm on it, JT. Of this, so I know what, what he All looks right. like. All right. Well, Moser, it's been a while. You haven't... Uh, you haven't been around much. Shorty hey. retired, and you know we should cold call uh, Shorty. Where is he? Uh, he's home. I actually, oh. yeah, he's home. Oh, I thought he was still over there. He, he's overseas a lot. People. He's overseas a lot, riding in the desert, yeah, right? Dunes and whatnot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so you're in town. You went to a, a Raider football game. Mike yeah, went to the football game that. with some yeah with some buddies, and uh, yeah. So I'm on day three. So that game was bullshit. I'm just saying I'm day three in Vegas, so yep. I'm not. Exactly, firing all soldiers, but right, right. a little I'm tired. So <laughs> try these questions are submitted by Corey Moser, Corey. and he's going to read them. Marks, so you get this live. Off. I'm chilling, bro. Um, going <laughs> to work on the app while, while he does this. Oh, I'm going to work on the app. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'll sit. See, that's why I like Marks. He's really funny. 30 seconds <laughs> Thirty seconds on the clock. Tell uh, him, call it, though. Like, uh, I'm doing an aisle six work right now. Like, Yeah. Yeah, so just freeing you up, Marks. Marks, I'm going to need a little bit of... I'm cheers. just right over on aisle seven if you need me. <laughs> I hope that's the app on. Hey, we're <laughs> almost done with two bottles, by the way. Um, I bought six because there was a discount. So we're Oh, good. yeah, you got to get that multi-bottle discount. All right, let's discount. do this, Moser. Questions for myself, Paul Parabinos, Jason Thomas. Let's do it, Moser. Right, 30 first. seconds on the clock. Yeah, okay. who's got the clock? I do. Marks, you ready? I have the clock. Yeah, yeah. I'll, who's I'll doing back, the tear-off backup thingies? Marks. I can do it. I can do Mar- Mar- it. Talon does those. Talon Talon does Talon seems does like there's a lot of people involved here. Yeah. To make one segment work. It's a whole operation. <laughs> do you want to get kicked out of here? Get, let's get going. We're on a schedule here. <laughs> what is <laughs> so mean? What is the best concert you've been to? That's a good question. Yeah. You're going to laugh. Tie. It's a tie. No, it's, that's not a thing. Yeah, there's no ties in there's baseball. Third, only one th- winner. Third Eye Blind at House of Blues, like in 2018. Third Eye Blind? I know. You're going to laugh. I said you're going to laugh. 
Why? Sounds gay. What do you mean it's hot? Why? It was just amazing. Third, we love. He's a, he, he's a big Third yeah. Eye Blind fan I, anyway, though. Dude, I love Third Eye Blind. They're still putting out great music, although the last disc wasn't so good. I know everybody last thinks of them. disc. Disc. <laughs> I didn't know they're still they no CDs. They do. That's what they call them in Canada, uh, discs. Fuck my ass. I know, you know, people don't know anything beyond, like, what's the last song of Third Eye Blind that you know? The only I don't one. Know. There's only one good song, right? There's not. I mean, everybody but, knows Jumper. Thank you. Right? Yeah, like, yeah but like, immediate that, one. that was literally like five no, I know, but that's yeah. what everybody's going to go to. But I'm just saying the last one that you can, like, so you don't know any of the new ones. Like, like they've, they've got a great catalog. So anyways, third eye blind. Okay. All right. Paul, mm-hmm. as a mechanic, who taught you the most about wrenching? Uh, Aaron Johnson, I think. Or maybe Kyle Bentley. But um, Who's Aaron Johnson? Aaron Johnson is now the engine guy at Factory Cowie. Kyle Bentley, you probably know Everyone him. Everyone knows Bentley, yeah. yeah. Well, he sells um, sandwiches now, right? Yeah, he runs a deli now. Um, but, yeah, when I moved to California and started working at Pro Circuit, my bay was next to Aaron and uh, Caddy Corner from Kyle, and those guys, just they, they taught me a lot. Aaron's smart, smart dude. 28 seconds. So was Kyle, and, okay. yeah, probably those guys. So did you pass that same thing along, right, like like when you were older guy, veteran guy, like you had newer guys next to you? you- it was like a... One instance I remember, um, you know Pedro? Yes. Pedro used to be Thomas Covington's mechanic when he was an amateur. He came to the shop one time at Pro Circuit, and I got a chance to, like, I was like, yeah, I got some time. I showed him how to how we take apart an engine, how we put an engine together, little tricks here and there. And that was, like, uh, an example of, of me sharing knowledge with somebody else, right? Um, and now Pedro's gone. I think he's, like, a engine builder at KTM now. Um, where, did the chips, what? where did the chips come from? Oh, I just stole them from over there. Okay. Um, so maybe that situation, but yeah. All right, I like it. JT. Sir. Uh, I'm assuming you don't have a pet, but if you were to get one, what would it be? Mm. Good question. Well, the reason, the main reason I don't have a pet is because I travel literally nonstop. Um, I guess I would, I would get a dog. I mean, I like cats too, though. I, I, w- <laughs> I would probably get a dog, though. Okay, what kind of dog? He waffles on the, the pet answer. Either. No, he doesn't. No, it's fine. A dog, what kind of dog? There's a lot of dogs, bro. I would say either a lab or a golden retriever. Oh, uh, I struck I, You struck me as a great Dane guy. <laughs> what? Yeah, because you're super short. <laughs> dog's really Three big. my size. Yeah, you could ride him around the house. <laughs> I, I, feel like he, I feel like I would be the pet. That would be awesome. They're good dogs, apparently. They're lap dogs. They are. There's one on our walk that, that we always run into. Problems. Yeah, great Danes are great. Lots of hip problems. Yep. I've given Paul too much wine. Um, you have. All right. Wow, that's a tearjerper. I mean, honestly, we don't have enough time to get into JT's. Tearjerper. Tearjerper. It's tearjerper. A jerper. Uh, we don't have enough time to get into JT's life. But, yeah, he needs he needs an what? animal. He needs a chick. He, like, he needs all of that. 100%. Paul? I don't want to get into it on there. Okay. All right. I want to be uh, wined and dined, and <laughs> I'll just say it, 69. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to live that one down. Don't we all? Yeah. No, I don't want to live that one down. You should play that in the intro of every show. Okay. All right, boss. Yes. What do we need to work on most for to get ready for Vet Nationals 2022? Uh, lose 100 pounds. No, no. Well, yeah, I need to get in better shape. Yeah, like that's, I'm tired. My arms. You got, you got tired quickly. Your speed was good. You got tired quickly. Uh, speed wasn't even that good. Oh, well, well, that's sounds what like I'm we saying. got more to like, work yeah. on that. Yeah, I mean, but he said one thing. So, oh. uh, I mean, speed. Do we, need, do we need to talk about your diet again? No, no, we do not. Okay. You're not willing to give on the diet. He's not. 
I'm not doing some you're, sort of voodoo gypsy you're, diet. You you're just quite stubborn with your diet. No, just be fucking normal. Like, okay, like uh, the diet can be better. Just, but you can still eat normal and just have a better diet. Okay, well, find no, find yeah, the you can find eat the normal, but yeah. that's not that's not dieting. Find the middle ground. Like eating eating muffins and cookies and shit is not dieting. I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> So, all right, so instead, let me go to some gypsy diet. Drink wine instead of beer. Yeah. Drink drink a lot of cocaine and eat some pills, brother. There you go, or that. Yeah, man, that's an an OG one there. That's an OG drop. Pookie drop. No, never mind. (laughs) Careful. Halloween. You can get yourself in trouble. Halloween was. All right. All right, Paul. What made Bones great at suspension work, and who was the next Bones? Um. Oh, Whoa. shit. Oh, Pookie's oh, mad at you. Yep. She's pissed. Yep. I'm going to keep going like we didn't hear her. Yep. Um, I would say Bones' experience and his uh, dedication and his ability to translate what a rider is saying into a direction in suspension where I, I think that's the talent, right? You hear these guys say, that's such a big thing, my yeah. bike's doing this or my bike's doing that. But, Yo, it, but if bro, it, it's... Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's up to the suspension guy to translate what they're saying into, you know, does, does oh, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm bottoming out over here. Does that mean you have to go, you know, whatever. But um, so I seconds. would say he, had a, he has a talent to do that. And mm-hmm. as far as the next bones, I, I don't know. What do you um, mean? Okay, There's got to be someone 40, out there. 48 seconds. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, it, I don't know. Is it Ricky or is it? Uh, Ricky Gilmore is very good at what he does. I, I think Ricky. Mark Johnson's really good at what he does. He runs his own business now um, at AEO. Uh, so I would imagine there's plenty of people I'm leaving out too, mm-hmm. but I'm not as close and educated to that right, part of it as on. I once was. Moving on. And okay. I will fucking kill you. Oh, by the way, on three, uh, is this Vin? Yeah, I'm here. Vin, you won the, uh, Pulp Max Fantasy? I did. Yeah. Vin, Vin Murphy? That's me. Bro, we got a trophy for you. Yeah, nice. Nice Good work. Good work. I think uh, I saw it a little bit earlier. Truman sent a, a couple stickers to my girlfriend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a Truman that I know. <laughs> Big boobs. Long story, long story short, my girlfriend is Bob Rathcamp's daughter. So. Oh, That's okay. right. Okay, Dan texted us about this, and I didn't fully okay. know or understand Bob, what he's Bob's, talking about. Bob's but. a good dude. Yeah, and he's not ketchup, Steve. All those pictures you got, he's not ketchup. Ketchup. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I kind of know what you're saying. Is, is he sending me the photos? I mean, maybe a few. All right. I need to know that. All right. Good. Good to know. I'm confused. <laughs> it, it's a long story. Okay. Yeah. Um, but congratulations, man. That's awesome. Good I job. Appreci- I appreciate it. I didn't know Bob has a daughter. Is she older or younger than Spencer? Younger. <clears throat> she she worked. We'll call at Supercross this year. And no year. fucking way. Small world. No, oh, there you go. All right, buddy. Well, the trophy's on its way, or shortly, anyways. No, it's on. Uh, I just want to let you know it's on Steve to get it on its way. Uh, yeah. I brought it to Vegas. Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to JT. My and job's J- done. JT's gonna handle it. It's up to the, these guys to send it to you. Hell <laughs> yeah! Uh, thanks, man. Congratulations. We'll get this thing out. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. No All worries. Right, thanks, cool. man. Good job. Yeah. All right. Let's do this, Moser. All right, JT. With sure. your VIP experience coming back, what's been the dumbest question you've had? Uh, somebody ask. It's well, you can't. The... You can't. Ask. Yeah. Because he's. I just did. Okay. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, 
I, I don't like to think of it as a dumb question like that because honestly, people that are doing it, that's that's what they're paying for. Like they're paying to ask questions. Get educated. They don't know. I, obviously, they're asking. They don't know the answer to. So okay, what's the most asked question then? What's the what's the, the question most that, asked yeah. question? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the little button on the fork guard for? <laughs> no, I think How far it's, is uh, the you know a lot of them. A, a lot of them want insight to personalities and what the guys are really like. You know, with their helmets off and not at the track and all that kind of stuff. Like, what's their their? Who are these guys really, and what are their traits? And is this guy is this guy cool or is he a jerk or whatever? That I think that's the most the most asked questions on certain guys. A lot of shorty questions. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody really asked if shorty was a jerk or not. They all kind of knew because he would he jerk. would go out of his way to talk to all these people. Big time asshole, Andrew Short. <laughs> <laughs> we need a cold call him. We can't. We're busy. There we go. Okay. We got time, plenty of time. Steve. Yep. Boss. Yeah. Not this. Uh, who's your favorite co-host? Mm. Paul. Uh, Paul. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Paul, I know you love handlebar questions, so oh what boy. is the perfect bar bend slash grip combo? Well... <laughs> It depends who you are, I we guess. Co- I want colors the whole – give me but the whole For Let's me, call we can. He would nerd out. Oh, But, I mean – T-Biggs is great with handlebars. Yeah. To, to Adamson Cirillo, it's a Renthal 997 twin wall with a Kevlar um, half waffle grip. What color? Kevlar. Oh, the, oh, the, the, the handlebar, co- black. The, what color – so Kevlar for the – Kevlar for the grip. For I don't like Kevlar grips. Sorry. What really? Color? I just said that. Just because the way they look? <laughs> no, I just don't like the way they, I don't like the way they feel. Really? I like is that soft. a green? You know, you know, it's our best selling grip. Soft. No. Soft half half. No, no, no. no? Kevlar half waffle best selling rental grip. Why? You got to go half waffle because it is lasts it, forever. It, it lasts. It lasts well. It's soft. It's durable. It's, it's comfortable. Thick. It's not too. It's not too, too thick. thick. It's too thick. People love it. That's what she All said. Right. A lot of titles. I mean, Villapoto won lots of titles with the Kevlar grip. <laughs> lots. Well, Villapoto's not. No bad. shit, asshole. <laughs> What color uh, bar pad, though? I mean, that varies. Whatever your flavor of the day is, what color your bike is, what color your gear is. By the way, speaking no of bar difference. pads, Renthal is coming out with cloth bar pads again. Not yet, but soon. And, soon. And, and I, this is something I've been on for years. We're you, getting, you guys we're getting are going to crush it. We're getting very close. Everything's, for the most part, done. Pricing's getting finalized. Oh. I will be delivering the information to distributors soon, and then they'll be placing orders, feel, and then they'll be available I to, feel co- very to the public. fortunate to have one. You I have an you, early pre. You have an early sample. There'll oh. be a lot of colors to choose from. I was going to say what color? Lots of colors to choose Lots from. Lots of colors. All of them. And all, you all guys, the colors. you guys are going to sell the shit out of those things. You think so? Yes. I hope. Hey, so. man, you beaten off? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what do you got? Back to JT. Uh, JT, how much are you willing to pay to get into a pool party in Vegas? I think would say zero. Yeah. You won't pay answer. anything, huh? Nah. No. Wow. Okay. No, he says. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I've been, to, I've been to all kinds of them for free. I, I'm not paying. Mm, no, I'm not fair, paying. Fair enough. They're not that I needed help. I had two chicks. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. Nobody knows. What else you got? That was a lot of drops. That, that was, was it? it? That's that was it? it? That was all of them. You come in person and you bring five questions. That was six. Were you drinking when you did these? 
He's um, been, yeah, he's been drinking all day. JT goes, okay. JT, I'm on day three in Vegas, so yeah. Uh, yeah. JT's like, okay. That explains yeah, everything. Yeah, no, that was, yeah. That I, was, I, met, I met up with him about two o'clock and been drinking ever since I saw him. That was nine, that was nine questions, JT, so yeah. Oh, nine. Yeah. Sorry, I just didn't sorry know to undercut you. If you had some good ones in there. Uh, okay, oh, well, wow. I mean, Swisscore can do them next time. Yeah. X Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Tension. All I'm saying, Moser, Moser you're better than that. That's all I'm saying. Oh. I, I honestly, I thought those were pretty good. Tension. Who do you think can no, do no more, more push ups, you or JT? Uh, me. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Wow. Push ups. I mean, JT works out a lot, but I work out. I know. Equally as I, I'm waiting for JT to chime J- in here. JT works out a lot, but I work out equally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, JT can push himself into like the hurt zone too, but you strike me as a person that will literally die. I'm yeah, I'm an idiot. 100. <laughs> yeah. percent Yeah. Snack pack. Are we going? Uh, are we going e-bike ride tomorrow? Let's do it. We're taking some tasers. 100. percent All right. Yep. Yeah. Give him one that's like half charged. Let's I'm, see yeah. what he's made of. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I'm one of those guys who's just like. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Hurt Locker. All the way to the end. Yep. You don't save any for the, the swim back. The we see each other most, we're doing this. If someone challenges you to swim away from shore, you're not saving energy for the Is swim back. Is there a back. Seattle Supercross this year? <laughs> I love to mention that I, I yeah. don't oh. normally tell people this, but I've done four Ironmans. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I never bring this up. Never. Except <laughs> when you have to. Yeah, exactly. When you have to. Yeah. Yeah, he calls it. challenge. Yeah. All right. You know, so uh, Seattle, Seattle Supercross mm-hmm. 2022, we will have the push-up challenge. You know, uh, in the fly racing uh, hospitality area. Yeah. I got another Sounds challenge good. for you. What? Tyler Keefe, friends of ours. Yeah. Would you s- look at him and say, like, he can run pretty fast? No. Okay. I will take Tyler Keefe to any bar in America and put him <laughs> up against anybody I run into for a running race, and that guy will what win. What if Usain Bolt? Like, what, like 25 yards? Does, how far? Well, come on, Usain Bolt. You're, 25 you're, yards? You're ruining what my joke. Random. But how far are we running? Twenty-five yard race. A sprint. I don't know how long that is. I Hold on. Are you saying that's what I'm asking? That's saying, really short. I think. Are you saying Tyler Keefe will win? Know. Yes. Oh, he'll win. The dude can run like the wind. <laughs> like the yeah, wind. I, I, be, I ran track in, in college. Would you run the twenty-five yarder? <laughs> I've made. I have made so much money off Tyler Keefe <laughs> just being in a social setting and getting on the topic of running and saying, "I'll put up my guy TK over here to running so, race," and they're like, "Look," they look at him. They're like, "I got him." And I make money because he, he smokes them. And a sprinter. He's a sprinter. <laughs> wow. Yes. I not JT. He's you know dedicated to the craft. JT, how far are we running? I, I have to race you and run now. No, no, no. I'm just saying, how far should TK run? Like hundred oh, yard dash. I, this is this is news to me. I didn't know. I, oh, you said 25 yards is not far enough. He's, apparently, he's well, fast. I, I've never heard that was just such a random race. Like I, just, I mean, a 40 yard dash, I get it. 100 <laughs> meters, something like that. But you come out with 25 yards. I, like, I've been, it's, I've it's watching, I've been watching football. All 40 yard, so, 40 yard dash. Give me first TK in a 40 yard dash. First thing that popped in my head was just you know yardage. So <laughs> yeah, it was just it was 25 yards <laughs> is very random. I watched. I mean, 24 hours of football is basically uh, right now. Speaking of. Um, World Vets, which we were earlier. Uh, Jake, what's up, man? How are you? What up? How are you guys? Good. How are you, man? What's going on? Nothing. I'm rolling back from dinner right now. Just had a nice yard house, a little bit of steak action, some mashed potatoes. Nice. Okay. Fantastic. Thanks for all that. Yeah. Rolling into the show a little late, uh-huh. needless to say. But um, I wanted to get on because I, I got into last week's show late also, but I noticed you mentioned the motorcycle industry job. Uh, Jobs posted the Kawasaki technician spot. Yeah. 
So I was calling calling to let everyone know that it's not going to be available because I got it. Oh, <laughs> nice work. Nice work. That's badass. That's pretty badass. What's your name? This is Chicken's Jacob. Kid, Jake Matasevich Himmel. You're working for Holiday. Yeah, they, well, I don't know about for Holiday, but for the R&D technician is it Team Green? No, so. it's not Team Green. It's R&D. Oh. R&D no, department. not Team so Green. So Mike, oh. Pres- Mike Preston's still there? No. Um, I Honestly, I just got okay. hired this morning, so I haven't even started or anything. But He's going to okay. be with Travis um, and Borky. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I met Travis and then uh, one other guy also. Nice work. Cool. You're going to have to make sure that that, that bike service yeah. program stayed tight. Yeah, you think, Chicken, how many parts is, clutches is Chicken going to hit you up for now? Oh, man. I, I mean, I can only imagine because I, he's in there often enough at Pro Circuit, so bugging with – I mean, dude, he had a new bike for, what, two two or three weeks, and he had to redo his whole motor. This so I don't know – Chicken's kid on the line. I don't know yeah. what his deal is, but it's crazy. Can we yeah. get the chicken drop, please? Yeah, hit it. That was Don't your that favorite. guy drinks a lot. No, no the, the boat, boat one. one. Yeah. That was Paul's favorite. <laughs> it's my boat. God, it's a good drop. And uh, so, you know hey, Jake, he knew about that, all, right? All my friends. All my – oh, yeah, for sure. So Jake, um, he, he act, well, I don't know if he, I don't know if he like had anything to do with it because I, I didn't tell him until, until I did my first interview. So, dude, do you know how many times I watched, uh, Jeff Matasevich Mataz attack? Don't call me a chicken video on VHS so when great. I was a kid, dude. I watched it probably seventy five times. What about the starts? All the start, and he uh, goes to McDonald's in Japan and or- orders chicken nuggets. The I just saw that. I just saw that clip for the first time the seen. other day, and I was dying. God, that movie's the good. And McDonald's. Clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't make it through the movie though. That was I. I, could, I couldn't get through the movie. I, I I understand. I Can't believe he's your dad. <laughs> could they not get like a gallon of water to water the gate? <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's what that was the first thing that I thought out of the gate was. I'm like, holy shit! They're on the the hottest most summer day at K1 or. What is it, K two or whatever it is, and I was just like, "What was it? They didn't exist. The the, the sprinklers didn't exist, or no hoses, uh, like and no nothing. They didn't Jer- know they were filming." Or <laughs> Jerry's jeans couldn't get any tighter. Jerry, oh my god! Yeah, yep. those were painted on the jeans. Were Jerry Campbell? Different times. So Different Jake, times. I met Jake. I met your dad at uh, Seattle Supercross. He called me a hero oh, yeah. at about three in the morning. Oh, he I was like wearing, that. He was, wearing a, he was wearing a Coors Light box as a hat. <laughs> At my hotel room door, think, classic, classic. I think uh, he did a lot more of uh, that side of hanging out than he did on the the racing side of hanging out. I yeah, think yeah, it's that's, fine that's though. It's fine idea. though. Hey, we, super we, nice guy. Super Jake, nice guy. we were trying to do rent a chicken for a while. We wanted to, we wanted to like get his services where you could rent a chicken and just well, live his life for a little while. You know, that was, but, a, that was I mean, a rent a Debo weekend. If you can, if you can get him to be on time for anything, <laughs> he, I don't invite him to any of my birthdays anymore because there's really no point. You know? he, oh, my God. He told me the craziest story about one of his fucking cats last time he was here. I'm oh like, I'm God, like, you have dude. to be making this up, chicken. Didn't he have, like, real big dude, cats? Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. not domestic two, cats. No, no, no. Yeah. Two real, like, African serval cats. From fucking yeah, from straight from Africa. Yeah, and he won't even tell me how he got them. Like he just told me, <laughs> "Don't worry yeah, about it." I just PayPal, <laughs> PayPal five six grand, you know, over to this dude, and I just 
get a fucking box. Somebody shows up with a cat. No way, dude. I was like, holy shit. That's actually JT's new business. He's launching that. He's going to do that on the side. Oh. It makes money. Junglecat.com. PayPal's quick from guys like him. Right. So. How about how about I'm not using the gate at, at the World Vets? Oh man. Well, I mean, he told he tells me all the time that he needs a, either a ramp or the very side gate because he's gonna either jump it because he watches the guy go. He says he counts. He says he counts and then goes no matter what when the guy goes in because he does the same thing every time. He says. Yeah. So he says, watch the guy. And then count and just go, and but he never. <laughs> my Glassy style. So I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But neither do I. So I can't really say anything. Right. I, and especially at Glen Helen, I mean, um, as hard as it is to ride dude. there, anyways. J- you're, that was you're, not how he taught to do starts on Metazapan. <laughs> not. It was not. No. Yeah. Your dad was no, the like reason he, I was going to my parents asking for new Fox gear all the time. I was like, I need to look like that guy. Dude, you need the yeah, barbed wire. You know what's up? cool? Yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to redo the the first replica helmet, the the showy, you know, the regular yellow and red and blue chicken helmet. Um, I had one as a kid, but with all the moves or whatever, I, I don't have it anymore. So I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna do a wrap from that that company. Magic is gonna make me a wrap, and hopefully, hopefully, it looks pretty cool. Uh, we got to run, helmet. Jake. But before I let you go, last week's show with the World Vets was I exaggerating anything? Absolutely not, and I think you're being a little light <laughs> Thank you. on the the getting in line for the racing, and absolutely every time the track prep, no matter what, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or lack of track prep, at least one time. You know what I mean? Sunday was okay, but holy shit, Saturday, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. You couldn't you couldn't see up the hills, you couldn't ride the straightaways. But oh my god, yep. I mean, I made it. I I didn't do as good as I wanted to, but. And fucking medals up, not this year, so god damn it. Yeah, damn I mean, it. Yeah, that <laughs> Next sucks. year with the medals up, dude, I'm with you. Everyone was all stoked with their medals. I was like, fuck it, dude. Give me – watch out. I need to get my tent. Like, everyone move. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it was a tough <laughs> tough year for us non-medalists, that's for sure. Um, no. Well, that's cool. Thanks Good for calling in. Guys. Thank you, man. No worries. Talk to you soon. Uh, I'll talk to you guys. Chicken. I'm not stupid, dude. Chicken's kid, everybody. Um, That's awesome. All right, Seems JT. Like a great kid. We're gonna let you go. Uh, what's the result of the poll? Uh, why? 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 Why is JT gonna Nick go? Way's coming on? Well, we can't leave JT on too. If JT wants to stay with Nick Way, you can. Okay. Hey, Paul, we're gonna. I got. I got up at two a.m. Boise time to fly home today. Yeah. I'm, so there I'm you go. Okay. Vapored. Fly racing. Flyracing.com. Stay tuned, everybody, for the Seattle 2022 push-up challenge. JT versus JT. JT, how many push-ups can you do? What's the, what's the poll? In a row. JT, all you got to say is more than you. Yeah. That's all you got to say. I don't know, man. A lot. What's the poll? A lot. Uh, close close battle right now. 64 votes. 51.6% Paul and JT. That's bullshit. That's what's okay. up. Yeah. Well, someone said JT was jacked. So I'm not feeling great about this push-up thing. Uh, yeah, all right, JT. You just need to dig deep. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Thanks we'll for coming deep. on. FlyRacing.com. Thank you, buddy. Guys, see ya. All right, see ya. See ya, JT. Uh, Paul Parabino is brought to you by Artisport.com. Artisport.com forward slash PulpMX to save all products under 10 bucks. CVS, uh, Walgreens, all sorts of products. Charcoal face wash, any down of shampoo, all of it under 10 bucks. Artisport.com, over 7,000 five-star reviews. Brought to you by Josh 
Um, yeah, that's not bad. Legacy Red Bland and Robert Mondavi's private selection. Also Michelin as well. Michelin Enduro Extreme <laughs> Tire, Michelin Power 5 Tire, Pinky's the Starcross 5, uh, for, uh, all available in, ride, in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. Motorcycle.michelinman.com. Uh, our guys at Motorsport are running a contest where they're giving some Michelins away as well, so please check that out. Also, Fight Club this week in South Carolina with Randy Richardson. So, they're still doing that? Yeah, they're still doing it. Is it Weege racing? Too? Is it on Weege, dirt bikes or cars? Cars. Cars. Weege is racing. Randy Richardson's racing. Weege is racing. Yep. No way. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So Randy Randy Richardson's driving the Pulp MX car. No way. Yeah. What's, which car is Weege racing? I don't know. The the He's not happy discount char- he car. Doesn't have enough gas in it. Oh, Might not make the full race. It's not going to take a lot uh, of money. To hand get me down in, tires. Yeah. All right. Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory. OEM supplier to KTM Husqvarna. Gas Gas, TM, and Beta as well. Sales at PivotWorks.com. Sales at PivotWorks.com. Email that. Tell them you're a uh, Pulp Mex listener. Get a deal on a full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons. Replica high compression with GP style configurations. The man on the line is a friend of the show. He has used the Vertex Pistons before, and uh, we're welcoming him back on the show. Nick Way, what's up, NYK? How's it going, guys? We're good, Great. Man. Thank you for it's coming going on. Great. <laughs> it's going great. Parabinos and Moser have been drinking wine. <laughs> what, what's up, guys? Oh, well, we got um, pinkies up. Pinkies up, Nick. Okay, so before you came on, Nick, Paul said that TK. Our buddy Tyler Keith could beat just about anyone uh, in a in a hundred yard dash as he's a sneaky sprinter. Can you confirm or deny this, Nick? Yeah, he's fast. Told wow. you. I told you he's good, dude. I this is news to <laughs> yeah, me. It, I know. It's kind of it's, it's bizarre. Not that he's not athletic because I've known TK for a long time, and so he would you know he was I don't know super tight buddies with Ryan and Jake and right. Tyler and those guys. So even when he raced, like, and I'd be out here sometimes in the summer, I would we would ride when he was amateur and cycle and whatever. So I know he's like a good athlete. But we had a Christmas party at my house one year, and he just is like try, fronting on everybody about running up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And he beat Big Nasty like three times. And Big Nasty <laughs> would be like, all right, let's go again. And then so, I then I laced up and he he beat me too. Wow! I'm telling like that's yeah. what I mean. He's yeah. like my bar trick. If I am at a bar with TK, I know I can make money because you look at him and you're like, yeah, yeah. No, I no, got I would this not guy. think sprinter. And but honest, TK's lost a lot of weight recently. Okay, but previous to losing the weight, you can make more money off of him yeah, yeah. because you're like, I could beat this guy, but you can't beat him. He's so fast. Wow, he's fast. Did not know this. I I saw him try to race Frankie and the like. Remember. At the straight rhythm, they had all that huge grass area. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie took like two steps and fell down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just see it from a distance, right? Like they just packed up the trucks and then Frankie and TK in a running race. I'm like, oh, these two. Wow. I like it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Paul wasn't just the wine talking, like TK, legit speed. He does. He yeah. absolutely has right. speed. Yeah. All right. He, no he's fault. got a quick, like, he's got a quick 10, 15 steps in him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick. He's got a wicked first he's step, as they say. Fast yeah, twitch exactly. muscles. He's fast exactly. twitch. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Nick, uh, by the way, I got a new stand, as you saw, so don't worry about returning my stand. It's fine. I just moved yours around. It just was in my way again. Okay. But, all right. Even at these amateur races, I keep they keep saying you got you got Matthews' stand. What's yeah? 
<laughs> and I'm like, this guy's been talking about the stand, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I saw I saw your drill on the stand, actually. Yeah, exactly. was last time exactly. I was at Knicks. Exactly. <laughs> I was mostly curious about the drill. Do you still have this? No, like, uh, The drill is the gone. The drill from 10 years ago. The drill is gone. Uh, but I think the suspect drill is in my barn in Michigan. Yeah, I think But it I is. also have a craftsman drill in my truck in the bottom drawer. I mean, you can have either of them back, but I mean, at this point, it's a sweet talking point. It's, yeah. we- it's weird that you don't have, like, one of his torque wrenches but, or... But, or <laughs> but for real... Or a scrub brush. Hey, don't, don't, I don't have, have one of those. Brush. No, I don't have a scrub Scotch brush. Scotch right. The whole thing with the stand, I don't even care about the stand, the, the actual stand. Eric at Works Connection gave me a new one. It's a nice stand. The though. whole point of the conversation was when he was picking up Kessler's, my bike, to ride for Kessler, I said to him... <clears throat> You don't need the stand. And he goes, yeah, I do. And I go, you don't need it, dude. I know you have stands at your house. Like, you have 8 million bikes. Yeah, but he's got a lot of bikes on him. I'm like, you don't need the stand. He said, no, fuck, I need the stand. So, okay, all right. He's not wrong. Give it back to Parabinos and, and, you know, for Paula, bring it. And then, like, nothing happened. So that was I don't want to be a a dick, but this is what happened. (laughs) You said, I said, hey, I need the stand. Uh, I said, I need the stand just for now. And then Paul came and picked the bike up, and then he's like, Paul's very particular with his stuff. Yeah, I so said I don't want that piece of shit. So <laughs> I don't want, want that stand. stand. <laughs> he don't want the stand. And then you take the bike home from the race, and then the stand's at my house. But really, I'm not going to just cram it into Paul's van because Paul's not trying to walk around extra stuff. I get it. Yeah. I'm the same type. Yeah, Paul's not going to put an extra stand in his van no. that he can immediately take out no. and put to the side? No, I got a spot for everything, Steve, in my van. And I didn't need your stand. I got a stand that works awesome. I didn't want your stand. Wow. Yeah, he's very particular with the stuff. So I'm so confused. I was like so not, is... not trying to overwhelm him with extra. Well, in the stuff. end, that stand was had a red sticker on it, and I ride a blue crew, and the new stand from Eric at Works Connection is a blue sticker. So you're happy. So I've made out like a bandit because I, I now have a new stand with a blue sticker. You're doing great. Right. So. Okay. A um, <laughs> couple things, Nick. Uh, do you want me to give this stand back to someone? I mean, do you want me to... Pulp Nation, donate to someone that really is in need of the track, and I can just the I can next, throw that out. I'm at the the track next time you go to the track, take it mm-hmm. with you, and the next guy that asks, asks you about the stand can have it. So keep it in your van for, like, next two years is what he's saying. No. Yeah, nobody listens yeah, exactly, to this show. Exactly. Dude, nobody, <laughs> let's not flatter yourself too much here. Nobody, <laughs> okay, nobody then, that much. then, okay, how's this I'm then? I'm not carrying it around for, like, a month. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you said let's donate it to Pulp Nation, so I don't know. How do you well, want? I know, but I'll figure I'll just give it to anybody. Because I know you ain't fucking shipping from, it. From, he ain't going to Canada anytime I, I know soon you're where not Pulp sh- Nation's at. I know you're not shipping it, so you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. I may as well fucking, you know. Try to grow a third arm before you'll take it to the post office and ship it to somebody. I do have a valid question, though, seeing okay. how I am part of the Vertex segment here. Yeah. What, what is a GP-style piston you speak of? Uh, it's a longer-lasting piston. Less compression. Yeah, less compression. It's like what a does blue, that mean? It's like a blue pill. Meaning better for long motos, endurance, not as much power, but increased reliability, yes. Nick. So, like, what's the shape look? So it's like a flat top. It's, uh, yeah, it's um, deeper pockets for less compression. <laughs> so so, really so we're talking we're talking four stroke pistons. Yeah, yeah. People don't ride two strokes anymore. Vertex makes those. Make those. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you need one. Okay, there was a guy earlier on the phone that said he rides a two stroke and he hates it. He's gonna he's gonna yeah. get his money back. Yeah, get a four stroke. Um. Really. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I got a couple questions for you, Nick, by the way. Uh, uh, how's McAdoo doing AC? Let's just talk about that first. Is everything good there? Yeah. Okay. We're, moving on. Moving on from there. Okay. Yep. Uh, so the picture I posted of you for coming on the show, and I, and I said this to you before, 
is from Halton, Chris Haltner. It is you on a Pro Circuit KX250, black numbers on a white background, right? You said it was a rare picture because you were doing a 250 Supercross, right? Which I remember you doing a few of those uh, in 99, right? You did some? I think that, I think that was 2000. No, 2000. 2000? So yeah. here's my question. So you're like a championship contender back then, and you're riding 250 Supercross, and Michael Byrne, Wrote 250 Supercross before he rode 125s, and Chad Reed did, and so on and so forth. Jeremy McGrath did it. You know, that used to happen all the time. It never happens anymore. Like, none of these guys. Jeremy raced. Martin, the last one to do it, I think. But wasn't he kind of out of the title? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, wasn't it like, hey, you're already out of it, so you're going to ride? Maybe. So it barely happens anymore. It used to happen to everybody. What's changed, Nick? Is it just like salary slash. We don't want you to get hurt, but yet you can get hurt on a practice track. So I'm not sure that's it. Like, what what's changed where we don't see the 250 guys jumping into 450s like we used to? Uh, definitely trying to keep people a little bit <clears throat> like. Well, I think the preparation has gotten a little bit more important per se, rather than just having a guy out there. But certainly, like the teams are way more aware of the risks, and they want to keep their championship contenders safe until it's time to really race. I mean, that is a valid point because, I, like, the things that I remember about racing that 250 when I rode Pro Circuit, mind you, I'm 19 years old, and I had my first year racing Supercross, I raced two races because I hurt myself. So I had one, like, full Eastern season under my belt before I hopped on the 250 as a 19-year-old. Right. And I remember Anaheim had a quad. So it would be like you came, like, a 3-5-3, and then on a 252-stroke, you could hit the triple in second gear, like – no, no, not the big deal, but you had to kind of gas it. But did you had to click third in the air off this 353 and hit this this quad wide open in third gear. Is this in Anaheim? Like, Anaheim, yeah. Anaheim. This yeah. was Anaheim. Yep. And I got like a good start in the main, and I ran into the side of LaRocco on the first lap. Like I thought we were both dead. Like I, we locked bars because I'm like, nope, I'm hitting this. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like reluctant, and I basically like, hit it way faster than he did and ran into the side of him in oh the air. Oh, my God, really? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. takes a while one, for LaRocca to get going I, yeah. on lap one. Yeah. That's one thing I remember about that. And then the other, I think I raced two races there in San Diego. I remember it being super hard to get it in neutral after the hot laps. That shut the bike off, and Strickler would look at me like, what are you doing, idiot? I'd be like, <laughs> chill, bro. I got this. <laughs> and then I remember, like, you know, you see sometimes at a Supercross track, like a tabletop that has a knuckle on it now when yeah. people do, like, two off of it yep there was a big one of those at the supercross track at, at the k1 track and i think the cowie guys had some older dudes riding for them at the time it was emig and then dowd and larry ward so i was yep. like jumping all kind of stuff that they weren't really like trying to hit because i was like stoked on the lack of bogging between the jumps right and right the power so i'm yep. like oh this is normal i feel like i'm gonna die every day <laughs> and i hit that like table with the knuckle off of it over two like I did it a bunch of times, and then I somehow I did something, and I almost endowed it where I probably would have RIP over there beside the 15. I remember that. Um, did you feel though like I remember I talked to Burner about this? Like Burner loved it. Like okay, so he got hurt right away, so it didn't really we didn't see whether it worked or not. Burner felt when he rode a factory connection bike, he was like, man, I felt so ready for that first East Coast race. Like I felt I'd been right making all the mains, running top tens. You know, like, don't you feel like that's a huge, like, say if, you know, one of our, say if Jet Lawrence did that now, like, he, dude, yeah. he would feel so good coming to that opener. We're great for sure. Yeah, the, yeah, the picture you posted was from Pro Circuit, but the next year in 01 on the, 
I wrote for Yamaha Troy, and I wrote all of the West Coast Supercrosses. Yep, yep. And I did pretty well. Like, once the East Coast started, I think I was sixth in the series. So, like, I did the opening ceremony, and I was the first heat race. Right. But honestly, like, at that point, I don't know if that team had a bunch of parts that they maybe they didn't get a bunch of new transmission parts for the 125, but, like, I couldn't practice much because my train was breaking the whoops. and you're up against four strokes too at this point, so you're you're not really well, doing on, only you know, a, only a few of them, but yeah, yeah but that's still a few that you're yeah. like you know at, back then we were like, ah, like four strokes aren't that big of an advantage, but looking back on it, we're like, oh, they were a huge advantage. I yeah, watched yeah. Steel City oh oh one the other day for a podcast. Red Dogs on a four fifty, Villamans on a two stroke, they go up a hill. I mean, Villaman is outside; it's slippery and dusty, and he's trying to get traction and Timmy cuts in underneath him and goes straight by him at Mach 4 up the inside of a slippery off-camber hill, right? Like, yeah. you're like, Villeman had no chance. Like, no chance of getting that. You know what I mean? So, looking back on it, though, we all thought they were kind of equal and they weren't. Well, and know. some for some reason, like, us riders would just block it out and be like, oh, yeah. Right. Those things will just go, those things will just go away, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that didn't really go away. Um, yeah. So anyway, so like, you, do you either one of you guys or Moser, do you think we're seeing it? Will it, will that come back, or no? That's gone forever. I don't. Is it like racing the other coast? Is it or, like uh, like egos or preserving the rider's stock? Like it never happens anymore. Well, I don't really buy the injury thing. I know Nick, you said that, and I get it. But plenty of injuries happen on the test track on a Tuesday, like. You can say like, oh, the guy, I don't want to get the guy to get hurt. Like, I, dudes can get hurt any which way, man. You know, like so. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking like back then, right? It was hundreds of thousands of dollars would, you know, probably less than a million dollars they were running race teams on now, or then. Where now it's like you know the budgets have increased a bunch, and so I, I mean, obviously, like the the companies that are sponsoring these teams want to see the best guys out there, which is also why you see you know most of the top two fifty guys race which would ever be the first coast, which is obviously West traditionally. Yeah, West, yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of it just comes down to just the value to the sponsors and having their best guys, like preserving their best guys that can get an ROI for the sponsorship, to be honest. I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, you're not letting Jet race 450 Supercross. There's Chad no Reed did. As a sponsor, I'd love to see it. I, I would love to yeah. see Bring it, it on. Too, but uh, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no way. That was like when you saw Chad do that 01 series or 02 series, you were like, oh, shit, this dude's really good. Yeah, but honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's any – I don't think that would happen anymore. That's what we're talking about, yeah. <laughs> would you – what, so what 250 so, guy would you put so, on a 450 that you go, holy shit, this guy's going to be good? Right, so oh, as far as – I think Christian, Christian, Christian. could do pretty well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, obviously, Jeremy Martin could do well. Like whether it's depending on he's obviously better in some conditions than others, but if there was like a race where it was you know super tough or muddy or Daytona, he he stands a really good chance at winning. I mean, obviously he he's not not capable in a normal well, yeah. conditions. He just hasn't really shown that yet. I yeah, guess. What do you get at Daytona? What do you get at Daytona? The second. Yeah. But I think that's part of it. Like they the. I think it's safer for these 250 guys in their career to stay down and not show their hand in the 450 class and and then try to go secure that ride and for that money, They don't right? even need to try to secure it. They, they but stay if, down like, forever. It's fine. But if, if they go and race the 450 class and it goes awful, like, that's... 
You don't even got to show your – if you get close to the points, you stay home. It's fine. Stay home. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, boy. I know we're paying you a bunch of money. Just fucking stay home, though. Did we it's tr- fine. Did we trigger you? Yes, it's fucking ridiculous. Shane McElroy sat out like half the series. J Mart sat out like half the series. Like we went from a guy taking a dive at the very last race, which is sort of understandable, you know, because it's the last race and you're not in the title contention. We're now taking dives halfway through the series. When do we start taking dives at round two? Like, oh shit! Like I gotta start. I'm out. I'm out. I can't race. Hey, what like, if they got a mortgage? Hundred percent. That's hundred percent. That's been that's happened before. It's just not really spoke about or very obvious yeah it's just poor for the series yeah. it's when you have a yeah. race series where your stars aren't racing up race they're not showing up because they don't want to point out of a class i mean something needs to fucking change so anyways uh, but back to the 125 guys in 250s yeah that mm-hmm. was cool i always liked that that was awesome yeah no i i, I still think there's probably five or six guys that could do yeah. pretty well Dude. I, mean, I don't know if like guys are going to necessarily step in and be like in contention to win, but certainly they would have the ability to be around fifth for sure, like on a good day. Dude, the guys, guy guys that... like Swink and McGrath were leading. Swink the, was awesome. They were leading their series on 125s. And they go race two. And they would go race 250s. Like, ah, I got the points lead. Fuck it. Like, I'm going to go, you know, yeah, like. Yeah, but if we want to talk about the difference between the, the 90s and now on a difference, on other subject, we'll never leave here. No, like, but the mentality, just, uh, the mentality of like, yeah, I'm leading the series. world. I don't you know. Yeah. I Who's know. the last guy that won? Was it Wyndham? Yeah, I think just so. jumped up and won no. a race. Hill, maybe? He didn't win, did he? Hill won Minneapolis. He wasn't a 250 guy that I don't oh, think. Oh, was he not? I don't um, think so. Who would it have did been? Dodd race, did Dodd race the 125 class like in 98? <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was like 45 he won years Char- old. Su- he won Charlotte Supercross 98. Yeah, but I, I think, think you're asking West who won. Supercross but I think who yeah. won. Wyndham won later that same year, same idea. I think. No, when I think Wyndham Wyndham was already racing the two fifty class ninety eight. Was he? No, he jumped up yeah. and won. Dean well, Wilson won a heat race at Daytona. I got. I give that for you. <laughs> Here we go. I got that. That's all I got. Shorty won Seattle. I mean, what are, what Tim Ferry won heat races with me as a mechanic. I mean, no, but yeah, he was Dean Wilson, a two fifty guy. You know what I mean? Fair like enough, that's we're enough. on the subject. He brings in the fair fairy, fairy stuff. Anyways, I'd like to see it. <laughs> I'd like to see more of it. I know we won't. I know, for, I know for we won't. We won't. I yeah. would love to, all too, the reasons Steve, we but talked we won't. About, right. We yep. won't. Yep. So. You're going to see Moto Concepts switch around classes this year. It looks like. See, there goes That's that. true. We're going to get Oldenburg on a 250 and then him on a 450 other coast, and then we're going to get the same with yeah. Freese. Yep. Who's on the team this year? Freese, Oldenburg, and Brayton. Thanks for thanks. They're from Spokane, and you don't know the fucking line. I know that Nate is wrenching. Nate's my guy. Nate's so, back, yeah. That's all, yeah. I, that's all I need. Nate's my guy. Okay. Nate's working for Oldenburg, right? I don't know. Yes. Oh, good job. All right. He's wrenching a moto. All right. You know something I learned today? What? You remember Hutch? Yes. Crew chief at uh, 250 Honda team. He doesn't work at Yamaha anymore? No. He <laughs> called me on the way up here. I was like, what are you doing oh, these wow. days? He's like, oh, I'm the crew chief at, at Factory Honda for the 250 team. I was like, awesome. Congrats. Wow. But yeah, that's what yeah. he does. Didn't know that. I know. Is Kalma working at Yamaha? I don't know. No, he left. I believe. Oh, really? Don't hold that to me, but I believe he left, yeah. Who, who took Kehoe's job? Lars. Oh, yeah, Lars is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that should, that, by the way, I went to – I got a video coming out on Racer X. I went to the Honda warehouse where all the factory bikes are, and I brought Dave Arnold with me. 
and we did an hour and a half about old factory bikes. Did you have a nice time? Oh my god! You sound like, you look like you have a nice time. The way you're telling uh, that's, yeah, you that's why I laugh. You got a that's crazy look in your eye right now. Why do you just, laugh? They're just talking crazy. Well, just because you and Dave Ar- Dave Arnold wants to, he wants to talk about that stuff, and you just want to ask oh. him. <laughs> Dude, I don't hope he didn't notice me beating off while he was talking. I fucking yeah. loved it. It was Seriously. amazing. Oh my god. Now I know what your O face hey looks man, like. You off you just... it, it, uh, it was such a. Like, I sat on these bikes. I sat on all <laughs> that, of them. That did something for you. I sat on all of them. Like pulled the clutches. In, like it was fucking amazing. So you just, how that. was the clutch pull? How was the clutch pull? Stiff, yeah, yeah, stiff, stiff. stiff. <laughs> two uh, it was two fingers after all these years with no tri flow on them. Right? Two fingers. Well, keep for an sure. eye. On, keep an eye out for that video, everybody, on Pulpamex and Racer X. So keep an eye on that. It'll. It's really cool. I think it'll be cool for like you know a hundred people. Most people will be like, I don't give a fuck about these 1985 bikes, but 100 people are going to think it's really fucking cool. Okay. Because these bikes were awesome. Do those people know how to access like videos, or yeah, do you got to print it for them? Right. All right, Nick. <laughs> did you ask so, the question, like, was Bob Hanna in this room at one time? No, I didn't ask that, no. <laughs> did I ever tell you did a story? Something like, Dave Arnold, did you bang a, a, a Coors Light trophy girl in this room? This is a question <laughs> off camera. I got a Bob Hanna story. Okay. So I'm working at... It's either pro tape or answer. We're all together, right? Yep. And Hannah comes in for some reason. I don't know. Eddie I th- Cole. He, I yeah. think Eddie Cole was right. there that day. Yep. Yeah. And he comes in, and our our international accounts lady, older lady, knew Bob, though, just smitten with him oh, being yeah. there. Oh. At the end of the day, it ended with Bob. She's on his lap and <laughs> posing for a photo. And I'm like, God, this fucking guy here. Dude. I was like, he's about to take this our, our international accounts lady home. Did you, ever, <laughs> did you ever see the photos of Bob with the trophy girl but up on his head? No. He used to... Backwards. 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 Yes. He's like going down on the trophy girl did on you, the podium. Did you see the video of the, and of the co- bikini contest from the announcer's tower at like Washougal with yeah. Chicken and Bradshaw? Yes. Did yes. you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the 90s there's were also, cool. There's also a video of Stanton full tongue kissing a trophy girl. <laughs> I mean, full tongue. Can we please get... Uh, can Jet do that for us? Like, make out with the fucking monster girl. It would be awesome. Jet, uh, that, that surprises me with Stanton, too, because he's very cautious. As you know. <laughs> but you've seen that clip, right, Nick? No, no, he has a picture of it in his, like, trophy room. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is, this, is not, uh, this is out of character here. Yeah. Wow. No, he, yeah, it's great. Those days were the great. They were good days. So, yeah. Nick, did I see uh, your kid did a six-hour mountain bike race? What? Well, it was, like, it was like a team relay thing. He did, like, he ended up doing a couple, two hours or something. Wow. So they're more. on a like a t- like a high like not a um, like a team right like a school team. Yeah, it's like the school team. Is it wow. with Canyon Hills or whatever our, the school is by our house? Whatever that's. Um, Marietta Mesa High School has it, and then it's like like uh, his middle school joins along. That's cool. But it's the the couple of the neighbor kids have yeah. brothers that are in high school, and they just they it, go along with them. So is he into cool. mountain biking or is it just something he did for fun or does he like, I know he rides a little bit cause I've seen it, but like, is he into mountain biking? Uh, yeah, he's into it, but he like really likes hanging with high school kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause they'll, they'll have practices and they'll do like lunges and push ups and whatever at the park as like a team. Yep. And then this year without COVID there's, there's been a ton of interest. So there's like a bunch of new kids. So he's stoked on like helping new kids, like, around the trails and donovan goes a fair bit also because i've i've taken donovan nicole on the e-bike and i've joined them quite a few times too it's cool 
these, oh, nice. these kind of it's just cool that they do that they have it for right, school right yeah no that that is that is really cool yeah to do it school for sure these are my guys yeah. um so jt thinks he can do more push-ups than our buddy moser here we're gonna have a push-up challenge at seattle this year uh, yeah. nick so come by and check it out really yeah jt is very adamant that he can do more push-ups Dude, so. don't lose it, you better dig deep it's, uh, I can it's, do a lot hard, of it's hard to get cocky because like people are capable of TK. Weird yeah. shit, right? right? Weird shit. Yeah. 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 Do whatever it takes. So, so Nick, we we all love AC. Did you fix? Have we fixed him? Did we fix AC this off season? He was broken. Yeah, he's fucking broken. Well, well he's he, we've he's definitely made some progress. I mean, I love uh, it. I love it. Really, it's hard to say anything in certain terms, but yeah, he's working hard. Okay, glad to hear it. Oh, now we got deep into that. Uh, Nick Way brought to you by. <laughs> By Vertex Pistons. Also, the 8 o'clock hour brought to you by CTI Knee Braces. Nick, are you still a CTI guy? Who yeah. isn't? Who isn't? Who isn't still a CTI uh, guy? I know a guy. Still a CTI I know a guy, guy who's not a CTI guy. So who? We're all old, man. Like we uh, need a multi-time knee champion, uh, one of the greatest riders of all time. Kevin Windham. No, Windham never wore braces at all. I know. That's, that's why I said insane. him. I think him Cooper Webb is still on knee cups yeah. too. Larry Ward, uh, Larry Ward was a knee cup guy. Cooper uh, Webb's a knee cup guy. That's insane to me. Okay. Godbot is one okay. of my favorite guys. Yeah, Dave Castillo. Yeah, can I finish my read? No, I mean, I was going to shout out Dave Castillo. Okay, but he's not got nothing to do with CTI. I mean, he did so for a while. It doesn't really work. It was like for an the asterisk. There was a tie in there. For, for a long while. time, he, he was, was very much connected. His, yeah. his family owned it. Thank I you. know. Thank you, Nick. Thank I'm you, aware, Nick. but this doesn't mean anything for this read right now because he directly opened a competitor to CTI. Uh, I'm not sure. Not anymore. All right. Anyway, go on with your read. CTI knee braces have remained the trusted choice of professional athletes and leading physicians around the world. Rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. Purchase CTI off the shelf now at store.oser.com or contact your physician for the CTI Customs. So, yeah, I have CTI Customs. I love them. They're great. Me too. Me too. Thank you, CTI. Great stuff. I actually tried to what do you change. Mean? What do you mean custom? What's like, the difference? You know, well, well the custom, custom ones are measured for your leg. Yeah, they, you, that's what you use. They have other ones? Yeah, they have off-the-shelf <laughs> ones. Yeah. Yeah, like oh. small, medium, large ones. Yeah, yeah, ones that you just, you know, like a, uh, yeah. I tried to change my brace maybe a year or two ago because I was like, oh, man, like Can't I've been using it. these CTIs for 15 years. There's got to be better technology out there. And I tried something else, and I was like, nope. No, I, 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 and then I sprung for time time to get new new CTIs. It changes the entire feel of the bike. It's, it's fucked up. Moser knows. Yep. Moser knows. Yeah. Moser knows. Uh, Nick Way on the I show. Do get, I do get cocky from time to time and just, like, hop on. Oh, that's my dangerous, and, Nick. With my kids and be like, you guys are clowns. This is how it's done. You feel yeah. naked. Dude, it's, it's, it's really just hard to ride for me because I have worn them for so long. Nothing. So, uh, well, my favorite photo is Villeman going through the whoops in board shorts and Nick, fucking, uh, like, Paul. in, like, just normal. Like, he's in uh, – <laughs> He's in just what a uh, shoes. Yeah, he's showing Jessica how to go through the whoops. Yeah, Jessica right. through the whoops, and right. he's no helmet, nothing. Right. He's in tennis shoes. She's got white pants on. Yeah. You know what that means. Nope. Who are we talking about? What is that? What does that story have to do, Moser, with knee braces? Which one? Villeman. Well, he's not wearing he's knee braces. Villeman with no, with no, no gear on. He's, no, not, wear, no he's not wearing knee braces. Oh, when I he just... skimmed the whoops on Jessica Patterson's Thank RMZ. You. This is a great story. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is on board with me about this. So at the World Vets, you know my starts need some work. Can we right? stop calling it World Vets? No, the World Championship. The W Vets. It's the World Championships. So my starts needed some work, right? We all know that. We saw some of my starts in the past. You got really upset. So my, they told me Kiefer and Preston were like, "Look, you got to really grip your bike." I'm like, "I am," and they're like, "You're not doing enough." This was my first start. 
grip your bike more. And I'm are like, you, okay, cool. Are you so two I'm feet like, down or one foot? I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay, so I'll do that, right? So I'm wearing knee braces. And then after the race, you can see marks on my shroud from my knee braces. And I'm like, I called them over. Gentlemen, please come over. Look at my shroud. I was grabbing the bike with my brace. And they both they both thought uh, I did a good job. So, But you did a bit of hole in the tank. Like no. On 500. No, I didn't. No. Are you one foot down or two feet down? Two feet. One foot is for like. Well, he's still fives. working on it. He's not sure what's working. Yeah, on it, I, I, well, he the one really foot solidified his form. The one foot up was uh, was for one twenty fives, and I carried it over to a four fifty because you know you got to grab that gear right out of the gate on a one twenty five. So, you know. no, I've always been two feet down. Plus, you didn't want to change the gearing, and you thought maybe you could start in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty came, much. came. You bought a bike used at first before you got famous. And yeah, I had a forty six on the back, and you're like, I would change that, but I'll just start first. I'll it. just start it first. Yeah, it's just easier. <laughs> yeah, fuck this problem. Seems way easier. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no time for that. No, no, it's a lot of work. So, um, and Nick Way on the show brought to you by Vertex Pistons again. Thank you for those guys for coming on. Sales at PivotalWorks dot com uh, for more information on that. Anything else for Nick Way, boys? Nah, man, Nick, I like you. Have a night. Have a great day. I'm just curious what Nick's working on tonight <laughs> because for sure he's got. Forks off or no, a, he doesn't. Hundred percent, he's no. got something torn apart in that garage. Ah, oh, yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, you're he's right. He's got a husky you're eighty-five or sixty-five torn apart. Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, you're not wrong. I did. I did take one from the frame, and it's pretty much just needs plastic right now today. What's the next race? I'm looking at. I'm looking at it currently because I got. Oh, we got. Uh, they probably don't go to many O's. So, no. Where are you going? What's the I'm next race? For you guys, this AZ AZ Open. AZ uh, Open. Kiefer Kiefer's going. He's prepping for that. Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer was there last year. Yeah. Yeah. For his, I remember his Aiden race. Is D going to race or just Vince? D's unsure, dude. He hasn't been going to the track lately. He's he's uh he's on the fence with his racing career. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> fine, D. That's save, fine. Totally. Save, that could save totally. you a lot of money. Does Nick get an invite to the new pool, Parabinos? Nick has been invited to the to the New Year's Eve party. Oh, okay. His well. Nick doesn't know, but he's he's coming because Nicole has confirmed. Okay, all right. The bigger no, question I is, I'm, do we, I get invited? We talked invite? about it. We talked about it briefly because I'm I'm stoked and I forget what the what costume I'm gonna wear, but I'm gonna go all in. Okay, I love it. The costume on New Year's? We we do like a annual murder mystery party at our house mm. where we assign everybody oh. a character and you have to like act that character and we figure out who the murderer is. I'm so excited to be and invited. And it's a disco theme to this disco year. So Nick is yeah. coming in hot. He said he's got plenty of disco uh, stuff. Yeah, I know disco La- stuff will be right. <laughs> Last year I was a little aggressive. I didn't, I, didn't, I don't know Paige Craig really well, but I was calling her out <laughs> for, being the mur- for being the murderer. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, and I think she she was either like playing a role and like really sweating me back, or she was just over me. One of the other. <laughs> one one of the two. Yeah, yeah. We, we encourage people to be in fine. character from the moment they right. step in the door. God, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine Bill being able to just build a pool from the ground up like Paul. God. So, uh, you got to. Yeah. It's not from the ground up. Technically, you got to dig the ground. Ground yeah. down. Ground down. Yeah. Not everyone can afford to just build a mansion with everything you want all in this the first not, shot. Yeah, I didn't you know build what I mean? this. This was. You just bought it. Yeah. I know. It was not. I, I'm working my way into my mansion. I've gotten lost three times. <laughs> three times in this house, I've gotten lost already. Stop it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, hey, so- Nick. I just want to say that, uh, like, I love your story. Like, your dad driving dump truck. Um, he was a garbage person. truck, right? Yeah. Just yeah, like, garbage you know, truck driver for, like, 40 years. Fucking love it. Yeah, just, like, you guys grinded. And, you know, that's a lot of people, like myself. Like, that's pretty normal, right? To have to work hard to get to go race and stuff. And... I think, it, I think it's a cool story. So, oh, it's been yeah, big yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, no, 
appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it too. I just, I, I'm like more appreciative all the time because my son Vincent's pretty into it. And then obviously Donovan rides too. So it's just like, it's hard to keep up with both of them especially, yeah. but I mean like he did, a, he sacrificed a lot of time and money and trading work for tires or whatever he needed to do to make it work. So yeah, yeah. I guess I always have been appreciative, but I'm really getting a full grasp of it now. Yeah, um, when you get older, for sure. <laughs> I don't know if you've yeah. if you've met our gentleman Moser here, but he was the one wearing the uh, BTO pajamas on track walk, Seattle. No, I've met him a bunch of times. Dude. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure. Yeah, hmm. yeah, we're tight. Oh, you're tight. Yeah, we're okay. tight. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, all right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for the time. I know it was a last second invite, so uh, it's awesome. I wanted to get you on with uh, with our buddy Paul here. So, thanks for coming on. Yeah. All right, well, have fun, guys. Good talking to you. All right. 997 for life, Nick. Yep. I just talked about that today. I said said something. I said, I don't know, man. Would you guys agree her length is fast? They they were like, yeah, I'm done hearing about it. I said, well, he's got got these bars. So, I mean. Yep. You're not wrong. He's he's had the same bend for years. It's like when you you needed a pro circuit silencer. It was a horse and a half. You make the call. (laughs) It's that easy. That was it. So. Uh, thanks, I don't know man. how that relates, but okay. Okay, okay just go with it. Yeah, just go <laughs> just with it. Go. <laughs> All right. Later. Thanks, buddy. Okay, see All you right, guys. See you. That's Nick away, everybody. Friend of the show. Fantastic uh, to have him on. we got a bunch of calls still coming AC, in. AC changed his bend to Hurlings' bend. Oh, he did? Yeah. No shit. I want to let you know. AC well, might win every race now. Uh, I need to see like if he sticks with it. Type <laughs> We're going to okay. race the same fucking thing. The first slump. Maybe the other bars go on. You know what I mean? These fucking guys, okay. right? Like you can't. Get I was saying with- he's my heavy favorite to be the fastest and win the championship. Now, why would you want an outdoor bend for Supercross? Makes zero sense. An outdoor oh bend. Oh boy. Uh, my buddy Moser here, brought to you by Scotch Industries, Moz, innovators of award-winning Moss. consumer technology, power sports, car, audio products, and accessories. Pulp 2021 at Scosche, S-C-O-S-C-H-E. Scosche.com to unlock your discount on accessories for life. Over 40 years in business from Scosche. So please check out Scosche. they got a boom bottle that's absolutely fantastic. Kiefer just puts his boom bottle in his water bottle holder. I've and, never seen. And rocks out with it. I've never so. heard anyone so happy about this boom bottle, but JT. He's yeah, got, he's got yeah. like two. He's got like one yeah, in the shower, yeah, one in the living room, he's, and he's, he's ecstatic at it. And his base mount charging system here in front of us, Skosh Pulp Twenty Twenty One. Thanks to those guys for bringing you Corey Moser on the show tonight. Also, thanks to the folks at Pro Filter Pulp Twenty at checkout. They make uh, a top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. You can easily pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter or oil filter for your next service. Pulp20 at profilter.com. Thank you to those guys. And again, thank you to Skosh for bringing you um, the Corey Moser. You're welcome. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. The best fucking the breathing. Ever. The it's breathing. Dark Side. What's up, Dark Side? The breathing's great. Oh. Yeah, you guys are welcome. Oh, What's God, up, boys? It makes me laugh What's every time. Hey, Dark Side. What's up? Uh, you still got the pony in the back? It's yeah. still there, man. Until okay. Steve uh, books, a, books a gig for we're, cut, I guess. We're, we're cutting it somewhere along the line. We just got to work out our live shows. I'm trying to figure those things out. So so it's going. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to know when. Well, just well, calm, settle down. We It'll, just, it's happening. You get your YZ250 at some point also. Yeah, yeah. We, I was talking to Kiefer about that uh, yesterday. I think I'm trying to lock that in a little bit. All right. Yeah. It, uh, we're working on it. You've heard the story, right, Paul? No. Tell me. 
He's getting a YZ two fifty from Chris Kiefer. Brand like new. a long term loan? No. For free. To keep. To cut the pony. Titles. Yeah. With papers. With title. With Yeah. This is your bike to have, do yeah. whatever you want with. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. For cutting the pony. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Dark Side, good on you. That's a fair trade. <laughs> You're right, right? He he actually play. debated it. He debated it. Why would you debate that? He That's would. a good trade. He's uh, had his pony for a long time. For radio. Wow. Yeah, I might have played it up a little bit for radio. I was pretty excited from day one. I bet. I to, yeah, you know, he was. You did not seem excited at all when it, so, it went down. You did not. That's seem what everybody says, man. You, did, I don't you didn't really sound excited, bro. So we're gonna do it. Well, we're we're gonna get a barber at a live show. Somewhere. You need a barber to cut a pony. I'll no, come in and do it for free. Story. He's getting a whole do. He's getting a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, like a new haircut. A yeah, new Kiefer haircut. was like, hey, got we gotta it. we gotta do him right. Like he needs. A oh, whole you do. guys are nice. Yeah, yep. keep, no, it's all keeper. You're not just gonna cut it like coming yeah. to America style. Like cut I, off. I, like cut the pony off. No, I am contributing to the YZ250. So just easy oh, on are the you? fucking oh, okay. low you guys are thing. Buying him a bike. Yes. Wow, dark side. Hey, good negotiation. Hey, man, Checkers stepped up. Checkers is going to do the suspension from Race Tech. Um, you're, you're already parting the thing out. Yeah, you don't even have it yet. You know who's going to do your sporks. Yeah. <laughs> that was Checkers. Oh, this man. is a month Checkers ago. Pose yeah. behind. Holy shit. Yeah, Racetech.com. That's what they do over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, uh, I didn't like the wrap up show last week very much, by the way. But, uh, you listened to it? You listened to yeah, it I did. now. I did. Oh. It was, uh, was Galdi and uh, uh, Volan's guy, Max Volan's mechanic. Oh. Austin. Austin. Yeah. yeah, good guy. Watterson. Right. Austin Watterson. Yep. When did what he did get like, hired? Man? What was wrong with it? Ah, it's a long story. Dark side. I don't want to get oh, all okay. into it, but yeah, you know. Who's on this week? That's, That's all you got. That's the best you got? That's the constructive criticism? I don't have one. I said I don't have enough time, but uh, who's on this week? It's pretty simple. Like uh, you can... Good. No, privateer Connor Olson and Triple J from WTF. Okay, all right. Well, the Fox rep will be stoked. JT will be stoked to get that Fox guy on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, him and Triple J are tight. You know, they're good buddies, and uh, right. so I got them on together. All right. I so, like, yeah. I like Connor. Connor's a good dude. So Connor Olson, number 600. Yes. Yeah. I know him. Okay, thank you. Yeah, he's good. Paul knows him, nice so guy. he's good. Yeah, he's vetting nice from guy. Paul. I don't know him. Is that is it okay? Or? Yeah, he's a good, good person. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, he's, so, been, you know, he's on the weed show multiple times. Are you? Uh, have you figured out what races you're going to, Dark Side, for next year? Uh, I'm definitely locked in for A1 in Glendale, and the rest are still – I haven't picked the other ones I'm going to go to yet. So. And, uh, no. well, maybe maybe you won't be locked in if I make a phone call to Sean. Brandon, there, you know. Yeah, that's that's possible. Uh, you never know. I mean, you got more pull than I do probably. Tough. But Tough. I don't think they let ponies in Angel Stadium. <laughs> Something. About... <laughs> well, I've been there a couple times, so maybe I, I snuck they... it in. Yeah, COVID rules. What yeah. about Washougal yeah. Free Press? I got a chance? No, Washougal Free Press is definitely not no. in. No. Paul has not heard that story for no. sure. Apparently not. He tried to get passes for Washugal, saying he wrote for Washugal Free Press, which is a real newspaper. Uh, how'd it go? Uh, they <laughs> called Washugal Free Press. No, one, Stop it. No, one year I got in Yeah. as Washugal Free Press, and like a year or two later, <laughs> did not they go. learned it. They, the, I literally had somebody calling me saying, hey. But you still did get it for a year or oh, two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Good on you. Yeah. That's pretty ballsy. I like that. I got yeah. big balls, Dark said. Yeah, no doubt. Who do, you, who, do you, who do you got in the push-up contest? Yeah, JT or Moser? Man, JT's pretty ripped. I don't. He is ripped. But Moser, Moser's confident, so I'm gonna go Moser. I, I like think that. it's a good, it's like a good debate. Side. It's yeah. good, right? You could go either way, honestly. Because I think that's what yeah. you do. Hmm. Go either way. <laughs> you do? No. Um. Well, he's drinking a cup, a pink, a pink cup with Angie on it right now. So doesn't I mean, mean he likes wieners it says though. Pookie. 
Um, no. So, uh, all right, Dark Side, what else, what else is going on? Uh, just, uh, yeah, shout out to Vin Murphy for calling in, man. He's a cool kid, uh, privateer, sponsored by Triple J, uh, not Triple J. Uh, this Vin Murphy. Our, our jerky, our jerky, the Wageman brothers. So, yeah, good good, good dude, man. He's uh, He killed it, though, in fantasy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, good fantasy Okay, player. I didn't get to that part. He's a privateer. I didn't hear that either. Yeah, yeah, he raced some East Coast races. Uh, he was at Houston and some of the other East Coast races. Really? Wow. I didn't even know. So he's a racer, and he won the overall, and he dates Bob Rathcamp's daughter from Garnet. I like it. Okay. Yeah. He's inserting himself here. Yeah, I like it. Good I job. I like it. Good job to that guy. <clears throat> yep. Hmm. Crushed it. Dark side, how's yeah. the manscape? That's good as always. That battery never dies. It doesn't, right? I know. No. It never dies. I don't understand what's I, going on with it. It's like, yeah. Did you guys ever give one to like, um, why my cell phone dies so fast and everything else I own? But th- I, I don't remember when you gave it to me. It's been six months, and I've never charged it. It just works every time. Did you ever give one to Galdi? Yeah, Galdi bought one. Use the code Pulp Max twenty runs, or did he yeah. bog it down? No, or? it's fine. Yeah, I think it's, okay. I think it's good. Yeah, I don't think he bogged. I remember it down. we talked about that last time I was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Maybe. think he bogged it down. Okay, between uh, Manscape and what is it? Art of Sport. Art of Sport. Like my wife's never been happier with my balls. Like that's good <laughs> to hear. Yeah, that's fucking, good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You like I that? that? Do I like that? Admire him and his fucking balls. Um, <laughs> Dark Side, how's everything going with your chick? How's that? Life is good right now, man. Oh, he's back. I'm not sure if that means they're together or apart. No, it means they're together. Okay. Yeah, it means that he's back in. Okay, well, I'm just saying they yeah. could go either way. I know, I know. But hey, As we say, peaks and valleys, right? It's up and down. Oh, yeah, you got to ride the wave. Ride the wave, buddy. You got to ride the wave, right, Moser? Hell, yeah. You know how, you know how to live uh, life. Speaking of Manscaped, Paul, you were telling us, I don't even know how this came up. That's a great question. How did this come up? What? But you just you announced to all of us that, you shaved your butthole, or what was? Yeah. What, what, when did I do that? Yeah, you casually mentioned right? earlier. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I shave yeah, it all. No, before the show. Yeah, but it was like just like nobody. Oh, see, thanks for putting private un- shit on the show, Steve. Unsolicited, yeah. yeah that was unsolicited. <laughs> casually mentioned. See, I can't tell you anything. I shaved. But that I earlier. just wondered why you told us all it in the first place. Well, because I thought I was in a friendly setting. We're talking we about just, it. We had just met. <laughs> we, had, we had just, just met. met this we had man. just met. Yeah, but if it, you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. <laughs> oh, thank you. But I've gotten a no, good vibe from Mosier since since I immediately got here. I, I showed up. He's like, "Hey, what are you drinking?" And a it's lot, two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. A lot, right? of people, a lot of people get a good vibe from him. We kind of we kind of bonded. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm so uh, 83 man. I, 83. I want to help you. Pinkies I'm going to give you a manscape." I'm going to give you the whole Manscaped 4.0. I do do manscaping, yeah. so I appreciate it. So I will this, I will use it. This Are you in the shower guy? Yes. Or, okay, so this is waterproof. This is has, a, this has a guard on it, so you can't really get in there and get any damage. A guard? A guard on the blades. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I'm just, I'm really interested. Can you literally shave your balls with these things? Yes. And you don't, like, get the zap? No. no you I know the not, zap. I haven't, I haven't. You cut, know what the zap is. I have not cut myself yet with this thing. But you know what the zap is. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking no. Yeah, it's not great. Dark side, no zap, right? It's like it's like when the kids take a paperclip and stick it in the socket. I mean, yeah, you gotta be careful. That's the zap. You gotta be careful, obviously, but Pulp MX twenty is the code to save at Manscaped. Get yourself a four point oh. It is a four point oh. It comes the whole the whole performance package comes with the weed whacker. It comes with the uh, with the lawnmower 4.0. It's got ball deodorant, it's got a crop reviver toner, it's got everything. What? And you're getting all of that, Paul. Just for coming on the show, Paul. The God only thing the price your, is right for you, buddy. The only Come on thing, down. The only thing that gets your balls closer is Marx's wife, and she waxes. So you gotta be careful, because that would hurt a lot. That would hurt a lot. It's not pleasant. So <laughs> congratulations. Will you will you 
put this Absolutely. Will you social media this? Do you want? No, but I'll send you a video. No, we just need to. <laughs> we don't need a the ball shot. Just a shot of the manscape is good. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll send Pookie the good stuff. All right, whatever. <laughs> Papa Mex twenty is the code to save with Manscaped. Be like Darkside and Moser and Marks. You know what, Talon? Talon, you didn't get yours, did you? Yeah, you. No, did. I got one. Yeah, tits, tits, tits had to buy. Here's one. their slogan: Save, save toilet paper. Buy a Manscaped. Go from an eight ply shit wiper to a two ply shit wiper. Yeah, you know sure, what I mean? sure, yeah. No well, hair you, down there. You could be in and out of the bathroom really quick. Erica, Erica is going to Erica is going to wonder who her new man is after you use this manscape. I already keep it pretty nice. He was said he was picking it earlier, so keep it nice. That was, that was a conversation. Uh, I, mean. <laughs> I know you worked on a Pro Circuit two fifty F. Yeah. What was the RPM range of that bike on a dyno? RPM? Yeah. I don't remember RPM. I remember well, horsepower. Well, 4.0 does 7,000 RPM. Get the fuck out yeah. of town. Oh, yeah. 7,000. It is. It's revving high is yep. what you're telling me. It's gonna be, and, with Gal- <laughs> and with Galdi, and with Galdi, it needed all of it. I bet. Because yeah. it'll bog down. Yeah, it's like, yeah, work your way through. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> you, uh, you're going to get one of these packages just for coming on the show. Thanks to Manscaped, Papa Mix 20 is the code so to save. Look for my butthole on social media is what you're no, saying. No, no, no. We don't need the butthole on social media. <laughs> okay. Fuck my ass. Balloon oh, my ass. Well, all right. All right. Okay. Dark side, anything else? That's it, boys. <laughs> How's Moser doing, uh, Dark side? How do you think, feel like his performance is so far? Dark side. Moser bought us Yo. six bottles of wine for today. Six. Oh, I know. You've drank most of them so far. We're, <laughs> we're doing well. I think we're on. We're almost about to finish bottle three. I think it's bottle three. It was a discount. I, I, like, I like Moser because he's taking control, and I know Steve that flusters you a little bit, so it makes it entertaining. Taking control. Sure. That's, what That's what you call it. That's what you call it. That's what you call it. I was in control of all those wieners. Um, <laughs> all right, Dark Side. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Pony Pod. Right, check yeah. it out. Wrap up show. Guts Racing. Seal Savers. Motorsport.com and Michelin bicycle tires. All on board with the wrap up show. Thanks, man. Damn right. See you. All right. See you. Do up his butthole. Uh, that's uh, that's the uh, that's the pony coming on. Can um, we call, can we call? Do we call have Shorty? No. Why not? It's too late. It's, it's 11 nine, o'clock. It's 9 o'clock. It's 11 where Shorty is. It's early. So we cannot call Shorty. He's a, he's loves, he's a late night guy. I don't feel like Shorty is a late night guy. 100% not, but yeah. there's, still, <laughs> there's, a, there's a chance. What, uh, what's the poll at, uh, Talon, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, please check that out if you can. Can we do a new poll? 93 votes, 60.2% Paul and JT. Oh, my. Boom. God. Right. Thank you, Pulp Nation. We need a new poll. Can we call Shorty? Let's just call him right now. Who, what are you writing down? So, uh, Angry? Uh, race, <laughs> my hey, which one of you guys says the numbers? Race Tech rant of the night. Pulp 21 is code to save with Racetech.com. Official suspension of the pony on his YZ250. He doesn't uh, have it yet. Uh, he's getting it. Okay. And uh, Racetech.com. Thank you to those guys for making things happen at Racetech. Which guy? And uh, the motor work, suspension work, they can dial you in. My Race Tech rant of the night. I had a couple of them. Uh, for sure, it's one of them is at the 60.4% of people that voted for you. And you JT. don't like that. Nah, fuck those people. That's my rant. You, why, why are you voting when I made perfectly logical comments and both of you and JT came around to my end of thinking? I just think they feel we are more educated on the subject than you are, and they're siding with us. Uh, I feel like that is completely <laughs> wrong. And uh, if you're one of those 60.4, uh, you can fuck off. So Racetech.com. Uh, Racetech doesn't tell you to fuck off. I do. But please use Racetech.com for the for – the, uh, 
code. Pulp21 is the code to save the race tech. Thank you to those guys for, uh, for coming on board. My second race tech round of the night. I'm not that angry about this one, but it just goes to show you the kind of society we live in today. Okay, hit me with it. It just goes to show you the world we live in. Can we stay within Moto, though? Yes. Okay. Yeah, how weird are we getting? I, I was harsh about the world vets last okay. week on the show. You heard Chicken's Kid say I was right. Those people that called in last week said I was right. You know, they're still going back, but they said all the things I said was right. Now, I'd heard from some people that, you know, Zeb Armstrong told us there were six flaggers he counted. We, we were told there was more than six flaggers, but everything else was on point that I'd said. Might have but, been a little exaggeration. Okay, yeah, 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 that's yeah, fine. So, that's telling a story. Th- th- six, that's fine. So, six flaggers? So it? That, the, it appears that the number of flaggers was off a little bit. Was inaccurate. Bit. But everything, but okay, but having said that, there was not more than 10. So it wasn't like a far off number. Okay. So everything else was accurate. Okay. Except for the flagger count. And then John Anderson at W, bless his heart, good guy. Love John Anderson. John, love John Anderson. Told me he had, a cu- he had a couple of people ask him if he was going to quit advertising with me because I criticized Glenn Helen. Why would they say that? That's the kind of world we live in now, <clears throat> where you tell the truth or you offer an opinion, and if people don't like it, they're going to pull your advertising. Now, John is not going to do that. John's awesome. He was laughing about it, but people were like, you should pull your advertising, or are you going to pull your advertising with Mathis? Because he criticized properly that's like properly uh, criticized the race didn't like um i don't s- some company or s- I, I read something on twitter that some company said hey they're not going to pull aaron Rodgers's endorsement State deal said that yeah. okay yeah same thing right well yeah i mean i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. fuck leave the guy alone right so again that's the world we live in and that's my race deck around the night like stop fucking doing that like if i have a different opinion than you that's cool we're, right. we're all have different right. opinions right so just let that go and don't be like, oh, you're going to cancel and pull the advertising. Like, no. And again, everything I said was factual and on point. If you go by the Jake tonight, you go chicken's dad, chicken's yeah. kid. You go by the calls last week. Everybody agree with me. Don't write any emails about it because we're going to bring them up 10 years from now. <laughs> you got to be careful with the emails. Yeah, be careful with the emails. Yeah, emails are uh, So that's text. my race tech I don't want to hear your emails, bro. That's my race tech round of the night. <laughs> Thank you to, uh, to John Anderson for being a stand-up guy and doing all that. Thank you as well to motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Mission Starcross 5, Maxima USA, ORW, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, the new Vision. Where's the right Vision? Here. Oh, the Vision's over there. Uh, did Keeper ever get the new X-Brands? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the process of, of that. Okay. So okay. happening? Yep. Moses got the Vision on. How's it feel? Compression. Can't even know it. Throw you don't off the balcony? Know, don't even know it's on. Let's throw yeah. you off the balcony. I'm going to try and make it to the pool. Okay. Yep. And we'll hope for the best. Yeah, we will. Uh, so we're going to uh, give the uh, 101, email 101, the Atlas uh, compression caller. Works Connection, Pulp MX 20s, the code to save Works Connection. Great company. Great guy. Uh, sorry about your GNCC you did, Eric, at uh, the World Vets. OGO Power Sports. Uh, traveling is a pain. We know that. OGO makes it a little easier, uh, whether it's their backpacks that have uh, laptop sleeves or, or, or um, side pockets to store everything, whether it's the, the layover bag, the 9800, which is fantastic. I love the 9800. Uh, the rig bag as well. Thanks to those guys for making the rig bag. Uh, um, what What's your favorite OGO, pro- OGO bag? The 9800 is pretty good. Um, How many 9800s do you think the moto, moto industry has combined? Oh, everybody. <laughs> everybody that's ever worked on a race team has right, one. Right. Um, the layover is good. So you have the layover. I think. I is the layover, layover the one that you check? Or Yeah. 
or not? No, that's the one that fits in ca- it fits in the overhead. I use the layover. Okay, yeah. Yeah. What's the one that's called that you can't quite check, but it's not quite a 9800? Uh, that's Kiefer's bag of choice. Transit or something? Or, yeah, no, and it doesn't fit your helmet or boots or something, no. right? But everything right. else fits in there. Yes. Sure. Thanks to the folks at OGO. If you want a deal from the folks at OGO Power Sports, email the show, and uh, we will get pass that on to you. Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, in 10 cycles. Also, thanks to the folks at Ride Engineering. Ride-Engineering.com, PulpFan20 is the code to save 20% at Ride-Engineering.com. Ride Engineering makes their bar pad uh, foam and covers uh, in Southern California. $24.95 gets you a pad that was designed to fit the one-piece anti-twist bar mount, which is what they make. And uh, that sells for $104.95. So if you have that anti-twist bar mount for $104.95, use the code PULPFAN20. Save yourself money on that and get yourself a bar pad that fits it as well. Uh, so both items are available now. And use the pul- code PULPFAN20 to save 20% at RideDustEngineering.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board the show. Renthal so makes great bar pads, by the way. Did Noof really have 12 claws last weekend? I think or last so. week. Last I, I think so, yeah. You're going to let him outdo you like that? Tell- 12? That's marks. That's not talent. That's what I, I, said. I think it was like nine. Hey, you're who, not going to let him. Who let holds him the record, you. though? Is it Betts holds the record? I think Betts still has a record. What was he? Was that 12? Yes. Let me look. I, I you can seem look very. I, no, we don't, while we're not keeping like full Guinness Book of I World I feel like this on, is an important this, record on the know. show. <laughs> well, but what's the difference between wine and claws and beers? I'm not trying to beat the and record. We, and we don't have, like, no, but we don't have categories of, like... Can we start to formalize it? Like, most wine drank, Thanks, most Paul. claws drank, most beers drank. There's a nice spot above the TV where we can put Me a chart. Me and Paul definitely pinkies up. Bougie. Crushed the wine record. You guys did, yeah. There's not a lot of wine drank in this studio. Well, so. I mean, it's a classy place. We wanted to be classy. Right, so we're, thank you. We're Appreciate fucking classy. Uh, motorsport.com, tweet at talent segment. Let's do it. That's my mom. <laughs> it's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment. <laughs> motorsport.com. Uh, please check it out. OEM parts, aftermarket parts. Uh, they've got a great l- selection of stuff there. Go through the banner on uh, on our pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to go to motorsport.com. We've got a whole bunch of sales there available for you from some of our partners. So please check that out. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks at motorsport.com. Ryan Villapoto, Phil Nicoletti. Myself, Motorsport.com athletes. Thanks to Motorsport for the help for the Project 500, for the OEM parts, and the aftermarket parts for that and the, as well. And the Pulpamex Fantasy uh, Whole Shot Challenge. And the, and the Whole Shot Challenge as well, and the gift cards for the regular game and all of that. Um, so, and, and actually now, five days of giveaways at Motorsport.com. You can enter over there. Day one, a Michelin package. Day five, a fly head-to-toe gear package. So go to Motorsport.com, enter their five days of giveaways. Thank you to them. Uh, these questions are submitted at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter, and uh, we go through them and uh, pick the best ones. And uh, Talon, you uh, you got them? I'm ready. Uh, first one from Jackie Rees. How do the factory teams get approval get approval for the placement of the? You threw me off. How do the factory teams get How approval? How did I throw you off? <laughs> I started reading your note in oh, the Slack oh, while oh. I was reading this. Got it. Uh, how do the factory teams get approval for the placement of the test tracks? I can imagine passing zoning and city ordinances difficult in urban areas. Oh, no. So the Cowie 
One is uh, that's been there forever since the late '80s. You mean the Volvo track K1? Yes, K1. Okay. But it's got a two. The other tracks are are owned by Jeff Ward's father-in-law, late father-in-law now. Corona Clay. Corona Clay owns all that land on that side, and I mean, what is that? Billions of dollars, probably. Probably. If um, he really, if he wanted yeah, to sell it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's all Jeff Ward's family who owns those tracks, and they're all rented by the factories. Yep. And and then there's a track at Glen Helen. Well, now, there's a PC track at Glen Helen. It's PC not track, public. Yep. There's and, two. And so that's part of Glen Helen. And then that's now PCs, yeah. Cowie's got the Suzuki track. Yes. yes. So Cowie has K1, which is Volvo. K2, which is... Troy Lee but, KTM no, one? it's above Troy Lee okay. Husky. And then they, what did it used to be? Uh, it's always been K2. Oh, it has? It's okay. always been K2. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's the one that's kind of like um, midway up the hill, I guess. And then now they have Suzuki. And then the two bottom tracks, which used to be Husky KTM, are now, I believe... I think Hep has access to them. Oh, okay. Some, uh, right. And but I think Cowie rides them too. KTM's maybe. and Huskies are all the in Temecula at the Marietta track. Yeah, Marietta. So. Yeah. Who was hopping the gate? J Law was hopping the Honda Honda gate. I yeah. could love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. From BR21, who is more organized, USPS or Glen Helen? <laughs> that's a, that's an easy question. Well, I mean, USPS for sure. I don't know. Did I've you get your checks today? Fucking horror stories with you. I watched you, really? I watched you run into the mailbox today. I didn't run. I just walked. Um, Did you get any checks though? No, but okay. uh, no. I've had some fucking horror stories with USPS. It's a funny question. Kudos to the question well, because asker. The, the question asker would have heard me at a race tech rant about yeah. USPS. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, 100%. Uh, six months ago or something. Oh, like what'd you say? Year, like four they, years ago, yeah. No, it no, was no. a mess or something? Well, I just tried to forward mail from my old address to this address. and Mission. We, Forget, forget it. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yep. Anyway, got it. Obscure question from Pookie's sure. Pebble Ice. What? Pookie's you, what? Pebble Ice. Oh, oh. I haven't found the Pebble Ice yet. Where is it? It's right there in the Butler's pantry. Uh, miss it. There's a lot of doors here and high ceilings. A lot of ceilings. Super high. Would you rather bring back Travis Pastrana or Jason Lawrence in their prime? Oh. Pastrana. Pastrana. Yeah, Pastrana was great. He's Pastrana still great. Was, was amazing. Yeah, he was. A, I mean, Lawrence could never win a 450 main. Pastrana could. Pastrana was amazing to watch, yeah. Yeah, or at least get we don't close. Talk Pastrana about never enough. won a 450 main. What are you talking about? Who? Pastrana never won a 450 I know, but I'm saying he he, he, he should have. He almost did multiple <laughs> accounts. Jayla almost Jayla, did two. No, once. Daytona. Once. What do, you, what do you want me to Pastrana was close many times. That's what she said. She. He was. He was. I. He was better. Right, Pastrana's better. Steve? I agree. Help me. Pastrana's twice the guy J Lo. One hundred percent. I agree. I agree. J Lo. I uh, tried. Pastrana won a national championship Dude, outdoors. Like. Pastrana was amazing. All right, he backflipped the finish line, Daytona. He was to this day, I can't not enjoy watching him. Mm-hmm. From Fresno's smoothest, Steve. What's on your journalist wish list? Anyone you wish you could interview but never did or can't? Anything you wish you'd written over the years but missed out on? Well, I always wanted to do, always wanted to do um, a Honda Works bike video, and I did it. What do you mean, Honda Works bikes? You want to do a video on it? Yeah, and I did it. What, when did it you was do literally it? probably two weeks ago. I just finished talking to Nick Way about it. We were just talking about this. Sorry, Dave I didn't Arnold. See it? What'd you do? Okay. He what just I, talked about this. I know. I know you talked about what, but what'd you do? I you w- went, walked through. You got to sit on one or whatever. You walk yeah. through with Dave Arnold and look yeah. at some old and Hondas. Yeah, we talked about old works bikes, all the old works bikes. And okay. so this has been a bucket list for me. What year is it? 2020? 21? 
2021. It's 2021. Uh, it's probably been a 10-year bucket list for me. That's okay? it? And I did years? it. I did it. So um, you're, stoked. you're stoked. Stoked on that. Um, people said J-Law called in to the show. There's no it way. It did sound like I guess, it. Did we it interview, did sound did we interview like it. There's no way that was J-Law. I'm voting yes, it was J-Law. I'm you voting think so? yes, too. I, think I vote was. no. I think it was. I vote no. He's got nothing fucking better to do. No, he does not, probably. This is actually probably true. <laughs> I want to say someone in Snowboard said, like, they knew him and it was for sure him. Jesus Christ. Paul Snowboard would know. Was Pulp around when J-Law was doing his? Yeah. Was, yeah, because I started, like, when the you Pulp start? show yeah, was when you started start? in 2010. 2010. So he, what did he win in, like, 2008? Eight? 2008, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, not much left. Like, I, no, not really. Like, Paul, uh, yeah, yeah. What? No, nah, it wasn't you. It was Kiefer. Um, Anybody like that passed away that you missed or? Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, well, no, but yeah. So Jim Hale, who started AXO. Yeah. I did a podcast with him. Great. That was one of like yeah. one of my favorite podcasts. It, it I was like great. three times. It was amazing. He was an incredible interview. Yeah, he was. But then I wanted to do another story with Jim where I laid out all the ads for Axo, mm-hmm. and he goes through the ads and, and tells me about the genesis of them and the ideas behind them and everything else. And we were in communication when he passed away about doing it. It was, I yeah. never got to do it. But I did do that long-form podcast with him, so I kind of did do something with Jim Hale, but he was a great guy, really nice. Um, great. Did you ever do a podcast with Swink? Yeah. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have a lot. Like, no, I really don't. Like, I'd, I mean... What they, about... This Getting a new app would be, I mean, that would be just, you know, something that would... No, I heard Friday. Friday? That would be on, like, yeah. something like an amazing bucket list. Two, but, you two know, Fridays you just, from now. Not you just next, never know. You just never know. No, so, next Friday. It's the Friday I, after. I, I cleared up some aisle. Friday after next. I cleared up an aisle, uh, you know, but you just you just never know. It's on aisle eight. And he's on aisle seven. He's working aisle seven. Six. Yeah. So yeah. six. Well, hopefully Remember, gets... we need entries ready for Pope Fantasy first. Right. Priorities. Priorities. Mm-hmm. People don't need to sign up. It's coming. Supercross, Supercross coming. Anaheim 1's coming, Steve. Yeah, we race Rider D. We'll get there. We'll race him when it's time. <laughs> All right. All right. Fish 171 for Paul. What's the most extensive tech tech you've ever seen the AMA perform at a pro Supercross or motocross? Do they ever actually check the CCs of the engines? Yeah. I've seen cylinders pulled. After I've the seen race. After the race. Yeah. Oh, you're talking pre-race? Well, said tech. So. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, they've come in and looked at cylinder heads and, and uh, volume of – I've seen that before. I've seen them take swing arms before. But prior to tech – I'm sorry, tech inspection, no, nothing happens. I've I told mean, this we, story we, we, we one time pushed a 453 with black number plates and it passed. We, Mike Williams and I at KTM class. would try to see what we could leave off and still pass tech. They never caught anything. We just gave up. As long as we your foot pegs up. fold and your yeah. spokes are tight, you we, pass. We went, through <laughs> with, we went through with no axle nut. We went through with no pivot. We went through with no grips. <laughs> Unreal. And it just, they just kept waving us through the line. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Love it. From Jaeger649, what are the chances Tomac wins the Supercross Championship on his new Yamaha? None. Zero. Zero. I highly disagree with zero. Yeah, come on. Highly. 15%? What do you, what do you got? He's definitely in the percentage range, for sure. I mean, 100%. Yeah. I mean, he has to Theoretically, be the- there's, what, three people that can win it? Four. Who's, who's your four? AC, Sexton, 
What? You started with AC. Are you fucking kidding AC's me? AC's your first guy. You don't have. You have zero. You have AC zero. Yes. AC's, so yes. AC Cooper Webb, Tomac Ken Robinson, Eli Tomac, and then I thought you were talking Ferrandis as the fourth. I was getting the Ferrandis, but <laughs> holy shit, are you so high? You so can't do it. No. Wow. Okay. Are you I mean, I would put his percent low, but can we, zero? Can we How win a, can we win a race first? Can we win a race first? You know what? They said the same thing in 1993. And then, uh, Jeremy, then Jeremy McGrath ripped off a win. And then he ripped off another one. Dude, and then he ripped off another he, one. I, I feel bad. Like, see, you're making me like, put, you're putting me in a position where AC is going to hate me now. I didn't, I didn't say anything to put you in this position. Yes, you're, you just, did. you're yelling at me. No, you Dude, started the yelling. come on. Zero percent. Yes. Okay, I disagree. Yes, I disagree. At 0%. Okay, give me your right, give start. me your eight winners let's that can win it. this title. Zero percent. Zero percent chance, Talon. Fifteen. What? Let's hear your top five. Are you guys Mark's, crazy? Mark zero. Nah, I wouldn't go zero, but I'd right. go. Thank you. Maybe. Well, nothing. Five, zero. Five to ten. Five to ten. Yeah, maybe. five to ten. Uh, I, I, let's dude, hear your top, you guys are making me look five. like a fucking asshole. Let's hear your top five. We're not looking. You look like a fucking asshole. You are. Yeah. Hundred percent. You are. No, you know what? You know what would be Dude. doing it is you. You verbally accosting us. Winning the title. Winning the the championship. Yes. Okay. Let's hear your top five. Uh, Cooper Webb, Roxon, Tomac, Ferrandis, AC. You're drunk. Okay. That would be my five guys that could take it home. So, I might have said Zach, a healthy Zach, but that's gone now. So, okay. So you're at five. You're at five. That's who can win the title. Yeah, Five guys. Yeah. So you don't put Barsha in front of no in front of AC. No, we have twelve years of Barsha. We well, have three years of Adam. I know, but like he wins a race every year at least, and he's like okay. finishes higher. Races, in the, races and win he championship finishes championship higher race. in the points too. Okay, but but yeah, Jason Anderson gonna win a race. I put I put I put Jason Anderson lower than Adam. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably put him higher. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I mean, you're talking zero. He said zero, which is. Fucking crazy. Okay, zero. Was, zero mean zero. Zero yeah. is crazy. Okay, 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 okay. Zero. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll get with you with zero. But dude, really, I think it comes from three guys. Uh, the majority, absolutely, hundred right? percent. Three guys, hundred percent. Who are your three? Webb, Rox, and Tomac. Yeah. Those are the three. Those yeah. are the three. You would be ridiculous to say that those three don't have the. If there's a supercross, blame pie. Yeah. Championship pie. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Those guys have. Over fifty percent chances. Do I here. do I think that I think when Fran when AC wins his first race, does it snowball? Yes, absolutely. Mm, I think Ferrandis in there. I'm with you too, though. Yeah, like, but but I, I he has all that momentum. I think from... that's your heart saying that, Steve. How's your phone? Your phone good? Uh, yeah, you, everything good on your phone? I'm getting text. Very important text about Adams. I thought maybe you're like twittering or I don't know what yeah. you're doing. All right. Yep. Well. Hmm. What was the question? The question was on Tomac. I yeah. don't know why you guys are arguing. Yeah, about well, because he said zero. Yeah, that was the inaccurate measure. That's okay. It. Sorry, fifteen percent. What do you want? What do you want? I love Tomac. Super nice guy. There's, he's not going to get this. He's not going to. I'm at like thirty. <laughs> no. If it's that. out of a hundred, I'm at less than thirty. Yeah. Oh, it's always out of a hundred. What are we on? <laughs> on Mars? Yes, it's out of a hundred. Yeah, Coop probably. I give 50. Coop. I'll give Coop forty. I'll give Tomac 30, and I'll give Roxon 30. Okay. Is that wrong? That might be wrong. All right. Yeah. That's 100. <laughs> Thanks. At least Thank it adds Marks. up, right? Thanks, Marks. At least it adds up. Uh, next question from Aiden Irvin 1. 
Who has a better season in their class on Bar X, Mumford or Bogle? Who is happier to be there? You really asked this question? You think I, Bogle's on Bar X? What is Bar X? Who does better on a Suzuki? Bar next X year? is the uh, uh, and you're going Mumford official two fifty. You're going team? Mumford, who's a two fifty class, versus Bogle, who's a four fifty guy. Who has a better season in their class? The Bar X thing I just uh, overlooked. Uh, I'm, I'm done. With, I'm done with that question. All right, Man, uh, from it's like paper seven forty. <laughs> Since Weege is the world's greatest cheapskate, when will he be moving into the guest wing of Steve's, Steve's new hotel mansion? No, he's got those little rugrats with him. He ain't moving in. He's got he's got like kids. But gotta watch for him. sure. You could live here, and Steve wouldn't even know. That's false. That's let's see. News. Let's see how long I can stay here without Steve noticing. To be continued. From Big Bad four hundred eight. Listening to Bogle and Steve talk about the way the bikes have changed over the years, have we made bikes less ideal for the average Joe's racing moto by seeking supercross rigidity? I don't. Was it what was the word less what rideable? What was it? What, what did you say? More rigidity. No, but have we made no. the bikes? Have we made the bikes less? Yeah, Bogle was just like, what did hey, he say? not as good for the average Joe. Ah, like uh, the- they're better than they've ever been, but yeah, there are a lot of fucking like, there are a lot of fucking going on. Like you look at by Blue Crew. There's four fucking buttons. It's like a space shuttle. What's the question? He was saying that the bikes are made for Supercross now, more so than the Nationals, is what just, Bogle Just saying. bikes in general being, you know, made better because of they got to be racing in them, you know? Well, so, I, don't, I don't know that it's more made for Supercross. I think they're more made for the biggest market they sell bikes in. Well, Bogle was saying Supercross. He was saying well, like, meaning if you're a manufacturer and you're making CRF 450s, you sell the most CRF 450s in the United States. No, but this is not that. This is about oh, making them for rider, you know, professional racing. You got to make them pretty good for professional racing, right? So you well, got to I mean, add in all the electronics. You got to in light, lightweight. You got to do all that kind of stuff for professional racing. I, I think they're making they're making a product that they want to sell the most of, but they're also in the same time making a product that is successful for their guys that are racing it in Supercross, so they yeah. can try to sell more, right? I wonder if there's a market. You know, we have these works editions now, right? Yeah. I wonder if there's a market down the road for, like, the, the 2022 YZ450F right now, the one that sits in my garage. Mm-hmm. That being the race bike, the works edition, okay? Because the works editions right now are kind of bullshit. You put, throw some clamps on. You fucking put a muffler on it. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't Honda does some porting. Like, it's... I mean, Cowie's has different suspension. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. But it's kind of bullshit. So... Okay. The bike... The, the production bikes now are the race editions... And then you go back and for $3,000 less, a lot, significantly less, whatever amount you want to put on it, you have a bike that, say, has a carburetor, has no tie on it, you know, has a, a, a steel bars on what it. Are like, you, what are you getting at? That's the bike you sell to the fucking guy. That's what Gas Gas is doing. Gas Gas well, is the is cheapest it, version yeah, of a hu- Cowie or, or of a Husky. difference in price? Yes. It their, is. their bike is cheaper. And yeah, it's, but what, and what are we talking? Because it comes no, with no, no, cheaper no. rims. How much price are we talking? Oh, look it up. I, I, I want to say 500 to a grand. Okay, but that's, yeah. that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, but yeah, you can't, yeah. Go, but any, you can't go any. Like, then so, you start leveraging all these different tooling. So I wonder if there'll be. Or does Yamaha sell. So the last year, 2020, they made a big change. Smaller cylinder, smaller piston, uh, smaller little frame cradle. You know, big, big change to the 20, 2020. Smaller piston? Uh, well, uh, not smaller. Lighter. But, uh, lighter. And everything, the smaller cylinder head, smaller cylinder, though. So is that, is the 2019 
the bike they sell and then for $2,000 less because they have all the tooling. They have everything. And then now they have a race model and they have a fucking normal model. And is that, you know, because you can, the difference between a base Ridgeline and a R, RTL, RTL Ridgeline is quite a bit. Heated seats, uh, leather. Um, what, you know, do you, what, are you, what are you getting at? So the, the difference between a base model of a car okay. and, and, and a base and a, sure, and a the top two, end of car different bikes. is $15,000. Okay. You can't okay? do, you can't do yeah, it but you're bike, also though. talking so about a car. $15,000 is the difference. I'm just pointing out that that's a, that's a massive difference, okay. right? So can we sell a dirt bike? That's three thousand dollars less. No, Paul already said well, it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, maybe, a thousand is 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 comparable to maybe, a, when you're talking about a, yeah. a ten thousand dollar motorcycle, and now you're comparing a forty thousand dollar car. Sure, the difference is going to be greater in a. Yeah, big, yeah I'm not car. saying thirteen. But no, I'm Paul's saying, saying, I'm saying more than a thousand. He's like, saying a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars is, is not going to make me. You know, care. Well, he's like, saying that's yeah, but it might it might to a different customer. Maybe yes, a thousand. Uh, no, is, not everybody. But yeah. I'm saying a thousand isn't big enough a gap to me in a middle aged consumer. Because let's face it, yeah, you're talking ten thousand to eleven thousand. So it's a ten thousand dollar purchase, right? So that's a lot of money. Yeah, right? but like that's, so. Well, but if all, you made that same bike seven thousand dollars, which is an e bike or whatever, this is a discussion that happens in every product. And in, in, in like we talk about it with grips. Like if we were to price a grip here. And a grip there. What price difference between your competition or between within your range makes a purchase influence? Essentially, what is the biggest? Yeah. What is a like to me? If you go in and buy a handlebar, and the handlebar is a hundred bucks, and there's another one that's one hundred five, that's a not a big enough difference to influence a person's decision. But if there's a handlebar that's a hundred and one that's one twenty, then you start getting into like, all right, twenty bucks more for this one. I'm going to save the twenty. Bucks I'm just to buy saying, this one. you have the tooling so, to get a YZ four fifty. To be an 08, an 06, you want to put a carburetor on it or no, whatever. No, no. Right now, you so can... now you fire up the 06, fire up the 06 mold. Okay. Make a bunch of those. What? Sell them for whatever. Now you have a model that yeah, but, is but, for the yeah, average go, person. Bus, you can because go what is the difference between an average person like me? Like I so, fucking suck. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so you're, saying, you're saying the bike that they build today, a 2022, and then you're essentially saying a 20, a 2008. Okay. Mm, maybe not no, that far, but go sure, buy, yeah, yeah. Go buy a Suzuki. Yeah. You it's can still, go no, buy a no, Suzuki that's, today. That, yeah, that's not the same. But it is yeah. the same. You yeah, go but, buy a Suzuki today, and you're going to save two grand. You're going to save over, more than that, yeah. Okay. Well, they're both four strokes. One you have to kick. One but, is electric what, but, but this is this but is my point, that's a different brand. No, 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 no. My, no. my point is, it brand? is the same fucking thing. It's not, not a different brand? My point is, like, a 2010 to 2022, what's the Difference in retail between those two. Couple is it a thousand bucks? Do you think a couple grand? I think I it's know. around like a thousand bucks, maybe. Yeah. What my point being is like me, would I have done the exact same at Glen Helen at the World Vets World Vets? On a Suzuki? On a Suzuki or yeah, on a. You or on a yes. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Yeah, you would have. So then maybe I want to buy a cheaper bike yeah. that has steel bars and steel foot pegs and a steel shock spring. Okay. And just go ride that in the hills and just do whatever. I just, I'm just wondering, this whole thing started with like, I wonder if that's something that may happen down the road as dirt bikes get more and more technologically advanced as people go, you know what? I don't want to fucking all these buttons. I don't need this fucking like, you know, all the, the things that these new bikes have. Okay. I just want something that I could push a button and go ride in the yard and go race locally and do okay on. Go buy a Suzuki. <laughs> well, but 
the point being with that, that's a different brand. So if you're a Yamaha, you want to keep them on Yamaha. So you, you want, want Yamaha to make to make price point specific models for I each. Like wow, well, so the four fifty version I, and I now the, the budget four fifty version. I think you would just make a four fifty, right? I don't think because the two fifty one's about performance. So I think you'd make a budget four fifty. And I'm not. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering down the road if that's what happens because of people saying. I don't have $12,000, and I don't need fucking a launch control. Here's your, here's your answer. What? Okay. They're making as much inventory as they can. They have wait lists for bikes, and they're selling everything they can. Talking, so it'll never happen. Yeah, yeah, but I'm it'll talking never happen. There's people times, buying bikes times. at $12,000. Yeah, 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 not pre-COVID, normal times. Just oh. inflation's fine and all that. So it's it, will, it won't work because it's not worth the investment. For the tooling to make, two they have bikes. the tooling. No, it's no. It, they, You're saying it's old tooling. They just keep making old models. They have. Yeah. It does work because Beta has a 300 cc that it's more of an entry level, smaller frame, lower seat height, and it retails 79.99, and it's their number one selling motorcycle. Oh! Telling, telling. Beta, okay, so Beta. Telling, nobody okay. asked you. So they sell. Oh! It, they, sell they sell 20 Enduro. instead of 10. <laughs> telling, telling you, what are those numbers? <laughs> <laughs> we would like to see those numbers, but no, that's that's it. The is point. their number one selling motorcycle? That's their point. Like, nobody buys beta, dude. Paul, you know this. It's, it's big. Paul, in you know this. What's the number one selling boot from Alpine Stars? It's probably the it's Tech, a 5 Tech Seven or, or whatever. I think. It's not what's the a, ten. What's the number one selling line of gear for every company? It is the fucking price entry level shit. gear. The price point. Like O'Neill makes their money on their whatever that boot is called. Enjoy the ride. That. And, <laughs> and so my point being is like consumers, you know, they don't have Moser money. They don't have that kind of money. They don't Paul have. Money. They don't have fucking Paul money. So they just want to buy the low end stuff. Is there a market for a low end budget 450? I wonder. That's it. I maybe, maybe because I if, as, and, and as a customer, like, wouldn't you feel better buying a low budget Yamaha than a top of the line? <laughs> um, <laughs> This is, I'm trying to think of something worse than Suzuki. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I'm like, just, I'm, you put trust in the brand, right? Like it's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. And, and if you're a manufacturer, you're not developing new tooling. You're using old stuff. So you're, you have it. You have it. You don't, you're so not you're just saying new. continue to make old models. I think Honda's doing that right now. With what? I think Honda is offering an older model, I believe, right? Oh, like a 2021? They did I last year, think right? So. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so, right? Yeah, they offered a 21. You know, old style yeah. plastic yeah. and shit. They yeah. still... Yeah. 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 Uh, from McNoche134 for Paul. On a scale of 1 to 10, how stupid was Clayson's comments on Stu not being able to hit the whoops as fast as the current riders? Is 10, like, most stupid? Yep. 10. I got, I got, RC texted me about that. What's D he thinking? DV texted me about that. Like, wh What's I don't he know. Thinking? I don't know. You tell me. I, I don't know. He, I asked him. He told me, I got 200 more followers. Great. That's awesome. That's fucking really good. Like, so I can say the stupidest thing in the world. So it was a clout text. I don't know, dude. I, I, I K, sometimes K just really makes me fucking shake my head at K. I didn't think that was serious. It, it, he, he was. Yeah, but he just said, I got 200 more followers. That's a clout text. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Luke clout? No, clout. Like, uh, like you post something just to get the clout, the clout for it. Okay. Yeah. From Jimmy G for you, Steve. You were openly disappointed in your performance at the recent Vet Nationals. Are you willing to enroll in troll training for next year's race to show what a former no, four-time no, manager champ? I'm not. I, I'm you, not. I'm you not. just said you needed I'm to not. lose weight, yeah, but and get not, better shape. I'm not going to enroll in any sort of training. Like no matter what, if I say tonight, like ah, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Why not? 
Because I'm just fucking stupid and lazy. Okay. Don't clip that. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you know. Fuck me, dude. I'm a loser. I can't believe he he named a a business after a bad nickname that you gave him. I didn't give him the nickname. Oh, who gave it to him? Uh, Phil did. Because he had a funnel upside down on his head. Okay. And, he, and Phil said, you look like a troll, like one of those trolls. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. He started. A, but then I started using it's it. It's not so. a good name for a business, in my opinion. But maybe if you look at it, like if you Google troll training, the only thing that's going to come up that's is it. him. Yeah. So if you can Google elite training and then what? You <laughs> a know, bunch of shit yeah, comes yeah, up. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah so, all right. Uh, from Philator for Paul. Florida has produced tons of MX talent that want that went next level. But whatever happened to guys like Tobin, Skinner, McGordy, and Bonnie who are on an upward trajectory coming out of the Ams? Well, um, Bonnie was pretty good. I, I don't know what happened to Tobin. Bonnie was really good. Um, sadly, his dad passed away probably a while ago or ten years now. Donnie, um, yeah, Donnie went down a wrong road too. Um, Skinner, Skinner, Skinner just was never really good enough at Supercross. Like he was great outdoor rider, but not good at Supercross. Um, I don't know. Uh, whoa, I don't know. I guess that's my answer. All right, let's see. Did I miss anybody in what we were talking about? Thumbs up, marks. What? Uh, from John Rides ADV for Moser and Paul over there. Is it true that upon entering the pulp compound, the butler hands you a map of the estate and then forcefully, forcefully removes your... I can't talk today. Forcefully removes your shoes before you're allowed to proceed to the loft. <laughs> Same square footage, just a little bit bigger than the last house. So I don't really know why this shit comes in, but... I was really excited to see... See the estate, okay, and also house. was really excited to give like the Uber driver was like, "Oh, there's a gate." I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's a gate." So, what was your impression? There's impression gated of communities the... all over the fucking America. Yeah, I sure. don't understand why gated, why somehow people were freaking about a gated community. What's your love, impression I, of the estate? I love that this comes up every show. <laughs> uh, it's a great house. Nice. It's a nice house. Uh, it's a yeah, nice, house. nice house. It's an upper middle class house. A hundred percent. Like Thank I you. love that everyone's like really building it up. But it's very... It's upper middle class. Yeah, upper middle class. Like I've been in nicer places. hundred percent. So have like, I. Yeah, it's like, it, I'm happy for you. <laughs> I mean... It's a great place. I'm really excited to sleep here tonight. Thank you for yeah. letting me stay here. You earned it. Yeah. It, but I'm not sure I earned it. You didn't earn it. You earned it. <laughs> it's just, it's... But... <laughs> I've been in so many nicer houses in my life. Like, yeah, I mean... It's not... I do enjoy that it's been built up so high. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a joke at this point, right? It is. I love it. I mean, I don't know. It's a great place, though. I'm gonna just, count. I'm gonna cannonball that fucking pool tomorrow. Okay. Are you? Why don't we do it tonight? Yep. Naked tonight or tomorrow morning. I'm not sure which. Okay. Yep. From Lax Defense Coach, Steve. When you go to a peasant's house, do you reference your <laughs> ceiling height or separate guest wing first? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Ouch. The ceilings are really high. Hey, are. Talon, Talon literally just asks the questions <laughs> as they come in chronologically. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no screening. No, no. All, <laughs> no screening involved. All Marks, Marks and Talon, when okay. they come in for the show, 
They sit down in their chairs, and the only thing, no, 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 the only thing either one of them thinks about is, how can I shit on the guy that pays me? Full-time busy with guys that I pay who shit on me. That's all they think about is like, so so what can I do? IO6. What can I do right now to just make Steve look like an asshole or make him feel bad you, or anything else. So that's, you that's as an do. employer enemy, slash enemy, manager, enemy. what do you think brings what? on this this type of behavior? I don't know, Paul. I pay them. I fair, I feel like I pay them a fair wage. Do you pay them on time? Yep, on okay. time. Um, I gave Mark some bonus. Do you talk down to them during the day? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I don't. I, I'm trying to, trying to piece this together for you. It's something that com- continues to amaze me. So it's just more of like a like a running joke that they feel I don't they think, can I don't think they like me, Paul. Hmm. I don't think they like me. Marks, what is it you think? I think they have secret meetings. Not sure. Yeah. I think they have secret meetings and make fun of me. Snowboard. What do they say? Like I don't bad know. things? Yeah. Like mean yeah. things? Probably on snowboard. Hmm. All right. One day yeah. you'll know. Mm-hmm. Me and Paul are making it fancy with the one. Uh last one from John Rides ADV. What's more? Li- what's the more likely future headline? JT ditches Grant Stone boots for some fly boots and comes out of retirement to race world vets. Likely. Or Raiders shock the world and win the Super Bowl. Likely. Oh, no, number one for number sure. One. Yeah, yeah. Horrible the question. Fucking shithole. <laughs> that ain't going to happen anytime soon. I came over to watch the Raiders with this guy Sunday night. He's so angry the whole time. I was time. at the game. We had a lot of money on the game. I was it's, like, Steve, uh, let's be positive. Let's manifest nope. a win here. Let's be Did positive. You not, you not hear that stat? One winning season in 18 years. Yeah, that's pretty abysmal. <laughs> Hard to be positive. <laughs> I'm used to it, man. I'm used to it. Speaking of accidents, uh, Arthur Draper, call him if you need a help. Uh, if you, He only gets paid if you get paid. Help is only a phone call away. ArthurDraper.com. If some football team or some idiot on a motorcycle or a car accident took you out, call Arthur Draper. ArthurDraper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com. Help is only a phone call away. All right, that's it. I got one more, actually. Okay. Voice of the Drunken People for Paul. What's more comparable, a ridgeline to an El Camino or Steve's old house to the new mansion? <laughs> See? Just more shitting on me. I like my truck. I like my house. But, yeah, let's make fun of me. Yep. <laughs> do that <laughs> <laughs> we'll just end it there oh, that's horrible that's my mom alright thanks to motorsport.com free shipping on everything over 79 bucks thank you to motorsport uh, great show tonight is Nick, it over Nick we Way Nick Way Lewis Phillips Davey Coombs Moser Moser we should have called Shorty Talon Marks no Pookie tonight though uh, no Pookie we got with she yelled up once um, and I will fucking kill you. Uh, best interview, Nick Way, Davey, Lewis. Yeah, I, I mean, I like all three of those people. Okay, I'll, I'll go. go Lu- I'll go Lewis. All right, JT. I'll go, no, go Davy. Davy. All right. Yeah, Davy. Like he's got a million stories. Best interview marks that you paid attention to after Mad Skills. Uh, NYK. All right, Talon. He stole mine. I was gonna go NYK. Oh, you can say it. it's the same. Mm. Uh, I like Moser in studio, by the way. Moser. There we go. Very funny. I should uh, actually back up. NYK actually knew who I was, which is, you know, yeah. goes against the grain. Right. Because mm. usually it's. Yep. Oh, it's like, yeah, never heard of him. Never I think him. that's like Steve's running joke, though. Excuse me. I've had a lot of wine. Big if true. <laughs> what? It's a big if true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to the sponsors of this show. Uh, Paul, thank you for coming in. Uh, Renthal.com for more information on uh, everything that you got going on. 
Cool stuff coming. Cool stuff Stay coming. Stay tuned at Atlanta Supercross, boys oh, and girls. Yeah. yeah. Exciting stuff. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. ATL. Big, big things. Moser, uh, if you're in the Spokane area and you would like your bathroom floors heated, Moser Heat, right? Something like that. Close enough. Dude, website done? Uh, no, it's not quite done yet. Oh, okay. Swiss Core is almost done. Almost done with it? Almost done. What gets done first, that website or the app? That is actually great. It is a good question. Well, yeah, you're paying, right? Oh, yeah. I paid Swiss Core for yeah, this. Yeah, he'll, he'll get done first. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you get this ball. I paid for this, what, eight years ago? Yeah. Oh, it's paid for already. I fronted Swiss Core the money for my website like eight years ago. Still not done. <laughs> oh, my. You know, I've never met a Swiss in person. Oh, either have I. I've met Talon. I'm sorry. I've met, of course, I've met Talon, but I've met Tits. Right. No idea what a Swiss looks like. Yeah. Me either. I have He's not met, met him either. I've not met Swiss Core. What's he look like? Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. What's it look like? <laughs> Nobody knows. Marks, right? No, I'm, I'm sure. Unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just part of the pulp okay. universe. Got it's it. Just, it's out the there. metaverse. The metaverse, yeah. At got this it. point, <laughs> it's got a running joke. Will we meet each other before we like die? Yeah. Me Does he go one? to races? No. What's he do? Nobody he lives knows. in Michigan. He won't even go to... He's in Michigan. He won't even go to... Redbud. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Designations. Yep. Nope. Nope. Stop it. Nope. He's How'd you big. meet him? He's. That's a great question. Uh, yeah, he... Uh, hey, sir, will you uh, play he, my songs? In 08 or 09, he said, I used to be in a band. You want to play some songs of my band for your podcasts? I'm like, cool. No way. Yeah. He warned him. He said, hey, like, you can't play these, like, songs you know. They'll right. So here's my music. It's kind of shittier, and you don't have to worry about copyright. Right. Laws. 100%. Yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah. So I did that. Uh, so thanks to Swiss Core. Thanks, Moser, for coming in. Appreciate wow. it. Wow. Paul Parabinos, as always. Thank you. Thanks Thank you. To, thanks to Pookie, uh, of course. Uh, Marks? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks a lot. Here's yeah, the Pope of Fantasy, you. Marks. Hey. Hey, pick yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Talon, thank you. Yep, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. We're, think uh, I can uh, borrow an intense taser this week? No. Oh. Um, unless you could fix that pole that makes me come out ahead. What is the results, by the way? On that. What's the results, by the way? Uh, 108 votes, 62%. Yeah, Widening your lead. Fuck you, 62%. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We're off next week. We'll be back after that. Daniel Blair will be in studio. I'll be back from Paris to talk about the Paris Supercross and probably get a few of those guys on the phone while we're at it. So I really appreciate you listening. Appreciate the sponsors, of course, and uh, much more. I'm Steve Mathis. See you next week. There was a guy in RacerX comments today that said, I'm so fat I can't see my feet. And I just want to clarify, I can see my feet easily. Can you see your dong? Yeah. Okay. See my dong too. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude and... It was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Oh